Hello and welcome to On The Esky. On today's show, we're going to take a deep dive look into the rounds of NRL and AFL that are coming up, which would be round 15 and 14. 15 and 14, yep. From memory. Uh, Then we're going to jump into the NBA playoffs, have a chat about that and probably some other international sports news. Mm -hmm. There is cricket. Uh, The second test between England and New Zealand has concluded. And then the World Test Championship preview of Kiwis versus uh, India is mm-hmm. coming up. Mm-hmm. Then we'll do a final round of the UFC 263. Sorry, we'll do a final round wrap-up. We're going to have a look at UFC 263. Uh, golf, tennis, and then the Euros are in the Euros, first week, yep. so mm-hmm. some soccer, uh, plus whatever else stuff that takes our interest. This is on the SKR Sports Podcast, and I've got the three boys with me as well. Mm-hmm. So, happening? Yeah. yeah. How are we, man? Not Busy bad. week of sport. Looking Lock. over the notes. Geez, a bit of everything this week. A lot going on. Let's mm-hmm. get stuck straight into it with a shout of beer. Yeah. Lucky. Lucky. Who, right, who are you shouting a beer this week, please? Yeah, so I'm going to shout a beer out to uh, Roman Grosjean. Had a bit of a rough week. So um, because of everything that's happening in Formula One, races being moved around, his test for Mercedes, which was going to be his first step back into an F1 car since his fiery crash at the end of last season, mm-hmm. um, has been postponed uh, due to travel restrictions and quarantine requirements. They just weren't going to be able to make it, so yeah. having a bit of a rough week. Too many logistics. That's mm. it. So he deserves a beer after that, but he might deserve another beer because earlier on in the week he was racing in IndyCar, which he switched across to after his F1 season, mm-hmm. and his car caught on fire. So give it up, man. <laughs> give it up. Get on the car for you, Roman. That's it. Yeah, oh, you'll need it to put it out. Um, so jumping out of one fiery car, jumping straight into another one. So it looks like what happened, 11 laps left in the race in the Detroit Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. Uh, brakes heated up and caught on fire. Had Jeez. to jump out. Ran across to a marshal, got a fire extinguisher, tried to put it out himself. Probably a little bit easier to put out than his last fiery <laughs> crash. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, the marshals came in and helped help him sort it out. So a mm. bit of a rough week. Probably deserves one or two two beers. He come away unscathed, did he? Yeah, unscathed. Yeah, yeah good yeah. stuff. Still amazing. Got out straight away. Oh, to, like, that's incredible. It's crazy. That he yeah. walked away from that. Yeah. Uh, so then my shout yeah. a beer. I'm yeah. going to shout a beer out to a new Mexican-born UFC champion yep. and Brandon Moreno. Uh, he's the first official Mexican-born champion. They've had a few Mexican champions, none, of course, originally born in Mexico. Yeah, Clay Velasquez, uh, Henry Cejudo, I think, as yes, well. There's another one that's escaping me. But he's the first official Mexican-born that's come through. So beers to you from me on the SP. Cerveza. There you go. <laughs> uh, Una cerveza, por favor. <laughs> on an excellent fight, and we'll cover that later on when we yeah. get to UFC 263 and how he did against Figueroa. But that's my shout-out beer for this week. Joseph, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, well, we're going all around the globe for this one. This is the second time I'm shouting this bloke mm. a beer, and I, I gave him a beer a couple of weeks ago because he was on the up and he was flying. He deserved a celebratory beer. Uh, it's Chris Paul, but unfortunately this beer is a bit more... A little bit more somber for the poor bugger. He's mm. got the cocoa. Mm-hmm. He's caught the, you know, just after coming off a clean sweep uh, of the Denver Nuggets. Uh, we talked about, you know, how he's a coach. He's, <laughs> he's a coach wearing a, a son's uniform out mm-hmm. there. He's, mm-hmm. But he's, he was lighting up the playoffs. He lit that series up. Not only was he making everyone around him better, he was scoring the basketball at will. One of those games, I think yeah. he scored 10, 10 buckets in a row or mm. so, something to that effect. Um, 
So just absolutely horrid luck for the bloke. And and he's famously never played in a finals before. You know, yeah, the, the point crazy, guard, you'd probably say the greatest point uh, yeah. guard yep. of the modern era. You know, Steph Curry obviously probably takes that. But, you know, he's up, he's right there. You know, he's mm-hmm. a Hall of Fame player mm-hmm. as soon as he's eligible. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I just went to see his Western because I thought he might have played in the Western Conference with the Clippers. But his only, his only appearance in the conference finals was with Houston uh, and you yeah. remember him and Harden they were up 3-2 against yeah. the, the Warriors mm-hmm. and then they, he did his hammy so he missed games 6-7 and seven. Rockets had leads in both those games mm-hmm. and famous I think they missed 26 threes in a row yeah. um, against the Warriors and, and bounced out so so just horrid horrid luck for, for Paul he's gone into um like an isolation, ten, you know, ten days, ten, ten days, something. Days, yeah. So you just hope for his sake, you know, the the Clippers Jazz series goes long, and then you, you know, if he, he can hopefully get get in there for, for some part of this. Yeah, series he's probably a little bit lucky in that situation as well, because hopefully that series will, will go seven, so yeah. he can get at least a couple of those days. Yeah, mm. and he won't miss yeah. the complete next season. And I think to get over his ten days, he had to have back to back COVID test uh, negatives yep. uh, so that maybe he'd come back a little bit earlier as well so he'd be hoping for a very long series yeah, yeah. Uh, so that the he longer the better for him and Suns it's just shocking the Suns as well we'll yeah. probably get to that we'll get to that later we'll get to that in the NBA but yeah Chris yeah. Ball while you're in isolation hope they can sneak a beer in for you mate yeah. on Mac might be Corona <laughs> some of your best there early on in the SQ would have been funny two years ago I'd imagine uh, I am going to shout out the country of Denmark oh, I think that's over five yeah. million people uh, get stuck into a nice Ice cold Carlsberg. She's uh, heart in your mouth kind of uh, scenes on the weekend with Christian Eriksen dropping mm. down, um, yep. and he's okay. That's that's yep. the the big thing to come out of this. Um, some kind of cardiac issue there on the field, uh, and a bloke that deserves two Carlsbergs. I'll, I'll shout him two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danish <laughs> captain uh, Simon Kjær. Uh, he acted really well under duress. He was the first person there uh, checking on the, the on the Danish superstar. Uh, got the boys to form the ring around, mm, so no uh, cameras the cam- cameras yeah. weren't picking up everything, and and was also yep. there uh, consulting uh, Christian's uh, uh, partner uh, to to behave like that when one of you know your best mates and and your teammate is is down, and yep. who knows, yeah. Uh, yeah, to to be that brave and and strong uh, under duress. Simon, uh, he, he deserves a couple Carlsbergs and uh, the rest of Denmark. 100%. Yeah, definitely. I'll shout them. Oh, that that, that can come out of the Esky budget. Um, oh, yeah. big time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think we've got room for that. <laughs> yeah, sure do. Sure do. Um, the, the umpire as well, he was able to stop the game pretty quickly. Yeah, and get yeah. The Re- referee, referee, referee sorry, in football. Thank but you, Pabs. Um, I wasn't going <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you did. We, yeah, we chop and change sports. <laughs> it can be yeah. very easy. If we're well. going to talk about every sports, yeah. we're going to talk about the officials <laughs> properly. Right. Yeah. The, right. the dude that needs glasses, uh, essentially. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's always a painted on. Yeah. But he, yeah, he got the medical staff out pretty yeah. quick as well. And yeah. Yeah, that's crucial seconds. And we'll probably talk about that in a bit more detail as well when we get into the Euros and the soccer section. Indeed, but we shall start off with the uh, week that was in rugby league. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the biggest news coming out of the NRL this week and kind of bittersweet, I guess, was the retirement of Boyd Cordner. Uh, the 29-year-old uh, announced uh, Tuesday that he'll be stepping away uh, from the game. Mm-hmm. 183 first-grade games uh, for the Roosters. 50 tries in those 183 games. Pretty good uh, conversion rate there for a back rower. Uh, and he did it all, essentially. Three premierships with the Chooks. Uh, he was captain, or co-captain, I should say, for two of those. Mm-hmm. 16 games for New South Wales. Uh, three Origin Series wins. Captain for two of those. 20 games for Australia. 
Uh, won the uh, Rugby League World Cup in 2017. He was the only try scorer in that 6-0 win over England. Um, what did you make of this, boys? He's, he's, it's been well documented in the last six months, his head knocks. Um, yeah, I, I thought we should mention that, that the cause of his retirement essentially has been uh, the ongoing concussion issues that he had yeah. to finish off last season. He hasn't played a game at all this year. Mm-hmm. They were trying to manage him and get him right for round 12. Um, that's kind of where they were aiming and they were pretty confident in the off-season that uh, they would be able to manage that. Mm. Uh, but obviously he's, you know, we're now around 15, but he stepped away. He's had a look at his health, long-term health. Mm. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, he was very emotional in his press conference, uh, fighting back tears the entire time. But uh, also very wary of his future and understanding like, yeah. hey, this, you know, I'm, I'm 29. I've, yeah. I've got probably, you know, good weekend, another 60, 70 years to go. Um you don't. You don't want to waste waste all that time now. On and you know he, he wants to have a, a well, well lived future going forward for sure. And and that's probably why I use the the term bittersweet. Uh, bitter in the in the fact that um, the games lost lost an absolute superstar, but you know sweet that that he can put it to bed and and get on with his life. And he has got absolutely fucking nothing to prove. Mm. Done it all. Done it all. Mm. Done it all in a in a shorter career. Uh, and is probably toughness personified. Like you look oh, at, yeah. yeah, you look at some of those highlights, and you know the way that he put his body on on the line for his teammates, and and you, you look at the, the 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 concussions that he actually got, and you can see the way, yeah, he's a <laughs> he's an absolute gladiator of the sport. Yeah, so. exactly, absolutely no regard for his own body, and and you know that that kind of toughness. Uh, your teammates love it, the fans love it, but at the end of the day, you do have to think uh, about your own long term. Uh, well-being, so, yeah. yeah. I think he used the words, he, he couldn't forgive himself if he got another, like, head knock. So, yeah. I mean, like, you think about the conversations yeah. he's had with himself and his family, mm-hmm. but just that just that line just sort of, like, you know, gives you a little bit chills nearly, like, mm. I couldn't forgive myself if I got another head knock. Knowing what he's been through, what, you know, he probably still has yeah. to go through if he still hasn't played a game. There's ongoing stuff already. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, to get another one on top of that, he couldn't, you know, uh, uh, for whatever reason, just for some reason, that really, that really hit with me. He couldn't yeah. forgive himself. Not, not, not anyone else. He couldn't forgive himself if that happened, yeah. you know, and the effects yeah. it happened. And I get, like we said, he's not even 30 yet. So, it's That's a, yeah, younger than half of us. So. The, the other thing I, I thought yeah. with this, I don't, I, we don't want to, you know, we go, we go <laughs> long enough, but I, I, mean, you, I think Sean and Peps, you were talking about it last week. Mm-hmm. Look at that, because, you know, the news is the news. They show a lot of his head knocks. Most of them were making the tackle. So a lot of this stuff mm. with the NRL trying to protect head knocks and protect that stuff. Mm. Well, high, high contact in the in the... the what would you call it? Contest. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. right. But it, but and and you guys had the stats there. The majority of them are actually the guy without the ball, yeah. the one charging yeah. in there. And like you said, Pep, he's so courageous. He dives head first. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter. That's the stuff that you get rid of. You know, mm-hmm. how do you get rid of courage? How do you get rid of passion for your team and and putting your teammates first? Like, how do yeah. you? It's a it's a really interesting point you bring up, Matthew, because mm-hmm. I think um, Boyd Cordner, as part of his press conference, actually alluded to the fact that he's. Um, lower tackling technique did lead to a lot of his concussions and it, there were a few. Um, there was the yeah. classic one, I think, Hardgraves comes, they both go low and they come around yeah, the, the back of the defender, cold. clash heads, and you don't want to be hitting heads with Hardgraves. Um, he's just got concrete in there. <laughs> so, and I think the stats were in the last two years, he'd had seven high HIs. I think Friend was 10 mm-hmm. and I think nine of his were tackle related where he was yeah. the tackler yeah. mm-hmm. and of Boyd Codner's seven, I think only two 
were him as the ball carrier. The rest were all, again, tackling. So And they're two blokes that probably put 80 tackles together between them again. Yeah, so yes. yep. mm-hmm. it's yes. a lot yeah. of repetitive, you know. Yeah, mm. but both they're essentially captain and co-captain of the Chooks as well. Mm. So they're leading by example. Yeah. They're yeah. the ones that probably have to put the most effort into their, their tackles to kind of try and, you know, show, build morale and build momentum essentially. Mm. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, it's really interesting that – what did I say – you know the the roughly twenty odd head knocks that eighty percent of them were yeah. from from yeah, them being right. atta- tackling someone than actually being the ball carrier. Yep. And, um, and we talked a little bit interesting about friends. Um, all his latest head knocks were after he stopped wearing headgear, mm. knowing probably of course the headgear probably wouldn't have prevented the, the concussions, and that's maybe why he stopped wearing it because the technology they've got for rugby league um, headgear is not real great. Well, it's essentially a bit of padding. That's about it. I think there's good evidence to show that it, it stops cuts and abrasions. That's what it. Yeah, that's what skull fractures. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, does it stop concussion? Yeah. Oh. No. What's well, your brain rattling around? Well, so look, you have we, your head rattles. Your another sport rattles. that we love, oh. the NFL. Yeah. Mm. You know, everyone's yeah. wearing a helmet and uh, yeah. hasn't hasn't done much to stop it there. So yeah. and the, they were again brought in through history and they've changed from the leather helmets to more of the plastic type helmets because yep. they were worried about skull fractures. They yep. had a lot of guys mm. getting skull fractures. Like, yeah. well. How do we prevent this? Let's wear a helmet. Yep. And uh, but it, it hasn't necessarily prevented any concussions, and they uh, do. Uh, yeah. They're bu- dropping bu- bucket loads of money into um, into their helmet research at the moment, <laughs> and they study every new helmet that comes out to try and give a rating for concussions. But it's just one of those things that's really hard to do because you've got essentially got to absorb an impact from one side of the head and try and get it to go essentially around the head, so the the, the skull doesn't intake any of that impact uh, and then bounce the head inside. We, we, don't, ha- we don't have that technology. Exactly. There's no, there's no material that would... the laws of physics at the yeah, moment. Yeah, so. would, would do that. So, yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, just wanted to, you know, mention that, that he's, he'll go out as a legend and, yeah had, had, yeah, had nothing to prove at the end and he'll be sorely missed and wishing him all the best uh, with his future endeavours. Definitely. I Definitely. guarantee you'll be their coach in the Chooks next week um, and for the foreseeable future, <laughs> especially with Craig Fixer-Given going over to... Yeah, um, could, could slot straight into an assistant role. Mm. Yep. Wouldn't surprise me. Yep. Uh, the, the halves merry-go-round. So it came out during the week that uh, we were talking about Matt Duffy last week and mm. apparently you can add Corey Norman to that list of unwanted at the Dragons. Yeah, uh, that's, the, that's the big one to add to that yeah. list. Of potential merry-go halves on the merry-go-round. Yep, Sean Johnson. Uh, it's been well documented that the the Sharks uh, aren't after his services next year. Anthony Milford and Ash Taylor are out of favour up yeah. north of the border. Million dollar men that haven't earned their paycheck recently. Do we see? Is there any uh, you know suitable fits for these boys? Obviously, South Sydney will be looking for That's a a seven mm. uh, losing Adam Reynolds. Do, do, do any of them fit that mould? So Sean Johnson kind of I think has been the recent yep. talk there for that, but of course nothing official. Um, you know Milford to replacing Ash Taylor has been talked about if he stays in in Queensland. Go, but I don't think that makes sense. Um, so uh, something that's come into my um, kind of field of vision this last week, and I was a bit uh, hesitant towards it last week. Anthony Milford joining Ben Hunt at Anthony Griffin's <laughs> Brisbane Broncos. <laughs> yeah, at, you know. They the t- Illawarra the, um, Broncos, you mean? Exactly, the St George Illawarra <laughs> Broncos. I uh, I kind of I think was, I mentioned this to you last week. And yeah, you're like, no, 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 I no, kind no, of no. pooed it, and then I kind of went back and I thought, oh god, 
it, it could happen. It could happen. Um, Ash Taylor, yeah, goodness knows where, where he might end up. But interesting, isn't it? You've yep. never seen uh, a position just going round and round and round mm. like this. I mean, and there's also Gareth Widdop. Uh, so the Raiders need to fill, yeah, one, yeah, fill he, a spot. Apparently he wants to come yep. back. George Williams, you can add to that list uh, looking for a club. Real, yeah, home, yeah, real homesick, yeah. Can mm. we just get out of here? <laughs> you can see him more as, um, I always think of like like a specific position like halfbacks. They're more like dominoes than merry-go-round. They're all waiting to see yep. where the first one drops, mm-hmm. which will open another one, and then, and then you'll see them all fall. It's a nice analogy, okay. yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you, thank you. Coin that here on the Esky. <laughs> on the Esky, shout <laughs> Intellectual out. property right of, the of table. Joseph McCrae. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank the you. halfback domino effect. There you go. Who knows? Who fucking knows? It changes week by week. Yeah, exactly right. New name. Uh, we get a new name popping up every week. I imagine we'll be talking so. about it next week. Yeah, exactly right. Yep. Yeah, and you know, with the player market in the NRL, it happens throughout the entire year. So, mm-hmm. yeah. anyways, let's move into the uh, preview of round fifteen. Uh, the game that we're currently watching is the Brisbane Broncos taking on South Sydney Rapidos mm-hmm. uh, up there at Suncorp Stadium. Uh, it's only eight minutes into the game, nil all. That will uh, go on in front of our eyes during this episode. Uh, the Bronx last week, they were embarrassed uh, by the Canberra Raiders yeah, down belted. here. Um, coming off that uh, shock win against the Roosters uh, a few weeks ago, since then, belted by the Storm, mm-hmm. belted by the Dragons, belted by the Raiders. They've just been sliding down uh, the ladder uh, they're actually equal with Canterbury on points and points difference. Um, the, the back-to-back spoon is becoming a real reality here for the Brisbane Broncos. I suppose the biggest talking point for them was the Kobe Hetherington send-off. Yep. Uh, you boys all saw this one, I yes. imagine. Uh, thoughts? Uh, it's a penalty. Yeah. Yeah. I pass that. Probably not. Yeah. I. I, I think we're I in a wor- weird world at the moment, though. So. Yeah, yeah, but it was 100% accidental. Like the dude gets tripped over and is falling into his shoulder essentially. Like the the bloke that's there can't really do it. Like um, Hetherington and this guy couldn't do anything, get out of the way of that. Corey Herrera Nara gets ankle tapped and essentially falls into into Kobe Hetherington's shoulder, and he gets sent off. Like it's not even a sin bin. It's it's a straight send off. Mate, it's a because it looks like I don't think it's a sin binning. Yeah, like and. I get, like, you want to look after the player, but it's completely out of Heatherton's control there. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, accidents accidents happen. they got to, I guess, yeah, take where's that the line between it being accidental and deliberate? Like, yeah, because I thought it was forceful and it's intent. Yeah. That's what you got to take into account. Anyways, the judiciary uh, uh, saw it the same way we did. Heatherton got a fine and yeah. did, like, so you get sent off, but you don't get suspended. Like, work that out. Exactly. And they got to play with. 12 men for the rest of the game. And and, and to be fair, it didn't change the outcome. No, like, they were going to get spanked. Were, but. Yeah, I think they were down 32-10 <laughs> at, at, um, at the time of the incident. There's 20 minutes left, so it doesn't actually change the outcome. But, yeah, it's a, a silly precedent. Well, it, it probably changed yeah. the outcome of all the fans there. They might be like, oh, we're going to win this. I'll, we'll get we'll get out of here and get, get on the road and get home. Early. Yeah, maybe beat the, beat the traffic, yeah. that bad camera traffic. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what's going on with Corey Oates? He's uh, well, was playing what for uh, Queensland Maroons year before last, mm-hmm. and now he can't get a game for the Brisbane Broncos. Have so you heard much on this? It's also interesting to bring up, um, as you mentioned before, they're fighting off the wooden spoon. I think Kevin Walters has put everyone on notice, so I think they're looking at possibly ten players leaving yep. Brisbane. Yeah, uh, Corey Oates, of course, is on about. 
half a mil, 500k a year yep. at the moment. He, Reasonable money for a winger. Mm-hmm, and he tore it up last week for South Logan. I think he had 200 plus run meters, two tries, I think a try assist and mm-hmm. like three or four line breaks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, couldn't get a game this week. Uh, so That's got to be, for mine, on the outside looking in, some kind of coachability, uh, you know, rubbing the wrong way kind of thing. Maybe, maybe. So the report was Oates fronted, fronted, mm. um, not shirt fronted, fronted. <laughs> Didn't Tony Abbott? <laughs> uh, Kevin Walters for, and uh, asked Kevy, there's like, you know, why not, why are you not picking me? Mm. Um, Kevin came out in the media today and said, oh, it wasn't as, you know, um, uh, what would you say, aggressive as you think it would be. It was, well, we had a conversation mm. about what I'm expecting from him and what he needs to work on to get back into the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's tearing it up for South Logan. Um, if he does it again this week, he, he, you can not, can, can't pick him, essentially. He, he's played himself into a bit of form. Mm. But having said that, Brisbane suck at the moment. So <laughs> I don't think a winger is going to help them very much. No, no. And That's fair enough. And, yeah. and Selwyn Cobbo, to uh, his credit, his replacement, has has made a good start in the mm. NRL. Uh, you wouldn't... But, ha- you know, you, you, Xavier Coates is not going to be there next year. So... Well, do you drop a origin winger? You're losing by an average over 20-plus points. I don't think it matters. Yeah, true. true. Yeah, but, but exactly. for next having year. an origin player there, someone who's, ta- you know, someone who's been around good teams, mm. like, you know, it's, it's a veteran player. Yeah. He's, you know, he's also so. he's not just a winger. He's a bloke mm. that you can play as, as an anyway. edge, edge back rower. He's got, the, he's got the body to do it. The other thing is he is signed for next season as well. So he's going to be at the club yeah. unless they boot him out. So what do, you think, do you think it's a thing of, we were talking about it the other week with the AFL, are you just like rotating players in and out so you can see what, they're capable of for next season. Oh my god, that flick That's pass! Mm. Oh my god, who so, was that? Was that Benji? No. So no, no Latrell's not playing. Latrell's just oh. busted over. Uh, was it? It might have been Gagai. Gagai. Yeah, That's a naughty little flick pass. It's one of the hardest passes of the Gagai, and he goes inside ball back to Latrell, who scores for the first points of this game. He had Johnson on his outside, pretty yeah. walking in here. Reynolds. Yeah, but the style. Oh, plays. it's Cody oh, Walker. Cody Walker's a naughty mm. little bunny. Mm. <laughs> naughty bunny. Yeah, very naughty bunny and there. I think cracking uh, some eggs there, isn't he? <laughs> uh, I think you also got to blame Carmichael Hunt on this. Welcome back to football because mm. uh, he chases Gagai too much here instead of sticking to his man. Uh, Which he comes all the way across and is not covering Latrell inside. Oh, my bad. But yeah, poor reader. I think there from Carmichael. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyways, speaking about South Sydney, 24-10 winners last week against the Newcastle Knights. Alex Johnson, hat-trick. Like water's wet, Alex yeah. Johnson scores a hat-trick. 15 on the season, he's second in the NRL behind Josh Adokar. Uh, his third try, I don't know if any of you boys caught this, was his entire body was out of the field of play mm. except for his hand and the ball. Just, just got it down. Now, look, the bloke did play outside Greg Inglis for the better part of the back end of his career. He's got 121 tries in mm. his career now. And I, just for a bit of perspective, same amount as Jared Hayne, Tamana Tahu, Nathan Blacklock. <laughs> Nathan Blacklock's not well to get in there. 
Sorry. Try scoring machine. Marks, I'm going to put you to work early. Can you get the strike rate for try scorers in the NRL? I've got a feeling he'd be very, very he, high up there. Have a look. I, I can't imagine. Tries, fifth, tries per I game. Sorry, that, that might be hard to yeah, find. I but. Can't, just look up Alex Johnston. I can't imagine he's played 140 games. He'd, he'd no. be, he'd be close to 200. It's his fifth season. He's 26. Nah. He's 26. He probably started as an 18 year old. Um, he might be in his eighth season. Eight, off, off the top uh, of eight, the day. 25s or 200. He'd be very close to 200. Monks will bring it up, I'm sure. I don't think he's that. But bad. again, that, like, that's what I mean. I think his well, strike just, rate would be very, very he still high. Is. Well, I'm just saying, if he doesn't get hurt, we might be watching the most prolific try scorer in NRL history. He's the, yeah, he's the only origin, bloke. Not an origin player. Not an origin player. Right? player. Well, look at Hazamel Masri. You know, he was a lean point scorer forever and never. Cor- a correct. And, and different body, bit yeah, different body yeah. types, yeah, yeah, yeah. smaller, quick kind of guy. Well, pick, pick the same team. Nathan, um, Nathan Merritt was probably the, the guy that had the similar sort of strike rate to Alex Johnson. Well, and I'll tell you. One origin. I think, I think Nathan, Nathan Merritt uh, scored 150 tries. Like he's going to overtake Merritt next season the way he's going. Nathan Merritt. So yes, little little tidbit there. No, that's little, good. Yeah. Yeah. He just always seems to score a try. Like yeah, well, any time try score for those gambles out there. Yeah. Well, I think the point is he's the only current player that I think could um uh it was in within shooting distance of Irvine's record. Yeah. Well the way he's going. Yeah. yeah. There's no there's no one else that could um if he sustains this sustains this pace, uh, he, he's the only one currently playing that will even get close. He's 26 years old. He's played 157 games, 121 tries. Nathan Merritt has 154. So he's 35 tries away from becoming South Sydney's all-time tr- yeah. uh, leading try scorer. So this is seventh year? Uh, 2014. Or eighth. No, maybe we're Eighth, I think. Yeah, inclusive. Anyways, uh, tips, please, in this game. I think we're all gone south. Yeah. I was south by 20. That was mine. South Sydney, margin. South Sydney. I said Sydney. 22, so yeah. South South yeah. glory, glory. I kept doing the scroll down. I was like, mm, no, it's going to be more than that. These ones where you just go like that and flick just, and where yeah. it lands, you're like, yeah, yeah 32, right. sure. Why not? Yeah. yeah. All right, moving yeah. in tomorrow night, uh, North Queensland Cowboys take on the Cronulla Sharks, 6 p.m., Queensland Country Bank Stadium. Cowboys, they started off okay last week against Manly. They scored the first two tries. Final scoreline, not so much, 50 to 18. Mm-hmm. Tom Dearden had his debut for the Cows. Be quiet. Quite yeah. awesome. <laughs> Seven tries, six <laughs> yes. tries. So. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you who wasn't quiet. Scott Drinkwater, three try assists. He, mm-hmm. he looks like he'll be really challenging uh, up there Ooh, when, when Chad uh, Townsend comes up to try and retain a oh. halves position. Uh, the Sharks handed the Panthers their second loss. Uh, second consecutive loss, I should say. That wobbly Sean Johnson field goal. We were watching it. We thought, oh, geez, that, that didn't go over. And then, Just and then their boys were up and about. Uh, Sean Johnson was not bad, especially in that first half. Uh, they got out mm-hmm. to an 18-0 lead. Uh, one Again, another sad story. Wade Graham copped a head knock. He's going to probably miss a month, they reckon. I think that's his third this season. Uh, wishing him all the best with yeah, his I think recovery. He's, I think he – there was a – Bit of noise about his injuring his knee as well because he got up and hyperextended his knee mm. um, with a bit of loose legs, but uh, he seemed to be a. I think the knee too, came back okay. Knee came back okay. Yeah, yeah. it didn't look great. The head knocks are a bit of a worry because yep. yeah, like you said, I think it's either three or four already this year, yep. and that's yep. not real great. 
And uh, similar to Boyd as well, a bloke that just throws his body around with no regard mm. for it. And mm. Well, we just saw it before. Sometimes you can be too tough for your own good kind of thing. Mm. Well, we just saw in the Souths game, um, Adam Reynolds and um, one of the other forwards for South both went low, went right around head knock. Uh, one got cut open and they've left Adam Reynolds out there, but we didn't. he came away a bit dusty from that one. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, what are we thinking here, lads? Up there in North Queensland, the Sharks have kind of turned their season around the last few weeks. I've gone the Cowboys, but I'm not confident one bit, and I shan't be punting on the winner of this. No, I've gone the opposite. I've gone the Sharkies because I think Sean Johnson back, he's playing for contracts essentially. Yep. So, you know, losing Wade Graham's huge for them, mm-hmm. but they've got some players that we put on notice there for next year that are going to need to earn their coin. And I think they may be able to – they've got a good squad. Like I think they should be able to put it over the Cowboys. Cowboys got a young halves and are kind of still trying to find their way at this point. Mm-hmm. I've gone um, – I'm with Sean. I'm with the Sharkies. Sharkies, um, yep. Yeah, I think we talked about them against Penrith. You thought, yeah, maybe they could cover, maybe they'll be able to cover, and they ended up beating them. So, um, I don't know, ride the hot hand, I think. You Although it is up there, it is up there in North Queensland. So. You know what fucked up our tips last week? They named all, 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 all the Origin dudes except Cleary were named, and then as like closer and closer to game time, they're like, oh, Yoink. yeah, by the way, Toto's not playing, uh, by the way... Uh, Luai's not playing. Oh, by the way, uh, Yo's not playing. Liam okay. Martin. Liam, no, Martin ended Liam up Martin, who's the only one. He Kate, came off the bench. Kate yeah. Weldon play as well. Yep. Um, as Adam Reynolds goes off for his HI as expected. Marks, who did you pick? Mind, yeah, your tip and the odds, please. Yep. Uh, I have backed the Cowboys as well. Ooh, Desmond. An early one. Starting strong this week. Um, they are favourites, $1.71. Mm-hmm. Sharks are out at $2.15. Hmm. Close um, line, six points. Closer than that, two and a half. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, just one last point. Uh, I've I've spoken about it before on the Esky. The people from the Shire are not crossing the bridge over into uh, the St George region to go watch their team play <laughs> at at their temporary ha- home, Netstrata Jubilee Stadium. Dismal crowd, five thousand two hundred. Mm-hmm. Let's call it last week. To watch them take on and beat the the uh, NRL leading Penrith Panthers, geez, hopefully when the when Shark Parks had its uh, lipstick uh, manicure uh, job done next year, they get a um, a few fans down there because fuck me, they, they, they are not showing up at all, and it is not far. Yeah. It is not far to go across that bridge. It's just ScoMo and no one else in the crowd at the moment. Yeah, it's going, mate. Big, big week. Up, up at the G7 <laughs> Summit this week. I don't think he was there. Yeah, fly back just to see the Sharkies get mm, fly, game. Flew back to catch the latest episode of On the Esky. Uh, shout out to you, Scott, if you're listening. You can uh, listen to that worldwide, though. Yeah, true. true. <laughs> yeah, there is something, something uh, called the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's, uh, that's not shout good. Shout out to all our international listeners. <laughs> yeah, not good gear there regarding Scott Morrison. Let's go into tomorrow's Black Blockbuster game, if you wouldn't mind. The Penrith Panthers uh, suffered two consecutive defeats on the trot. They take on the Sydney Roosters. The baby Panthers, let's call them what they are. Baby Panthers did. They shall be a full-strength Panthers Mm -hmm. uh, this Mm -hmm. week. Uh, They they nearly come back from that 18-0 deficit against the Sharks. Um, Tell you who was good, Matt Burton. Two tries, try assists. 470 kick metres, something that obviously when Luai and Cleary are there, he has got nothing to do with. Mm-hmm. The Doggies fans will be very happy about him going uh, over to Bankstown next year. Uh, Viliama Kikau out this week with a hammy. 
The yeah. Roosters, 35-34 winners over the Gold Coast Titans. They're up 30-10, to 10, and then Ben Marshke got binned. I think this was actually a fair binning. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially left his feet, turned his body, and copped uh, Jamal Fogarty uh, with the end of his elbow there. Yeah. He'll miss two weeks Elbow's because of bad. that. And because of that, the Titans came back big time. They actually got a lead in this. Uh, Matt Ikevalu with a late try and then followed by Sammy Walker, field goal to win. Big stuff from the 18-year-old. Mm. Talk about strike rates, but Ikevalu should be up there as well. Actually. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He, yes. When he, when he plays, any time yeah. try scorer. Jesus. He's not bad at all. Well, I think that's Walker's second field goal for a winner. I think so, yeah. Well. Yeah, for an 18-year-old. Mm-hmm. Not bad at all. Uh, here's one for you. So we spoke about Boyd Corner at length before. Nathan Friend yep. a couple of weeks before, uh, well, say a month ago, and Brett Morris last week. Mm-hmm. So that's three legends re- retiring. Two ACLs this year: Luke Keary and Lindsay Collins. If they if they make a prelim final, that's that's a huge achievement. I'm not talking about winning the comp. If if they even just go deep mm. in September, th- they've done a massive massive job. And look, as a Dragons fan, you know, we've got the Anzac Day clash. There's a bit of history, 2010 grand final. People should look that up. Um, you know, normally I'd say a, a wounded chooker, you know, I lo- love to see it. Good, love to yeah, see it's it. good for the comp. The, yeah, the, the, but, the, the yeah. bachelor's handbag, learn that one. That's a, <laughs> that's a roast chook from uh, from Woolies, the ba- bachelor's handbag. Love to see it normally, but she's... I actually feel sorry for him this year. I, yeah. I never thought I'd, I'd catch myself saying that, well, but they have been decimated. He, he, here's a thought for you to think about. They've got Sam Walker and Suwali there who are 18 and 17. They've just lost um, Cordner who was on 800K a year. Cap friend, space, cap space. Friend, friend was on big money. Yep. Uh, so they've got plenty of cap space. They've got all the young young boys going through. They've got cat space. Uh, so <laughs> I wouldn't be... Um, well, yeah, we'll check back in this time next year. We'll <laughs> yeah. see if you still yeah, feel sorry. When they're undefeated. Them, yeah. And, and they, like, they beat the Dragons 50 to zip on yeah. Anzac Day. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I'm with you. But but right now, right now, I empathise. <laughs> yeah. Give it to the young boys for playing oh, out of their skin the at the moment. Oh, that's a botch. I think he sucker knocks that on. But yeah, they've botched that. They've that's not a sucker. You're not a Broncos fan anymore. Oh, no. He, he, he got dropped. He did, he did, he did get dropped. Mm. Yeah, Latrell's butchered that, and they've kind of lost their way since Adam Reynolds uh, has t- gone off. Tessie Nui. Tessie Nui. I think he was playing um, center for them at the start of the year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Sarko. Could, could be gone. Tigers, Victor, maybe. Victor Radley, what do we make of this? Kicked off a flight, a little bit intoxicated. Um, oh. Perhaps have you ever been kicked off a flight? Never. <laughs> no. Have I been a little bit intoxicated on a flight? I would hope so. Yes. <laughs> Full disclosure. A couple times. <laughs> uh, never never been removed from one. you got to be pretty pissed to get kicked off a Well, he wasn't, he like wasn't the only one. So it was him and a, obviously the group he'd gone up to um, watch the game of footy, I think it was on the Gold Coast, from memory. Um, so they all got kicked oh, off. So he was not a long flight. That's not a long flight. No. You've got to be pretty pissed. I think uh, the pre-game. <laughs> well, the, the airport beer is one of the better beers there are. But. I can tell you from personal experience flying to Adelaide on the weekend, very difficult to order one beer. So, so <laughs> yeah. if you do, oh, big time. If the if the damage was done on the flight, well done, boys. Uh, you, you've got the you've got the attention of the of the flight attendants. No, I, th- I think they were boarding and were probably overly yeah. rowdy and yeah, heavily had, intoxicated. Had a gutful before, yeah, and then you know we booted off. Um, so Robbo, uh, the Roosters' ca- um, 
head coach, sorry, came out during the week and he was like, um, he's a good man with good principles. He wants to be a lad sometimes and that's not what we need from him. So He also said, act like a man in public. He, yes. And I think from, from Robbo, that will resonate with Victor. Uh, obviously, everyone loves the way he goes about playing the game. Mm. With the rule changes, one might argue, possibly a little bit hard done by with this lengthy suspension. Yeah, well, the suspension and uh, maybe the Roosters do something as well to discipline him too. Yeah, so, I think, But I think he's not helping his origin chances for when he comes back. I don't think he plays origin this year, mm. um, for one. Um, for two, I think the big thing for the Chooks is, is what is the example that this sets to the to the young kids coming through. Victor is, mind you, only twenty three. Yes. Sometimes you might mm. think that he's a little bit older. The way nice. he goes about the game, um, I, I for what yeah, this is you know we, I spoke about Gus Gould last week. I really uh, agree with what he's got to say. Let's put uh, James Hooper in the same category as him. Mm-hmm. He uh, he said on three sixty. <laughs> I'm not using that language, but I'm close. But on this particular point, he said, on the scale of one to ten of atrocities, this is a one. Yeah. That the bloke was pissed and he got... He's been rowdy. Like, there was nothing... Like, in all all of the dramas and the... Yeah, he didn't grope a flight attendant. He didn't assault anyone. So, it's not like... Exactly right. (laughs) Yeah, this is pretty low... low Rugby league... Bar is very, very low. If that's the one out of ten, you have to be pretty pissed. He would have had to have done some yeah. real stupid thing. And yeah, it's, I but it's, so. uh, and it's the whole thing. Like you know, he'll cut, he'll be on a footy show in fifteen years' time. He'll be a Fletch and Hindy. Like he's got that mold, and he'll Larry tell the story about yeah. when he got kicked off the flight. And we'll yeah. laugh and think, oh, that's great chat. <laughs> yeah, so. and, and that's a, a lot of that was coming out in the media this week as well. Like this was kind of celebrated back in the day, like being a larrikin. Oh yeah, he got kicked off a flight, but, but now in the day of, you know. 24-hour news. Uh, yeah, well, we don't we don't know as well. They haven't come out and said um, they were, like, abusing the staff or they're like, hey, we're, you know, I'm Victor Radley, I should be in business class. They could have just been like, oh, you guys are heavily intoxicated. No, we don't want you on this flight and just turned them away. And the boys have gone, oh, okay. That's probably all that was in it. In, in, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll back him in here. Um, hopefully comes back to that scintillating form that we had seen before this incident. Anyways... <laughs> There is a fucking game of rugby league <laughs> yes, tomorrow. Yes. I don't even talk about one case of COVID in, in Bondi. I have like three now. It's up to three. Oh, <laughs> shut down the country. Shut yeah. down the country. Well, they're, they're worried because um, it's in Bondi and I'm assuming the, the jokes have been good, but they do like to go down and frequent the, the beach down there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they haven't imposed any restrictions on, you know, like where they can go um, at this point. So I think they've said it's highly recommended don't go to cafes, don't take public transport and the like. Uh, but, yeah, just something to watch and monitor. No issues of yet for the players. Anyway, fuck over. Yeah, you're putting me to sleep already, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tomorrow, do the do the Panthers lose three in a row or with their origin stars back, they handle the decimated chooks? I reckon uh, they put 30 on the chooks. Yeah, I, I think they... they well, I won't go that far, but I think they win this quite comfortably. Joey, thoughts? No, I, I'm a bit with Sean with this one. I think this is a Panthers flex their muscle. It's, uh-huh. it's two losses. It's the it's the Origin boys come back. Then they won't play the following week. Is that right? Yeah, so yes. it's a Sunday game. So they get one game together. They want to get one, back with yep. the boy. I reckon this, yep. this, is, this is a boat race, this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think when the Storm and, and the Panthers want to flex their muscles, they do, and they've shown that they've pumped every other team and yep. they're happy to put 50 points on someone. So This is close yeah. to a big bet. This is close to it. This is a 13 plus. This is a, this yeah. is stomping, I reckon. 
and against you know a top four team, they'll they'll want to. Yeah, I reckon Panthers. Twenty five plus. Monks, could we get your plus. tip? I said thirty. Mm. So who <laughs> your tip, the odds, and the thirteen plus uh, market, please. Yep. Uh, so my tip is the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Odds are they are favourites at a dollar twenty. Roosters are out at four dollars fifty. The thirteen plus is currently at a dollar seventy two. <laughs> See, short. Very short. Very, sh- very short. And the line 14, huh? is 14 and a half. Oh, geez. So you'd take that if you're going to do 13 plus. Yeah. yeah. Extra 20 cents for two points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quick math. Free money. <laughs> is that the on, on the Esky better? And the, the Roosters will win that by nine points. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. Who, are you, who did you tip? Penrith. Yeah, all right. We did Penrith. Right, Newcastle. <laughs> just briefly, I yeah, saw okay. I saw this week. Uh, someone's printed that on a T-shirt. It's uh, the Froggit guy, and he's saying the Froggit is cursed, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I've put it in, like I said, sir. Yes, is cursed. Yeah, but if you need Christmas. any Christmas present ideas, <laughs> what's the chat? The Esky is cursed. No, not the, no, no, no. The Froggit is cursed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, whole, the, 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 the idea oh, of the curse. Oh, just the Froggit is. I thought it was a, an extra a meme on meme. Memeception, if you will. Memeception, I like that. <laughs> we like you. We know you like memes, so we gave you a meme with a meme. <laughs> Joseph Gordon, uh, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Newcastle versus Warriors. Uh, <laughs> McDonald Jones Stadium up in Newcastle, I think, for this for this one. Uh, the Knights, of course, went down to Souths last week, 24-10. The Warriors, on the other hand, got belted by the storm, so both teams coming off uh, decent losses. But for the Knights, uh, they were hopeful. They were going to get most of their troops back, um, Pierce Ponga and Clemmer. Uh, but unfortunately, late breaking news, Ponga is out. What uh, is what is going on with him? Groined. So he's got but this has been like, oh, it's one week and then it's been for like six weeks. Well, I think what they've been doing is trying to get him back ready. So they've been increasing his load. So as they increase his training load and he's essentially he's running – um, capability. Mm. It of course, you know, either starts twinging and tightens up, and they're like, "Okay, we need to step him back a bit." Mm. So as they load up, get his load going throughout the week to get him ready for the game, um, which uh, what's this one? It's a Saturday night. Saturday, so, yeah. So, Saturday other, yeah. so probably the captains run today. They would have tried to give him a full load, and they're gone. It's tight. It's sore, mm. and they're like, "Well, fuck, we need to shut you down again." And then we retry this. He's just part of that rehab and yeah. that him. The one I can think of. Um, Harry Kuehl had this had the groin injury for a very very long time. Same sort of thing. Jared Berry. Yeah. Well, same thing. Hopefully he's back this week. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, you know, groin's one of those. It's OP. Yeah. It's, it's one of those ones you either play hurt or you yeah. let it rest. You can't. You know. Yeah. And for a bloke that his game is finesse and speed and uh, agility. Yeah. Agility. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not <coughs> it's not what you want. Uh, it's, Furthermore, he's also been ruled out of uh, Origin 2, so they're not even mm-hmm. going to try to... Yep. Yep. Uh, why, I think they wanted to get a game under his belt before they even thought about that, yep. considering how it went last week. Um, Gago goes in for the Souths. Mm-hmm. Um, but that probably opens the window to three other blokes to possibly play fullback for uh, Queensland. Mm-hmm. We'll, of course, preview the teams next week. But uh, the guys to watch would be AJ Brimson, um, uh, Valentina Holmes and of course Reese Walsh as the see how they do this week and they might find themselves in the fullback jersey for um, Queensland. Do you think Sunday. Holmes played that poorly that he's in danger of losing his position? Yes. Yeah. 
He did. Like, you're, you're a Queensland fan. Yeah, I, game one last year was the exact same thing. Okay, and he did end up losing that to AJ. So I think he's better in Origin as a winger. Mm-hmm. Um, I just maybe that just matches a bit better against uh, Toto or Adokar, depending on what side he plays on. Yep, yep, and. You know, I th- I think the the tantalising Reese Walsh um, attacking power is what they may want to to put out there, mm. but he's played six games would be by the time that rolls around because yeah. this is this would be his sixth game. Yep, uh, it's very early. Eighteen, too little. Yeah, too little. Ha- Sam Walker argument comes in as well. How many mm-hmm. games did Harry Grant play last year before he played, played Origin? Nine, but it? different role. What did he do? Come as impact off the yeah. bench compared to the starting full starting fullback. Well. Yeah, so. I think Ben Iken as well. Shout out uh, to the host of NRL three sixty. I think very young as a as a Maroon debutant. Yeah. Anyways, we'll, we'll cross that bridge. We'll when, talk, I think we'll talk comes. more about that um, uh, next week. So Pierce yeah. and Clemmer look set to return. A big big out, gets for them. Big out for Newcastle. He's Bradman best. He got cop the dreaded syndesmosis. Under the knife this week, six to eight weeks. Uh, the Warriors, geez, they were ordinary last week against the Storm. What's our thoughts here, boys? Two teams that are desperate for a win. I'm up there in Newcastle, if Pierce and Clemmer come back, I think they win this. I've gone the Knights. Yeah, I'd pick the Knights on the back of the same thing, all three of those blokes being in. With Ponger out, I'm just like, oh. This is like, does, does that, does that bring it back? The arena got it? Yeah, well, it was going to be a close match. And then you lose Ponga and you're just like, oh. Mm. No, Clemmer helps them get a platform, him and Safidi. Pierce can play off that. It's just like, where are they going to find points in that back line is what concerns me. Okay. Um, and these teams are both almost identical where they're at at the, at the moment in the yeah. stage of the season. Let's just say it's at home. I'll, I'll stay firm. I'll stay with Newcastle. It's like kind of like a secondary home for Warriors, but on the central coast. For yeah, so it's not long. far, so not far to travel. There is that t- um, short bus ride. Warriors are five and eight. How the hell have they won five games? They've almost checked of lots. I don't understand <laughs> who they've beaten to get five games. I thought they would have been Brisbane, two quick Brisbane and quick and, and the Bulldogs. <laughs> yeah, they played them just every other week. <laughs> uh, I've got the Knights here um, and, and something similar to the, to the earlier game. I reckon this is 20 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Jimmy? Yep, so I've gone Knights as well. Um, this is a dead heat at the moment. They're both a dollar ninety. Ooh. Um, the lot, yeah. The lines where the market out. So Newcastle is two dollars for minus one and a half, and Warriors are a dollar eighty one. Warriors, Warriors slightly ahead. So yeah, flip of a coin. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be picking it. I wouldn't. No. <laughs> probably, I'd stay away from this game. As much yeah, as probably not a game that it's going <laughs> to scintillate me on a Saturday afternoon. Speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go for it. The St. George Illawarra Dragons uh, take on the Canberra Raiders at Wynn Stadium, 5.30 Saturday night. The Dragons, they gave the Canterbury Bulldogs their second win of the year. The right. Dogs uh, have had a bit of the wood. Do you want to talk about that game for a while? Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> in under 30 words or less. Um, so I was watching this waiting to board a plane slash on the plane. Uh, coming back to the nation's <laughs> capital on Monday, eight six halftime. I thought, okay, look, eight six to Canterbury. Thought we hadn't played the best half. Uh, you know, should take care yep. of business. Land in uh in the nation's cold capital and check my phone and I go, what the actual fuck? Twenty eight six. We go down to the dogs. 
been a bit of a bogey team uh, for for the Dragons of late. Mm. Yeah. Um, we're talking about a team that put 50 on Brisbane last week. It happened live in front of our eyes this time, last uh, well, Thursday before last. And then they go out and they can only score a try against the Dogs. Mm. Like, I don't know. It's very frustrating. It's it's very frustrating. Yeah, as a fan. I, I'd wondered if maybe they're a bit flat with, you know, Corey Norman got the news during the week he's not going to be there. But he was but, one of their best. Um, and Dufty got that news a few weeks ago and played the best game of his life against so, the Broncos. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not sure what's, what's it doing, why they were so... It's something about the Dogs and... Maybe they just turned off like, oh, we'll, we'll get these guys easier than the dogs. I don't know. It's and the dogs just wanted it more. They they got they got a sniff. Eight six. They're like, hey, we can win this. And there you go. I'd, I'd honestly, and I think we we're saying it on the podcast last week. We all tipped the dragons. We all thought this is the a curse. game they should win, <laughs> and it's a classic curse. You, you can't trust the dragons at a dollar twenty ever. And uh, yeah, look, they come into this game uh, as as probably. Uh, the underdogs against the Raiders who have been pretty hapless themselves. Mind you, much like the Dragons, spanked Brisbane last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, something I wanted to point out. Yeah. The Raiders, mate, there was 20,000 at games a few years ago when they were pushing when they were pushing for, <laughs> yeah. for a grand final. When, you win, when you're winning, it's not cold. So that's the thing. <laughs> so you're proving my point is that the, the guys that get around this flag right here in this, in this city that we all love – they're fair weather, aren't they? They're, they're used to the winter. They just don't want to go out and watch watch the Raiders when they're not playing that good, do they? Well, they're also playing the second worst team in the comp as well. So it's not like... So it's more likely they should win. They'd win and they'll yeah. win big. But it's just like, oh, well, you know, it's a Thursday night. So it's... No, I thought, I thought close to 10. Night. I thought oh, close to 10 was, was actually... Night when they played. Last weekend? Saturday. Oh, it was? Okay. Yeah, it was Saturday. Saturday. Saturday night. <laughs> Fucking two, oh, no, two degrees out yeah, of Bruce yeah, Stadium. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Singlet weather. Um, I reckon that's a good crowd. Middle of winter in Canberra for a rugby league game. Mate, if you have a look at the last few years, when, like in, in 18, 19, when they yeah. were really making that run, that average was like 17, 18. Yeah. Look at the decade before yeah, that, though. Cool. That's still a pretty good number, I'd say. So I think any rugby league when they crowd would really be happy with 9,000. Yeah, well, they, they were average for a, for a very long time, and they're average this year. So, it, Man, uh, all I'm saying is that that Viking <laughs> clap must be. That we still got tickets left. Like that's it's going out to Aranda. Shout out to Aranda. Yeah, you can still come down and watch the game. So, were there Global more? Crowd. Was there more fans at this Rays game than there was at that Dragons game? No, uh, I think there was more at the Dragons. Uh, I'll I'll pull that up if you want to talk about the Raiders and where their season is headed. I'd uh, lo- I, I'm. Confident that there was that, that more at Stadium Australia on a public holiday. Go for it. Um, the so the Canberra News uh, they do love playing the Dragons. The Dragons for a very long time didn't win in uh, Canberra because they they hate the cold. Mm. <laughs> uh, famously went there on a no, it wasn't my. I think it was might have been the year before sitting in front of Terry Campisi. I was up and about. The yep. Dragons were up early and fuck. I was letting them everyone know. And uh, they lost. <laughs> Terry Campisi's <laughs> in behind us. Yeah, gave me a good little head rub and uh, had not even. He took it pretty well. Yep. but uh, just uh, a few choice words for for me. I <laughs> <laughs> went home with me tail between my legs. Yes. Uh, some good news for the Raiders as well. I think uh, Papa Lily is back this week mm-hmm. um, uh, from his suspension. Um, I don't think they're missing very much. They Bailey Simons, Simonson. 
Uh, played fullback, I think, for them last week mm-hmm. as well and looked all right. Um, I just, at this point, I'm going to say Raiders slightly ahead based on team talent. Dragons for mine. Better team. Really? Playing better, yep. Mm. Little wake-up call last week. Yeah, I've, I've tipped yeah, them. I so. I, I'm not confident whatsoever. I think the Raiders have kind of turn their season around a touch. Uh, just, yeah, I'm not saying it from the boys, but... Uh, did, did I... Yeah, I, I picked the milk for this one. Yeah. I reckon, I've, yeah, I've been hard dragons. on the boys. I've gone dragons. Dragons up there. Wollongong. Yeah. Reasonable record up there. Thanks. Yep. Uh, this might get you the difference, Sean. I've gone dragons as well. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, so Raiders are favourites at $1.71. Uh, dragons are out at $2.15 at the moment. Uh, the line is so it's going to be a pretty close game. Uh, two and a half. Mm. Yeah, I would say so. These two two teams usually play um, pretty competitively mm. against each other. Uh, for your information, Sean, the crowd at the Bulldogs Dragons game on public holiday Monday seventeen thousand three hundred. So that's very good for a run. Yeah. Well, it's it's a good comparison because um, look, uh, my math is one is in Sydney, but the the dogs um, being the team in last. Mm-hmm. Playing the Dragons mid- middle tier and then the Raiders playing middle tier and then playing the second last team. Yeah, it's a good comparison. Uh, good. Just remind me, if 17 more than nine? Yes. <laughs> I'm just asking. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's move into the Saturday evening game. Melbourne Storm uh, take on the West Tigers up at Sunshine Coast exactly. Stadium. The uh, the Storm belted the Warriors last week. Uh, Dale Finucan with... Spoken about him the last few weeks on the Esky. A lot of uh, chat that he might be leaving Melbourne at mm. the end of the year. I think Nico Hines signing elsewhere freed them up a little bit in the cap, so they might be able to squeeze him under. This is nothing official, though. Nothing official. It? But it's looking likely that he will sign a deal um, of less money because mm-hmm. uh, I think he'll play in his seventh grand final this if they make it this year. If. 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 if, if, if. You've already put it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's oh, probably a win. Oh, no. It, sorry, sorry, Sean. Just Interception at the just 20. We'll see Watching Cody Walker. Coates is quick enough. Dan Gagai. Dan Gagai, excuse Coates me. Run him down. Oh, 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 what a tackle. Oh, what a tackle. He didn't get it down, dude. Oh, Xavier Coates. And stood over him. Got him early. There you go. Xavier Coates. You are going well. to look good mm. in purple. Gagai's not confident. <laughs> he got him. Why didn't he give it to Alex Johnson? Yeah, he had that pass on the inside. Yeah. He had plenty of room. He takes, a, so he takes an oh, intercept here. The fans through. are at home. Alex Jay Johnson's has run like, 85 metres. Mm-hmm. Great chase from Coates. He's he's oh. caught up to him at about the 10. Close. Grabbed um, him high. That is an unbelievable chase there. At the Xavier corner Coates. post. Just rolls yeah. him over the touchline and there's no debate. That's, that's yeah. Scott Sattler-esque. Yeah. Or Todd Byrne. Todd Byrne. <laughs> oh, Three grand final? Uh, Boxy in the comments, you'll let us know. Boxy's a big uh, big chooks man. Mm. I'd say so, yes. From memory, it was 03. 03 and West Tigers were, were 05, around there as well. 05, 05 was 05, West yeah. Tigers. 04, Canterbury won it. Mm-hmm. Um, against the Roosters. 03. I'm going to tip the storm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so back, so back to this. Uh, got, West's got belted by Para. Um, Ken Malalo, hat-trick on debut there for um, the West Tigers. Uh, so he'd have the best strike rate. In the last week, yeah. Well, overall, he's scoring three tries a game. 
Oh, so at, his one strike club, rate. at one club. Well, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Well, well let's just say uh, 100 games minimum on that stat before we start okay. talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yes, I think we're all going Storm. Storm, I think I've got all their guys back as well. Yep. Yeah. They're almost mm-hmm. full strength. This so. uh, has the makings of a bloodbath. I'd yeah. love to Another know 50 plus on this one. Well, dollar fifty for 13 plus, I'd, I'd take that. Mm-hmm. Is that what the odds are? No, nah, Monks will give it to us, I'm sure. Go, Monks. Give us some odds on your tip. Uh, what's happened with Pappenhausen? Well, I bring the odds up. He's been training. I haven't heard any more whether he's in, he's in the named. squad, yeah. but he's been back at training. So, which is good after his um, really bad head knock. Yeah, but that, that's getting on, you know, over a month now. Yeah, and yeah. it's probably not helping uh, Mac as Dally M uh, bet on. The no, I think no. that like that's an ultimate curse. Hey, as soon as I announce that, <laughs> yeah. like you got injured, yeah, it's it's a stop thing. It's a, we it should is. stop praising. We people. actually need to just start. Yeah, yeah again, mm. I'm gonna hit yeah, that shit round of golf on. Saturday. <laughs> there we go. We got over one, right? Yeah, there you go. Like you, you can actually book that in. It's going to be a long day for me. I can already tell. Yeah, the market on that's a dollar a one. That's it. We're talking about short odds. So Storm are dollar seven at the moment. Tigers are out at nine dollars. Line. Anyone want to guess? Seventeen and a half. No, twenty-eight and a half. I was going to say six or four. Twenty-four and a half. Close. Uh, what was the thirteen plus? Thirteen plus. Uh, short. Seventy five. Dollar twenty eight. What? So they are dollar <laughs> twenty eight for thirty. Twenty eight head sorry. I was yeah. I was busy looking up the best strike rates because monks took too long. Oh, did you get it? Brett yeah. Stewart yeah. for sort of modern day play there's some old you know, there's some old blokes that average mm. more than a try a game. But for modern day players that we would know, Brett Stewart scored hundred and fifteen tries in hundred and forty three games. So point really? eight tries point a eight. game. Um, Akila Uate was second, yeah, yeah. fifty-four from seventy-two. I thought he played a bit. Did more he only play seventy-two first grade games? Yeah, mm-hmm. Ben Barber, is that one club. Ben, best yeah, strike rate current players. Hang on, how old is this article? Well, I got one from two thousand and twelve, so not as no. This is recent, like recent as yours. Yeah. This looks fairly recent, but it says Ben Barber forty-three from fifty-eight. Well, it's got Brett, it's got Brett Morris there. Two thousand twelve. We're looking at the same games. That was, this is nine years ago. This, yeah, this is, is nine one. years ago. Alex but, uh, Johnson wasn't born yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say one hundred and forty games for Brett Stewart. I was like, I think Ooh, he's I played more that, games. Yeah, you had me. You are. You are. Ben Barber's fifty-eight games. Twelve games. Brett Morris. We've just been talking about Brett Morris. Nice stop for the last two weeks. What did he have? Sixty. 112 <laughs> games. He's played <laughs> <laughs> 150 <laughs> games since his article. Hey, look, you know what that is? It's a lesson in. We are very authentic here on the ESCI. <laughs> I just panicked. I went quick. I didn't no, want, you right. know. That's why my, I'll, I'm going to leave the stats to Monks. I'm going to talk <laughs> shit. My, Matt Monks is going to do the stats. That's why I hadn't said anything because I still can't find it. <laughs> uh, best strike rate ever. I got Les Brennan. Les uh, Brennan, who's <laughs> I've He's like one and a half a game. 32 from 24 games. It's not bad. I'd say 100, it's got to be minimal games. Well, that's that's number two on that list. Harold Horder, if you don't mind, 152 tries well. from 136 games. It's not bad. Mrs. Tatum, hoarding all the fucking um, all his old memorabilia. Anyways, uh, moving into <laughs> the first Sunday game, Parramatta take on Canterbury out there at Bank West Stadium. Uh, the Eels uh, smashed the Tigers 40-12, as aforementioned. Uh, the Dogs, geez, they got a good win against the Dragons. Uh, did you guys catch the Josh Jackson sim bidding? It was uh, inside the 10 one, uh, apparently one of those ones where you'd been warned. Anyways, I, I, I don't, I didn't see that. I saw the the one where the Bulldogs uh, front rower, I've forgotten his name, stayed down from the Dragons, like uh, give him a little tap on the, the face and he stayed down and the Dragons boys were getting stuck in Mil- there. Milking. 
Yes, for the milking. Don't need, I'll tell you what, we don't need any more of that in uh, this game. Uh, so, anyways, the dogs go and man down, and they score. And they really set the tone of the day. Tell you what, Jake Avarillo, he had an absolute career day. Two tries, two line breaks, six goals, four tackle busts, 122 metres gained. Uh, and... Dallin Watin Zelezniak, he's announced that he'll be leaving the club uh, end end of the year, I'd yep. imagine. Uh, surely this is for Parramatta tips here. Yeah, I've Parramatta by a lot, big time. It's another game that could get out of hand very quickly. Para and odds and tip and what's thirteen plus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I've gone Para as well. Obviously, uh, they are heavy favourites at a dollar eight at the moment. Canterbury are out at eight dollars. Line is 20 and a half. Eels 13 plus is a dollar 40. I think that's oh, look, it should be a safe dollar 40, but fucking who knows? Mm. I think they'll get that easy. Finish, finishes off with a yeah, Sunday afternoon. Gold Coast Manly, uh, up there at Seabus Super Stadium. Daily Cherry Evans 250th game. Uh, Kevin Proctor will be out for the Titans. He got suspended for his high shot. DCE yeah. coming off an absolute blinder last week mm. against the Cowboys. Are, are Manly going to be twin turboed for this? Yeah, they should be. Yep, they, the twin turbos should be there. Might even be triple if like the young. Yeah, it could be. Back. Yeah, it could be. Uh, is is uh, is Ben named there? He is fifteen. He is. Yeah, change. Yeah. Yeah. Tri- triple turbo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> us, us, us. <laughs> Fucking triple us. Uh yeah, mainly win this, I think, pretty comfortably. Yeah. Thoughts? Well, you cover – I interrupted you on DCE. He had a blinder last game, three tries, 13 tackle busts, 145 run metres. Mm-hmm. Plays his 250th for this one, so mm-hmm. a big number for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I agree with you, mainly by a lot. He's a hardly he's a hard done by player, Daly Jerry Evans. I think mm. you either love him or you hate him. I, I think he got a really, really bad rap after turning his back on the Gold Coast, signing that massive deal mm. to go up there to essentially be their halfback of the future and then said, Yeah, no, nah, I'm staying at Manly. Yeah. I think it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. But it was it was essentially the first of the con, big contract renegs. He's kind of the yeah, one that led the way. done it since. Because, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kind of ran through the wall for him. Shout out MXC for those fans that running where they had to run through the door. And MXC. Yeah. Wow. I don't know why that popped <laughs> in my head. Debut on the Esky. <laughs> um, oh, so I reckon he's just criminally underrated. He just plays well. And again, he yeah. he's the highest player, paid player in the NRL. When mm-hmm. you like, like if you have a bad origin game, obviously it's highlighted. Mm. So then, you know, you're dubbed a shit player if you play bad in origin. So, you know, you're almost penalised for playing more games in the spotlight yeah like yeah. he like overall he's been yeah well when great the, for origin he's, yeah. he won a clive churchill like mm. he's he's uh, been the yeah he's been the best halfback over the last 10 years and i i say that because thurston and cronk have retired in that time and they don't have you know the yeah the, there's the, definitely the, a gap there the back end maybe a year or two if he plays another five years then i think he's you're probably They've, they've only... Cronk's been out two and Thurston's been out three, three years. Yeah. So in the I last decade, yeah, I'd, I'd still absolutely. say I'd still pick one of those two. <laughs> no, Cooper playing 70% of that decade. Yeah. He's, he's still... I'd pick him. Mate, I'd, I think he's the yeah. next one down. I think there's a bit of daylight between those two. Oh, like, I, like, yeah. like, like yeah. overall, they're, they're two immortal. Yeah, you know, well, there's an argument they're immortal. I'd say, not, D, but, you know. I'd say DC gets a bad rap for when he came in for... Um, uh, Cronk as well. I, I think I said last week on the podcast when he came in and lost that series for Queensland. Yeah, like yeah, hiding <laughs> could, nowhere there. Because, like, you know, they yeah. they win the series either side of that and they have, you know, they could have had a the full 10-year run as what mm. they were all after. Mm. Um, 
So, you know, he cops a lot of the flack and a lot of You're the You're putting that it. on his shoulders, aren't you? Well, you know, all the stuff coming out of camp that he came in, him you and Cam- Cameron Smith. popping out of his head. Cameron here, Smith look. really didn't oh, see eye to eyes. No, we're going to need therapy yeah. sessions here. <laughs> so, oh, no. Very much so. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, put it this way. Uh, DC didn't come back in the squad until Cameron Smith retired from Origin. So, mm. I'll throw that out there. Anyways, uh, this game between Gold Coast and Manly. On the Manly got pump. Manly by all the points. Yeah. So, I've picked Manly as, Manly as well. Um, I reckon this is probably something that you could probably get around. Sports pets don't reckon it's going to be as much of a pumping. They are favourites, $1.45. Tines are out at $2.75. The line is only six and a half. Oh, that's pretty sure. Um, and if we're going to go 13 plus, uh, Manly is $2.50. I'll be some value in that. A lot of, look, a lot of this is coming off the Tommy Turbo factor. But it, they're they, so but, good. But yeah. the evidence that we've had this year <laughs> yeah. in the thirteen games. Yeah. So, well, they went from being the worst team in the comp to being world beaters, putting fifty points. Like, yeah, like yeah. they are ja- Jacqueline Hyde personified mm. with with Tommy Turbo, whether he's in or not. Like mm. they they completely morph, and it's like he's got the argument, Dalian, whatever, of being the best player in the competition at Yo, the moment mm. because you every time he plays, state of origin, exactly right, and like the he, match performance. Like, yeah, he looked like an alien, like you know that, that New South Wales recruited an alien. Like he was that much better than everyone. Obviously, mm. in fifty point drummings, you're going to look like that. That's right. But yeah. look at look at the club Get a lot form. Of freedom too. Yeah, you know that injury, whether it be running in the street, in the shower, whatever he mm. claims it to be, mm-hmm. like that could have ruined one of the all time seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. The yeah. the way he is playing, so he's in. They win. That's that's as far as I'm concerned against a middle of the table team like Gold Coast. I agree with Macker on that point. That will yeah. wrap us up our NRL chat. I assume you picked Manly. Yeah, yeah. Yep, I did. Uh, for this week, let's move into the AFL. What is going on with uh, David Mackay then? David Mackay. Now, I don't know if you boys have seen this, Monks. I might get you to um, pop yeah, well, it up. I think it's it's sort of been the hot topic of the week and it's sort of what was it? it on. St. Kilda versus um, Adelaide. Adelaide. Uh, the Crom. Yeah, the Crom. The Crom. And we'll get into we'll that. We'll get to the comebacks yeah. of all time. <laughs> like, honestly, it was, I think it was 50, it was 36 nil at one stage. It was, yeah. 52 to 11 or something. Yes. And then the Crom, <laughs> the Crowies went back in the sheds. The Crom came out and they mowed them down. St. Kilda, if you didn't think they were frauds beforehand, you <laughs> will now. now. But in the middle of this, and it's, yeah, this one. it's popped up as a bit of a, a hot topic because. It is a ball in dispute, mm-hmm. and it's two players absolutely flying at the ball. Come yeah, in, Pepsi both come in really hard with one objective, yeah. and it is to get the ball. and And Dave, David McKay, veteran um, for the Crowies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's just got there. And, and when I say split second, yeah, it, it's it like is that. literally he's just the second player to the ball at that moment, and he's just. The argument is he has turned his body, mm-hmm. but he has he's sprinted for the footy, he's put his head over the ball, mm. and the thing that's come out of this, his shoulders collected, Hunter Clark. Hunter Clark's Square his, on the chin. He's had his jaw broken in two places, the poor yep. bastard. He, yep, he, yeah. He's actually in a world of hurt. Um, Hunter Clark's for a big steer on the sideline. and and and. So my problem with re-watching this again is he both feet leave the ground. But Mine. So do Clark. If you actually look at Clark, yeah. so do I. And that's always yeah, what that's they look true. at. They yeah. always look. If you're leaving the ground, you're out. But Clark does the exact same thing. So if this is the other way around, uh, they... I'd say Clark is a lot closer. Like he's in running form, whereas he comes up. Like he's trying If the ball's down and he's coming up, then I, I'd, I'd say he's not coming down on the ball. If it you is, get what I'm getting at? It is so vicious. And it but has it completely is. split the, the footy yeah. world. It's, it's 
and I hate the old school. Like I, I flicked on AFL 360 for the first time in a couple of weeks because I just hate Mark Roberts. <laughs> and Mark McClure was on, so I said, this this has a time limit. How long am I watching this for? And he literally said, look at some of the hits back in my day that got yeah. wiped. I started yeah. playing shots from the 80s that were – and I yeah. turned it off. I went, well, no shit they didn't rub people out for that. It's 40 years ago. The game has completely changed. You're watching a different sport now. Yep. Pull your head out of that crap. Mm. A lot of stuff's gone under the water since then. This one, and, and the, I thought the Lockie Plowman one was a little bit unlucky a couple of weeks ago. Yep, when yep. the ball's in dispute and they're both going for the ball and in that, and I, I, I can understand that we need to coach out the bump. Mm. And if you look at Jordan Degoe's hit that he, he got a week for in the big freeze game, yep. he's literally run off his line, gone to bump. He's hit, I think it was Dane Rampick square on the chin. And Rampy luckily got up. It wasn't Rampy. It definitely wasn't Rampy. But he got hopped up. Time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly. It was the wrong team. It's Clayton Oliver is who it was. <laughs> it was at the SCG. That's why I picked yeah, it at the yeah, SCG. Gee whiz. Sean, you are rubbing off on me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he's gone off his line, hit Clayton Oliver square in the chin. Oliver's bounced up. You know what the difference here is? He's split his jaw into five different spots. Oh, yes. Yes, that is, that is considered. It's, it's the position of the ball because the way that uh, Danger hit that, that poor crumb bloke mm. back in the, you know, early on the year. Second game, I think. And he, and he copped three weeks. It's pretty similar, the contact. The difference is the position of the ball. I, I'd say uh, Dangerfield's intent was different. You can well, see him cocked arm looking it, straight at the bloke. He was going to lay him out. Yeah, Pep has a point there. I Keep think, going, you go. I, I think if you looked at both of those contacts, I think they're very, very similar. I disagree. I'd say they're very, very different. Would the intent, you? yeah, the intent is so. I talked about like dangers one. You can see him cut with elbow in, and he's got the full like triangle where he's he leapt off the bottom leg to drive into the dude. I remember we talked about this. How if he's going to do this, do it properly and declate the bloke hit him but the around the stomach. The, but for me, the thing is where the ball, the he, ball, he, is, the ball is in dispute in in that in that contest. Yeah, in da- in danger dangers, one. Danger's well, not playing the ball. He just got rid of it, yeah. That, yeah. That's the only difference yeah. for mine. For, for mine, Danger doesn't play the ball at all. So I think that one was worse than, say, this is. That's what I'm saying. Is the, okay. is the position of the ball. The contact itself is is very similar. Similar, yeah. It's very, very ah, okay. similar. Yes. The, that, f- yeah. the fact in this one that the ball is in dispute and the fact that in the Danger one mm. that the ball is gone, yeah. I think that's the sole difference. You can bring yeah. it up here, Monks. Yeah, so I, it's, I'll, I'll jump on that peps as well. When the ball is, um, so he gives the, the hands. Yeah. He is that second late, but you're exactly right. Peps. That con- Someone's the got contact the ball. is no yeah. different. Mm. The fact that the ball is in dispute, it's bouncing around there. You're allowed to go fucking hard at yeah. it, and I think I think that's what saved saved him here. Yeah. Mm. Well, well, breaking news in the last hour, he not has gu- been not guilty. Not guilty, which yeah. was mm. you know people were saying. This has to be two or three weeks to not. That's a pretty big scale to yeah. miss yep. three weeks to not be guilty. So, yeah. so and now they've got that on film. And Peps, you're absolutely right. With a 360 game, it's not like rugby league. The ball is there. You're coming from one or two directions. Yeah. A- AFL, you're literally coming. Your body's going to twist or turn certain ways. And that being in dispute, what do you do when the ball's on the ground? You both go low. You go hard. Yeah. So they've but they are both bent over. And, and, and I think you're exactly right with this one. Yeah, the intent's different. That's what I was trying to get. Yeah. Like, Dangerfield's trying to lay this bloke out, whereas the other bloke was going for the ball and is, is like, it's, it's a... I wouldn't it's say he's going for the ball. You, you look at that, his eyes aren't on the ball. Well, I think the, the, the difference... 
He's always under the ball. Well, he, I think what's happening at impact or not because he's there. He's, yeah, he he, he, he looks up at the impact, but you can at, see at he's last, coming. At, yeah, but you can the, see the he's coming. Is in. the ball is in dispute? That that for me is the difference. Oh, so he, the thing this is what I mean. So he's gone. He's sprinting. He's seen the ball in dispute. So mm-hmm. I'm sprinting 100 percent at yeah. that ball, and in the last. Oh, 30 centimetres, it's no oh. longer in dispute. Yep. Yeah, so he, in that he sees the bounce, one hundredth of a second, goes, oh, you shit. have to go from ball in dispute yeah. to now I have – because the whole thing is protecting the ball carrier. Yep. That yep. wasn't a ball carrier for 98% of his journey. No. So in that yep. last 2%, he's supposed to either handbrake or stop and wrap him up. Mm-hmm. You physically can't do that. You just – there's no – you know him. And I'm glad – I actually think this is the right – it's yeah. awful for Hunter Clark to be out for terrible. For, no one wishes yeah. that upon anyone. But that's, again, that's you are pun- much, and, like and it's. It, I sound like a dickhead when I say it's a contact sport. You're going to get hurt when you're both sprinting at a ball, like you say, Peps, in dispute. Bang. Yeah. If anything, mm. like him slowing down to pull out of it brings him up. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This, yeah. this is him, like trying to get out. out. He's like, oh, I need to get, oh, get shit, out of it. but like pulling out. It so that it's not yeah. a head-to-head contact. Sort yeah, of thing. exactly. Like, if he's he, protecting himself, if they both come bit. in low, maybe they have. You but, know, Monk says a head clash at the ball point of the ball versus he's tried to pull out and then, of course, gone higher yeah. as he's trying to pull his handbrake mm. and just gone straight through the other bloke's face. But yeah, and to highlight, you know, stupid journalism that we, you know, we've we've got an issue. <laughs> the part part of the reason that we you know, sit around and drink beers and, and talk on this podcast. Footy on nine, why did Mackay turn his shoulder? Yep. That happens like yeah. that. That's instinctive. Yeah. That you protect instinctive. yourself. And you it's t- not like you don't, he's going through yeah. step by step. Like that's a stupid fucking headline to have. Yeah, yeah exactly. You don't Absolutely. run into a tackle with your face out. Oh, Just exactly. like, I'm going to take this in my face. Yeah. Yeah, and you, it, you turn I, your body to protect yourself. The, the, but the the big thing they've done now is put that on. T- and what have we done since this? We've talked about the goey's hit. We've talked about Dangerfield's hit. All you can do is base it on what they've given suspensions to. Where's that consistency? So now they haven't, but but now they can't because at, because any team who gets uh, you know reported for that will use this film. Mm-hmm. So any ball in dispute, and that's why I think Lockie Plowman is very stiff for that hit um, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's and it, look, it's ve- this is very hard if you if you are listening at home. You know, I do we yes. do encourage we might even put it up on co- some of our socials. Yeah, go check out some of those. It's been the big talking point for the week, so if you haven't seen it yet, so get, on, get out from under your rock. I'm actually yeah. surprised that that maybe they didn't just throw him a week. But then the, no, but then you open the can of worms. I think exactly. it has to be one or the other. Yeah, it's, you, it's I, either I, a lot or nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It is that three weeks because if it is that week, you're saying, well, what, why is it only a week? You know, because the impact's obviously severe. The guy's <laughs> head's nearly been blasted. He, well, he's not going to play for the next two months, yeah. probably. So. The impact's there, so let alone that should be two weeks. Yeah, exactly. It gets too cloudy if you do one or the other. So I'm glad they've done it. And I think, I think perhaps you're right there. The, the ball being in dispute for a majority of that. that that's the difference for one. That split second at the end when he actually does get his hands on the footy and Dave McKay is sprinting at the ball, which is because yeah. then they're fucked. If they, oh, sorry, Dad. But if you give that, <laughs> that was the first one. We're an hour in. Sorry, Dad. Have you not effed before? Yeah, then? yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying hard. But the, like, you you cannot teach that out of the game. No. You cannot teach that out of the yeah. game. What, what, you, you will have to teach the ball is in dispute. Don't run as hard as you possibly is that, can. Is that what you want to teach out the of the sport, game? The sport's in more yeah. trouble. Like and again, you, you will have the car crashes at some point. Like they, they just they just happen throughout forty. You, this is, if you both got ice for the football, you and that's what get they blinders did. On, and so. I, I'd be interested to hear what Hunter Clark says. I mean, mm. uh, whatever it is, what it is. The only uh, and I want to be real quick with this. We'll move on. Because um, we've got footy classified up there. Caro Wilson, have you got that absolute? She, I have she words for her, but for I won't. I won't put it on the internet. Did you? Did you see what she said? Uh, not in verbatim. So 
so Seb Ross and Tim Membre, mm-hmm. they've bounced around, they've done bubbles for the last two years. Mm-hmm. I think, and I might get this the wrong way around, I think Tim Membre's wife has is pregnant, is very mm-hmm. close to having a baby. Yep. Seb he, Ross has got four or five week old twins. Mm-hmm. And they had so to leave leave the team to Yeah, yeah, leave the team for a week reasons. or two. So they were given they said they asked for a request to stay um, with their families, mm-hmm. with their respective families, stay at home. They're older players. They're in their late 20s. Yep, yep. Can they stay with their pregnant slash newborn babies, pregnant wives, newborn yep. babies, instead of playing a game against Adelaide in Darwin? Where was that game? Yes. Well, Alice Springs, maybe. No, Cairns, wasn't it? Cairns, it was too, because yeah. Ailey Stadium. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry for our um, Cairns fans out there <laughs> in the swamp. Um, the Gilligan's. <laughs> And she's come out and said, how dare they? Think of the sponsors. What do the sponsors require you to go home Fuck and look after bitch. your family? Like, actually, like, honestly, and uh, to put that, that out there. A bit louder into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> so, can, can you do it for me? Because dad's listening. You won't let me say that. So someone else, because, and it's, it's almost like she did it deliberately because she knew she was going to be in the headlines. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, cl- that's clickbait it's 101. Classic, it's classic caro journalism. Yeah. It's just absolute gutter That's just, that's just like Omniesky calls female journalists uh, fucking bitch. Like True, <laughs> actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, tie her in it. Let's see what happens. But yeah, I mean, point. it's just so stiff. But and, and Seb Ross put out a, like a lovely message apologising to fans that if mm. they were offended, I don't think there'd be a single St Kilda supporter that would say family comes first. And I uh, tell you what, at half time of that game, they wouldn't have been. They would say, "Oh, good, we don't need Seb Ross and Tim Memory. <laughs> we're just a pack of cowards who lose." <laughs> Although they didn't come against the Crom, <laughs> Pepsi's Crom, <laughs> the wave. You need it, all hands on deck against the Crom. So that, would, that I know pop that up because we're talking about footy classified. Yeah, no, it's it definitely worth bringing up. Hundred percent. Let's. Uh, Has let's, anyone seen Hot Caroline Wilson? <laughs> What? <laughs> British diplomat. <laughs> Check that out. Yes, <laughs> that's, Not, that's hot Caroline Wilson. Yeah, first thing to come oh. up on Wikipedia there. <laughs> what, what, what have we divulged to? Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm. Let's talk about the big freeze, I think. So let's, let's move on and talk about uh, the big freeze review. Mm-hmm. Um, that game was Monday from Monday. Monday, yep. Monday yep. Queen's yep. birthday. Yep. Had a bit of extra... Source to it with with yeah. obviously Bucks All announcing that it's going to yeah. be his last mm. game. Um, he'd be pretty fueled. <laughs> it, it's a fun. I saw Daniel Gorringe on Instagram do a, a funny bit like, now. Now you pull your finger out. Yeah. Now you start playing well against a team that's lost one game all year. Yes. You decided to the beat them in front of everyone. It's the only game of footy on. But I mean, look, Pies. It was a really good game to halftime. Then sort of Pies just were in control mm-hmm. in that second half. Melbourne sort of went away from everything that they've. Um, built this this season mm. um, Close-ish at three-quarter time Yeah, yeah Still, and, and it was one of those ones Melbourne have just sort of blown t- I think they're the best fourth-quarter team in the comp So mm-hmm. you thought, oh, mm-hmm. poor pies But just had really had nothing Max Gorn got outrucked by something named Was it Max Lynch? I don't I, I think it's Max Lynch I've never heard of him before. He looks like a big unit of a man. Looks like he could slug cans all day. That's my kind of ruckman. And he out that's, that's the only kind that's of ruckman. That's true, actually. And Maxi Gorn will attest to that. Um, probably love Pepsi. And Maxi Gorn was taken sort of completely out of the game. Oliver got his. Um, Petrarca wasn't as effective. Um, Scott Pendlebury won the Neil Danaher Trophy, which I love that it's called the Neil Danaher Trophy. And, mm. and the whole day is now built around that big freeze and, and raising money for MND. And I think they raised over $4 million with yeah. the government helping out as well. So it's awesome. Really and, and God, if you if you are listening and you are up to this point, we are morons who don't, um, you know, we can't speak half the time. But if mm. you can, listen to some Neil Danaher speeches and listen to him talk. And mm. if you're not inspired and ready to run through a wall, then um, you, you can't be helped because he's the stuff he has done... When he's like, 
it, it's very inspirational. You know, yeah. the quotes and just seeing him fight on and and do all this amazing stuff. Yep. You know, get off your couch and, and help out it where, however you can in whatever format it, that is. So, yeah. and then footy's just sort of the backdrop for that, That's which right. was and then you know, it's not the biggest thing in life. No, absolutely not. But you know, there was a pretty good game of footy at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, the, the Bucks era has ended at Collingwood. The Robert twenty-seven years, twenty-seven years at Collingwood, which is just incredible. No flags. Wow. That, that's a lot. Of the service. biggest club in the world, or in Australia, my world. Um, <laughs> no flags for Bucks. Um, obviously yeah. played. No, he didn't. Didn't he get that one against St Kilda? They got one, didn't they? No, no, he wasn't playing. He was an assistant coach then. So, oh, so, so this is between. That was right in between okay. him finishing. So, and I thought it's really cool, Scott Pendlebury. Played in Buck's last game, mm. and he's played in his last game as coach, cool. which I thought was pretty cool. Mm. Uh, and they're obviously very close. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just I tell you what's bullshit. When the um, the media was trying to ha- ham up a few weeks ago that Bucks had lost the players, mm. and then you, you see them at the end of that game. Yeah. 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 Did yeah. anyone yeah. look? Did anyone look? Show me one player that. Coach had been lost. I, wa- I actually watched it deliberately, and they obviously had the cameras on deliberately, and just the handshakes yeah. at the end of the game. Hey, there was tears. Half of these kids grew up watching him, and yeah. and like yeah. I promise yeah. you that that has an effect at a footy club. Seeing a guy who did it, and you having his footy jersey on, or you having his poster on the wall, oh, the nice. effect that he would have. At, let alone the fact that he is a good leader. Mm. Like he's a good coach. He flipped that list and took them to the grand final three years ago. Mm. So, um, I, I think he's a victim of being burnt out. I think. I think any big Melbourne job has has a clock on it. Like, yeah, like, I'd, I'd say the burnout and then all the other shit happening in the front yeah. office. He's just yeah, like, that, 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 we, that we throws speak on about it. it all the time. If this was happening at the Gold Coast Suns, he's there next week. Fine. No dramas. Absolutely. The, the the Collingwood amplifier. Oh yeah. So, oh, yeah. Plus so he's, he's got his new sexy missus. So who is good? Shout out Bucks. He she's. <laughs> hey, we're all we're all taking that. men here. We are all taking <laughs> men here. So we're objective viewers, but. Buckley's a good-looking dude. Mm. That's we'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> Mel, looking at Melbourne on the side of that, though, they're, they've obviously the best team. They're the, the bookies' favourites for the competition. So yep. I'm dealing with a burp here. It's right, work it out. <laughs> <laughs> they've beaten every every sort of challenge that's come their ways. They've knocked off Richmond. That was their first teams. big test. Um, they technically beat the Bulldogs in front of no fans. So count. I don't know if we can count yeah. that. But, yeah, you know, yeah. they had more numbers next to their run. name. Yeah. You know, exactly. It was a good hit out against the Dogs. Um, oh, so their sad. two losses, however, mm-hmm. they come against Collingwood on the weekend mm-hmm. and the Crom. Crom. The Crom's a special. Crom, Crom, Crom. Two bottom. Crom, Crom. Two losses against bottom six teams. So if you're a Melbourne fan. Is that concerning or would you rather put away these good teams and cop. Uh, you know, la- lack of concentration, if you will, loss. Mm. And it, a bit it, could, it could be two things because I think that game of the Crom, I think that was one of Tex Walker's best games of the season. Mm. So six pounds. Exactly. Yeah. So he, they just no, got red one, hot. And one point loss as well. Like. Yeah. And then against the Pies, they run into a Pies team that, you know, put in, it's their, their grand final essentially. Um, for this one, so they've put all their yeah, exactly right. So. The, but you throw in the Bucks emotion, so but are these now all of a sudden we've got excuses for losing? I, like I'd say you can't go undefeated. You, you yeah. can't go undefeated in AFL season. You can't go undefeated, and you just can't. It just won't happen. It's too long. It's too grueling. Teams need to win every week, but. Uh, I don't know. It's probably something that needs to be highlighted. Yeah. I think Simon Goodwin would low-key love it because mm. it, it is whiteboard material. It is 
there'll be a million mistakes they made that he can highlight. Because yep. when you win a lot of games, it's, it's, it's hard to sort of pull your troops in the line and say, come on, guy, how do you get motivated? Mm. I mean, you look at sort of Hardwick and Richmond – they have so many lulls during the season and then they ramp up. It's, it's one of the hardest finals, things to do so. in, in team sports is go through entire season undefeated. Yeah, yeah. Because oh. yeah. Or even to season. finish on top of the ladder itself is, yeah. you know, yeah. and be the team that everyone chases. So You need a couple losses because generally you're going to have a loss at some point in the season. You yeah. prefer it during regular than in, a, in the finals. Uh, but you also learn so much from losing. You, and that's you, it. You, that, you need yeah. those... Those losses to help you. Well, what are the little things we're missing? Yeah, we're our weak spots. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah, for so. sure. So, so I think Simon Goodwin would love it. If I'm a Melbourne fan, I'm not yeah. being. Lo- I'd never like Collingwood beating me, especially you know when all eyes are on that game. So, mm. but it is, it yeah, it's a, it's it's a mindset thing, or it's a I don't know. It is what it is. So, um, we'll see that going. Forward. I still think they're the, the premiership favourites. It's hard to argue yeah. that for oh, at that yeah. point. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Um, but yeah, let's. Uh Before we jump into the round uh, coming up, I think we just wanted to cover real quickly uh, the Eagles getting home in their game. Uh, Great game of footy. Yeah, on the weekend, yeah watching actually, that yeah. Sunday night. Uh, um, unbelievable finish. The real winner, the Marry Me Dusty Girl. <laughs> 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 you guys see this? Yes. I did. I did not, see this in the notes. Not, not a bad looking. Uh, Sheila? Objectively. Uh, objectively. Yeah, objectively. Purely, I don't know what's worse there, objectively or subjectively. Uh, <laughs> what, I saw, what I saw in the comments made me have a giggle. Uh, one, of the, one of the top ones was, he probably won't, but I will. <laughs> and, yes. then, and then uh, a few uh, superimposed uh, Simpsons uh, kind of things. Yeah, God, it's, it's a bevy of, of content, the Simpsons. You can mm. relate it every, with everything. Um, anyway, I just wanted to bring There was a game up. of footy that was involved with that Pepsi. Uh, that, do you think that kick was 15 at the end from flying round? They did no. measure it and it was 14 and a half. Uh, so, oh. so that's allowed. That's <laughs> Much fine. closer than Much that uh, Geelong Sydney yeah. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, it, big it looked cross like goal. 10, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that, that, yeah, it looked bad, didn't it? Angle yeah, it looked left like it. The angle that TV had made it look like it was 10. Mm. So Excellent kick. Put it straight in front on his number three. Only one person marked Did he catch it? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a mark. Yeah. That's a mark every day yeah. of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ate it. Yeah. It's much, yeah, yeah. Didn't roll it across the ground? The, the question on, I'll pose to, to Pepsi as the Carlton fan, and we've sort of floated it last couple of times. We Ken- had a buy last week. What are you going to No, no, no. no. Well, I'll float you for your past discrepancies. Josh Kennedy kicking that goal, all of his, you know, amazing career achievements. Mm-hmm. I think West Coast definitely won the trade. Chris Judd, the Chris Judd trade. They won. I that is huge. I think West Coast. I think a lot of trade. people have been it, saying that as well. If you look at it right now, if you look at it right now, where we are at right now, and and it is recency bias. I will I will defend that. Chris Judd is a childhood hero of mine. He's one of the best players I've ever watched on a television. Mm-hmm. He sort of had two different careers. At Carlton, yep. he was a bit of a different player to who he was at West West Coast. Chris Judd is all time. It's, yes, yes, that's different list. Oh, yeah. Different team. I'm going to play devil's advocate for a Blues fan here and agree with you. How many agree? I'm saying West Coast one. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. Mm-hmm. I'm being the Carlton. Oh, okay. The yep, Carlton yep, yep, yep. fan, devil's advocate. How many flags does West Coast have out of that? One. And how many do the Blues have? Fat zero, like a real fat zero. And and as good as Judd was, as good as Judd was. How many finals did Judd take him to? For Carlton. not a lot. Oh, for Carlton. Yeah, for Carlton. Making the eight. There was uh, that one, one against Brisbane. One? There was. 
that one against Brisbane when sort of it was Bradshaw for Vola era. And then they made the finals when Essendon pulled out. I think he was still oh, there. No, where they finished ninth and then. Yes. But other than that, they sort of so were just. Two, yeah. That's. So you return on investment is what I'm getting at. Yeah, but also you have to consider the team. It is a team. The team around them. Yeah. So yeah. They also got Matt Cruiser that year with the number one draft mm-hmm. pick. So if he plays a full career without injuries, that changes it. But yep. all those Cruiser injuries really. It hurt. Yeah, really, hurt. but you have to factor that in. Right now, where we stand, West Coast win that trade. Yeah. Like he's mm-hmm. yep, I'm the, the best modern day forward. Yep, I'm going to agree. Take out Buddy of the equation. Mm-hmm. He's an alien. Uh, fun fact: Josh Kennedy and Patrick Cripps, same town, Northampton, oh. Western Australia. Yep. Population oh. about a thousand. Jeez, they breed well at <laughs> Northampton. Yeah, that they. is a very good stat. Thank mm. you, Peps. Yeah, you're welcome. That's much better than you marry me, Dusty. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, there's a lady out there. If your name's Dusty, you got a few. Oh, shit oh a female in Australia wants to marry Dustin Martin. Gee whiz, that one <laughs> girl that does queue, uh, right? far out queue. with the other three million of them. <laughs> let's talk some footy. Let, let's talk some footy. Let's, let's get into, get into, into a massive <laughs> game. Uh, John Cat's taking on the Western Bulldogs. Huge start to the week. Massive. It's good to have the dogs yeah. back on the program. We had a week yeah, off last and let's week. Let's try and be objective. We will be it. objective. Now, I will be as <laughs> objective as I can. The dogs win this by five or six goals. They oh. will absolutely. So, this is a bloke that wow. was scared of Fremantle a few weeks ago. And rightfully so. That was a scrap of a game. Dogs <laughs> win this. There's se- this. Now, I'm opinionated. The games at Geelong, yep. regional Victoria, outside of Melbourne. Mm-hmm. No fans allowed for whatever reason. There hasn't been a COVID case in regional Victoria for Is that what donkeys. Going? Well, they're now allowing 7,000 fans. So, okay. so now they did – There was. they did Less say, can we move the game to Sydney so we can play in front of some fans? Geelong said no. Mm-hmm. We want the home ground advantage. We'd rather play in front of no fans at Geelong than lots of fans Sleep in your else. own bed. So right. Geelong are now on my hit list, and I can't wait for the dogs to really flex their muscles. Uh, Geelong are Geelong. The dogs to flex their muscles. Apologies there. Dogs win this comfortably. Um, Geelong did look really good. Yes. Um, How's the dogs' back line looking? Well, they're going to be tested. They're going to be tested. In terms of key, <laughs> tall backs. It is literally the one thing they don't have. <laughs> Which is why I bring it up. Is, is key backs. Zane Cordy. Premiership winner. Yes. Uh, Alex Keith, great recruit. Mm-hmm. Bit undersized. Easton Wood was supposed to play. He's named in the emergencies. Mm-hmm. So they might be doing the old Hiding. 23rd man actually is playing. Someone else is a 20, you know, the old mm-hmm. Luke Beveridge trick. So, so mm-hmm. try and put your feelings aside. Do you think those three are a match for Cameron Hawkins Rowan? Hawkins will kick his After goals. After the week they had he, last week. He always will. And, and and to go with Sean's point, they kicked twelve goals between the three of them. Mm-hmm. Rollins, uh, he plays tall, but he's more of a small. Don't worry, we've got yeah. great. We've got small defenders coming out our ass. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Hawkins will kick his four or five. I've no issue there. Jeremy Cameron isn't that kind of player who's going to wrestle you out one on one. No. If if but the ball goes good, in quick and very that, good out in front. Yeah. If they're but but if it's out in front of him, there's nothing the defender can do anyway. So I don't. Okay. I actually the size of the defender doesn't really worry me. 
I think it's it, the game will be won in the midfield. If the ball's coming through clean in the midfield, there's no tall defender that can defend those three. Yeah. If it's coming in quick one on ones, that's how it forward loves it. Six 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 rule, etc. From yep. centre bounces, yep. it will be won in the midfield. And the dogs are you know they're really banged up with injuries. Danger is back for the Catters. Um, Guthrie's back, which is yep. just brilliant timing from you, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> but I I don't know I just and they never play well against Geelong like never historically. The year they won the flag, they beat every team in the comp except Geelong. Yep. yep. I shouldn't be, but I just – I think they win this. I think they win it pretty comfortably. They get back on track and everyone goes, oh, we haven't – we've forgotten about the Bulldogs for the last couple of weeks. They're still very, very good. They do – did the one little – well, one of the eight things that are going in my brain. They have to go from Geelong straight Only to eight. Sydney. That's good. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's good. That's what I'm confident. <laughs> um, will they go through Sydney? They have to go – well, again, with these Bondi um, – COVID things. I don't know if it's what it's going to happen. The, the plan is to be in Sydney for a little mini hub mm-hmm. because they have to go to Perth to play West Coast the week after. So right. it's yeah, a there's big. Probably, there's probably no direct flights out of Geelong to Perth. Either, yeah. So, so but well, they can't go, go back one. to Melbourne. They won't go, let them go from Melbourne to Perth. That's the whole thing. On a on a bus to Adelaide. And so I yeah, it, it's that that plays into it. It's a big couple of weeks for the dogs. Um, yeah. So oh, it's a very big. If they can go one on one the next two weeks, I'll be happy. I will tip the dogs. I have also twenty eight dogs. Wow! I, I wouldn't say by that many, um, but I picked the dogs to continue the curse. I've gone Geelong. Uh, uh, all right, you, you're safe, Megan. Yeah, I <laughs> needed that. Never really needed that boost. Now it's seven things. <laughs> Went port last week. Pretty good over there in Adelaide. Yeah, worried about those uh, big three key forwards. Not overly confident, but I've gone the Cats here. It should be a good game of footy. I've gone Cats as well. Desmond. 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 It'll, be a, it'll yeah. be a good game of footy. Give us some odds, man. Um, so Geelong are our favourites, $1.62. Bulldogs are out at $2.31. Not the blot that you're reckoning, Macca. The Lion is 7.5. To Geelong's favour too. Yep. Game of the round. I'll tell you what. It'll be a great. Oh, it's it's yeah. starting to pop up. The top six is there anytime they play each other. We saw Richmond mm-hmm. and West Coast play mm-hmm. great games. There's there's good games of footy this time of year. We, Not we, the next two games. <laughs> no, the next no, there are still very bad games. <laughs> the the rest. There's only five games this week in the AFL. With the buyers, yes. That's a great game. The next, I think we can probably cruise Start through. the clock. I reckon we can get this yep. through. The next game is Gold Coast <laughs> are hosting Port Adelaide, coming off that loss to Geelong at home. Gold Coast went down in Perth to Fremantle. Um, great news that Matt Rowell got through unscathed. He yep. didn't have, I'm not going to say much. Quite he had, by his he had no impact. He had his no impact on the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they really cared um, as Alex Johnson goes over what is um, to make it 28 nil. Gee yeah. whiz, I only looked away for three minutes. Yeah. That's, <laughs> Kick to come. It's going to be three. Maybe I should have said 32 points. Brisbane suck. Um, yeah, Matt Rowell getting through a game of footy unscathed. That's that's Excellent that's save. a win for Gold Coast where they are at the moment. They they just. Nothing. I don't know what the AFL is going to do. Though. That's for, that's for another party. We'll have to do a separate yeah, one. Yeah, I, I was just having, having a look Darwin. this week actually uh, about the way that they've gone in there. I think it's ten years now. Mm-hmm. It know. is. They celebrate. Yeah, they yeah. celebrate ten years. I think, Which, I think well, their best is twelve. Yeah, and there's a lot of fourteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth. Which, and, and and then you compare that to GWS who played a granny in, in a year left. Grand final yeah. have been competitive in a lot mm. of that, mm. and essentially got given the same uh, handouts as as Gold Coast got. Mm. Well, yeah. less now because they st- they get comp picks this year from yeah. like the, mm. the, the the big issue for Gold Coast is if you put and they've put one up because celebrating ten years their best twenty two from the last ten years mm-hmm. it is a shit hot team. We're talking Tom Lynch, Stephen May. 
Gary Ablett. Yeah. Though not prime Gary, you know, he still wanted Brownlow there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like a lot the young of, Charlie Dixon make that? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Charlie Dixon yep. got, you know, like really, really good players right mm. now. That's the issue. They haven't. They've, they've found the talent. They had. God, they couldn't miss on talent. They had all the draft picks in the world. Them it's keeping them up on the Gold Coast. So that that's what the AFL has to look into. It's just not a sustainable environment at the moment. Yeah. Which yeah. is interesting, considering I think Brisbane kind of opposite of that at the moment. They've been able to keep and retain all the guys they've been mm. picking. Of yeah. late. I, I, I really think, but a, lo- a longer term club. And you, so. and you're actually our resident Queenslander, Sean. Mm. I really think we paint Brisbane and Queen and Gold Coast in in all codes with the same brush. I think you have to look at it very, very differently. Yeah, it, it's it's like Gold Coast yeah. is Vegas and Brisbane's more like Cali. So it's it, it's yeah, it, it's, it's like a sustained it's, city. Yeah, with, it's more of a sustained city field. than a party destination. Yeah, like art, it yeah. just seems artificial and, and people going. It is yeah. Everyone says it's fast growing. People moving there. Yeah, mm. but that's all but, fucking retirees. Yeah, so. I, like it's. You're the only bloke under thirty, buddy, walking down the street. Exactly right. So, and then, and then you got to build a, you know, a culture of footy. Like yeah, it's just, yeah. it doesn't. It just seems all fake. The Titans still seem fake to me. The Suns. I well, don't know. No, no, we've spoken about it before on the Esky. Well, what's no, nothing? No survived? team has ever gone there yeah. in any code and thrived. Hmm. And survived. Well, survived, survived really. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. These teams are they just just going. That's mm-hmm. really what they're doing. And this was, yeah. Again, I think we'll have to do a Gold Coast <laughs> potty um, mm. on the Esky. Uh, looking at Port Adelaide, obviously pretty disappointing loss. As you said, Pet, it was a great game of footy. Yeah, um, we were with them until the last 10. Just sort of ran away again. Yeah. And, and that's where the good t- good sides will separate. If they'll, they'll, they'll step on the throat type thing. Have you been saying they're pretenders as well? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, my, they're my big pretenders. Flat track bullies. Well, we'll look at Peps. You've got the stats there. Get, hey, get the stapler out. Put the tag on it. They're the Parramatta of the AFL for Flat mine. track bullies. <laughs> so, teams below them on the ladder, they are 8-0. A mm-hmm. uh, team of note in that is Richmond. Yep. And By half a kick. Very good game of footy we're watching here on the Esky. But and, that's a side point. And then against Geelong, Western Bulldogs, Brisbane Lions, and the West Coast Eagles, who are actually below them. but yeah. Top uh, five, six is That's their, teams, so. that's yeah. their losses. Yep. So... Port. That's everyone in front of them. So. Yeah, they've got the reverse problem of uh, the Melbourne Demons. They, they need to show that they can beat the good sides. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And Gold Coast, a lot of good sides. So Port Adelaide with this very handsomely. I doubt anyone. Yeah. Yep. No, I think they keep that run going. I think they stay nine and zero against teams below them. Yeah. I've gone Port yep. here. It is. It is, and it's similar to the Paramount thing. We will go on because no one's listening to this game. Like mm. no, like beating Gold Coast tells us nothing. Going up to Metricon and winning this game, they by, have to win this game by thirty yeah, points. We talk about like barometers, and uh, this is nothing. this is not a barometer. Means nothing. This, this is a game that they should win, and handsomely by thirty four and a half points. Mark's quick odds for us. Uh, I've gone for it as well. They are Ooh. favourites. A dollar forty three. Gold Coast well, Suns are out Wait at two dollars eighty four. That's far too close. Port might be taking it a bit easy. The line is fourteen and a half. Jump all on day. it. Yeah. Jump on it. Yeah. Jump yeah, on tend, it. Tend to agree with you there. Jump yeah. on it. All over it. Shout out to Connor Rosie, actually. Four goals in the first quarter. He was... Happened in front of our eyes. He was absolutely It happened so quick that I didn't really notice yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Great. Yeah. Absolute gun from that super draft. Mm. The King Boys, Bailey Smith, Sam Walsh. Sam Walsh, if you don't mind. Rosie. Oh, yep. Um, you know, are. in that... Uh, speaking of Port, in that draft, in the top 20, I think they got... Rosie, Dersmay, and Butters, mm. who have all been staple. You'd first say, you honestly say they're three top ten players at the moment, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, for them, absolutely. Yep. So that's that's fantastic. They're in and their then, window, and then they're the in Gold Coast. We talk about them, and I hate to shit on blokes, but 
they got Lukosius and Rankin, mm. I think. In Her injuries have hurt Rankin. Yeah. But Lukosius has just been – he's been okay. He's been, he's been a solid half Getting there. Yeah. Getting there. But if, if you had to take that port three – They didn't get ba that. Ben King as well, who's been criminally underrated as well. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens Indeed. there. Early days. Early days. Um, from one scrap of a game to another absolute scrap of a game, <laughs> North Melbourne hosts <laughs> Brisbane down in Tassie at Blundstone Ariza. <laughs> Ariza. <laughs> Shout out Trevor. <laughs> Blunston. Hank. Oh, Azaria. Hank Azaria. Azaria. We were so close. We were so close there. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> of course, uh, referencing the voice of Mo and plenty. And several others. Plenty Apu. Others. Apu. 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 Nahas yes. uh, cancelled it. I think he's cancelled. Yes. Oh, yeah. well, no, no more Apu voice. on Simpsons. Mm. Alex Johnson goes over again. Dear, mm. oh dear. Thank you. Cancel North again. Melbourne coming off the first draw of the season. <laughs> we will absolutely ignore that. Um... Uh, they it was it, against GWS and shout out shout out to Tin Man and and Catherine they were oh no sorry it was Annie and Andy they were having their housewarming um, uh, and we had the game so on you forgot which housewarming no, you was, well they're down the road from each other so uh, it was the wrong cousin <laughs> and I was there with Tin Man who's a big North supporter and we were watching this game mm. in the last quarter and they were up by five they were up by five goals. And we both looked at each other. Jerry West kicked the first goal really quickly. Mm -hmm. And yeah. we went, Giants win this. Giants will just claw this back. <laughs> and another, well. They, got, they it, should. They, sh they should have won. Um, shout out. What was his name? We have it down there. It, it, he's a hack of a player. Um... Who missed that shot at goal? Well, he's essentially uh, he's got all uh, he's got all Dan four Lloyd. posts. It was Dan Lloyd. Lloyd. He yeah. was on the boundary. He and we probably could get in the Giants. But he he, he had all he had all four and all four. Just just like it was all open. He just needed to score oh, something. Hard kick, but hit anything. I think he yeah. rushed yeah. himself. Just and, needed and a point. Yeah. And, and you know, <laughs> snapped as well. Nearly missed his yeah. foot. So it was a draw. Um, <laughs> Rich for me, but I don't know. Normally, a draw there's a winner and a loser. You always say that there's a team there's a team that lost it and the team that lost two points, a team that gained two points. North. Were definitely a team that lost two points there, which yeah. would have been really good for them to sort of get a win there against the Giants. So mm. they do host Brisbane, who are um, they're going along very nicely. I Coming off a buy on red hot, yeah, that, they'll be yeah. You get a whole week to prepare for North Melbourne, and mm. I think you only need about fifteen minutes to prepare for North Melbourne. So Brisbane will slap them up very easily. I think so. Points by a lot. Um, uh, a North Melbourne missing Ben Brown at the moment. Well, I'd, I'd say so. Like with uh, Nick Larkey up front, he's really their only good tall. Uh, Zerha has been good, but he's uh, I think he's about one eighty eight centimeters. Mm. I don't know if you'd consider him a key target. Yeah, I think they are. Benny Brown can't get a game over there at the Which Melbourne is Demons. Look, does it change the way that North season's going? Probably not. Uh, the the no, one no 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 the one thing <laughs> no he's not purely winning games for North. Oh God no. Uh, the one thing for me in uh, in terms of uh, evaluating this game is the Kangas, they've not been bad in Tasmania. Maybe they should play all the games in Tasmania. Maybe. <laughs> Shout out to the Hobart Kangaroos. Uh, so they had the draw on the weekend. They've beaten Hawthorne there and they actually weren't too bad against the Melbourne Demons uh, a few rounds ago. Sean, as our resident Brisbane Lions fan, are you confident that they go down there and get the job done? Uh, very and by lots. Yeah, I'm gonna go easy fifty. Fifty? I, I think. I, I think, think it could 50. be like 120 to 50 kind of score. Like. I think the Lions win this. I, I will. Mm, I'd be very interesting to see, interested rather to see the line, Monks, if you wouldn't mind, uh, Joseph. I imagine you're tipping the Brisbane Lions here. Oh yeah. By how much? 
by 36 and a half. Okay, glad. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, Siri. Thank you, Siri. Oh, I've got to put my lot of numbers in. <laughs> uh, I've backed lines in as well. They are favourites dollar fifteen. North are out at five fifty. The line is thirty four and a half. Ooh, very close. Yeah. Getting rough, my old age. <laughs> Speaking of uh, one drawy, to is that a word? Drawy to it is now to the other yeah. the other team that drawed with North. Drew with North <laughs> last week. Uh, the GWS Giants take on the Carlton Blues. Uh, 7.25 Saturday night up there at Giants Stadium in Sydney. Uh, yeah, we spoke about Dan Lloyd. Poor fella. Just needed that handy point to get the win there. Uh, tell you what, Josh Kelly, 39 disposals, oh, two goals. He <laughs> is playing lights out. And he's timed it well. He's got a big decision at the end of the year. He saw, he signed sort of like a long term deal with an option. Yep. And options again, God, we talk about in his favour. Uh, yeah, player options. So yeah. we talk about um, free agency in its infancy in Australian sport. Oh, I, I botched a lot of words there. Free agency is in its infancy in Australian sport. I you sounded pretty good. You sounded better than Pepsi a minute so, ago. So that's all good. Op, player you can't op, talk. <laughs> I'm getting my shots in by again. Any, uh, <laughs> any fighters from Brazil? Yeah, we'll get to the UFC. We'll really start the wheels spinning here on the Esky. Um, the Polish blokes, they're the ones I struggle so with. Oh, yeah, just Polish. Yeah. Any, any Anglo-Saxons with a reasonable name? Yeah, John Smith, please. Uh. <laughs> Keep it at the wheelhouse. Oh, injury here in the league. Anyway, um, we'll get to that in a minute. But player options. So free agencies in its infancy, players, you know, having options in their contracts, mm. like that's going to blow people's minds. And people don't even realise that's what he's got at the end of the year. So he can stay at GWS for another couple of years on big money or he can actually go and leave. And, yeah, and, opt and, out and go elsewhere. Mm. And he, he's he's playing his best footy. He's back playing the position he is. He's not an inside midfielder. He's an outside runner. He uses the ball so well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he hits the scoreboard like he did on the weekend. Um, yeah, that that's going to be one to watch. Like, is he prepared to... Like, what are GWS in the next five years? Are they going back to the top? Are they needing? Do they need a few years to rebound? Do they do a Sydney where it's a quick turnaround? Um, if, he, if he goes, where do you think you'd go? Well, it's teams with the money. North have been chasing him. His dad Bomber. played for North Melbourne. Bombers. Bombers have mm-hmm. a bit of cash, although, you know, they did pay Zach Merritt. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get to that. It, it would be a Melbourne team. He's a Melbourne boy. So mm. Carlton were linked, but, we, you know... We're about to jump into where their money's going in the next um, couple of years. Mm-hmm. North seems to be the one. They have a lot of money, so is he prepared to, you know, if GWS are going through a rebuild, well, I'll go to North and go through a rebuild and get mm. paid $600,000 more. So, yeah. Or, yeah. or is is the culture that he's been a part of at G- GWS worth more? Because he's going to command a lot of money if he's going to leave. That's that's the other mm-hmm. thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, it'll be a classic Geelong just sort of pop up with a bit of money and, and throw it at him. So... That would make me sick to my stomach. Hawthorne <laughs> might be one. So, anyways, we're talking about next year. Yeah. We are talking about next year. Let's but talk about this, their opponent. This, this game, the Blue Baggers. Yeah. Uh, well, who were they signing next year? Well, they, they did. The big news for them. <laughs> um, they had a buy. No, they didn't play, but they did get Harry Mackay for a couple of years. Perhaps I'll let you uh, take the reins on this one. Only uh, two years extension on his current deal, two thousand twenty-three. Uh, that's what he signed on to. Undisclosed amount, I imagine it's a fair bit. I yeah. also imagine it's a fair bit less than what uh, some other clubs would have been able to likely, dangle yeah. in front of him. For sure. Look, uh, in terms of this game, 
season on the line, both clubs, both clubs. Uh, we spoke about a few weeks ago where I said I wasn't too worried about Carlton when uh, they were four and six, and then they became four and seven. I thought, oh, it has to be this week, and then they became four and eight, and I thought, the season's gone. Oh, season's in the tank. The season's in the piss, but it's now what do you want from the season? For yeah. mine, and I'm sorry to interrupt you there. It's mm. it's do you want to just sort of go out with a whimper and that'll sort of sort of say where David Teague is at? Or are you gonna have a real crack, get as close to ten, eleven wins as you can and prove that next year is going to be the year? Which well, is shit to hear for a fan, no but doubt. No, but, but I hope it's the latter. Yeah. I hope it's the latter. I sh- I hope as a fan that they show a bit of ticker and they come a reasonable 10th and win a few of these games. And as we've spoken about before, they only play two of uh, of the top eight sides uh, in, in their run home. They mm. need to start putting away some of these some of these games, uh, you know, against lesser opposition yeah. or, or on par opposition. Which is what this game is. Correct. Look, I've tipped them. Again, this might be a Dragon's Raiders <laughs> kind of situation. Uh, where where I've got my glasses on, but uh, I've tipped them not much confidence. I've beat the Giants. I'm going the opposite. I yep. think you and I have every tip the same this week, Peps. I'm on Carlton. Yeah. I'm on Carlton. Yeah. I, I th- I'm a hapless Carlton believer. I don't know why. I don't know why, but I just still <laughs> same, same as myself. I'm waiting. I don't know. I'm not invested in you. I don't watch the games, but monks. What do you reckon? This race oh, another Desmond. This race of a Desmond. Uh, no, nah, I've gone Carlton. Well. Oh. <laughs> oh. Semi Kurt. Is there such a thing as semi Kurt? Yeah, I'm, I'll get that on the shirt. Yeah, right. yeah, just wait. <laughs> when you get a semi, give me the semi. Semi Red Roger. So, Odds. yeah, GWS are favourites. A dollar sixty three. Carlton's out at two dollars twenty eight at the moment. That's what that's four points. Can't win. Nah, Can't nine, win. Nine and a half. Can't win. Eight and a half. Oh, I was going to say six. Good pep. Yeah. <laughs> Can't win. Can't win. Oh, that's it. Be happy with that. Bold calls. Oh. <laughs> Currently in the rugby league, the South Sydney Rabbitohs are 40 nil up against the Brisbane Broncos. They can't miss a point at the moment. <laughs> no. <laughs> that, was, that was the worst. They've literally scored, and it, it probably speaks of what, why I look at the screen, but every time I look at the screen, they're either kicking for a goal or scoring a try. <laughs> I, I, it's, that's been happening for the last 15 minutes. They Maybe it's because they score a look up. Dire times to be a we'll, we'll, we'll talk about game. the stats in this game to, after we finish the AFL. Let's finish that off. Well, yeah, there isn't much of a game to finish. It is Hawthorne um, versus Essendon. Again, they do host. This would have been a great game at the MCG mm-hmm. on a Sunday Arvo. COVID's a loser. Um, so it's down in Tassie. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, good Tassie fans, the Hawthorne have a big conti- contingency of fans down there, so get on down there. Uh, Hawthorne upset Sydney on Friday night footy, which I don't think mm-hmm. anyone really saw coming. I think they were, they were up to five got, or six bucks head-to-head before the game. So Have they gotten a little bit healthy and got some new guys coming in the squad? It's a... a <sighs> Not so much healthy. Like I, again, we'll, we'll I, talk I, about Jai in a minute. But. We'll, we'll, we'll get into Jai Newcomb, who they brought in in the mid-season draft. But I, mm. I their, their list still does nothing for me. Like they've got okay. Tom Mitchell and Diego Mira who just get the ball, but I don't feel they impact the game. They've mm. got a lot of just mm. role players without superstars, mm-hmm. which probably will get you a few wins throughout the year. Yeah. We have talked about Sydney being this young list, although their veteran players are helping them along. They're still a young list. Yeah, you, you, that, that, you they're going to have laps. Melbourne shouldn't have letdowns. Sydney are going to have letdowns when you're majority young teams. Yes. This mm. just was a, 
a massive letdown. A home mm. game at SCG Friday night. I think we all picked them. Show yeah. off your talents. Yeah, absolutely. I, the, I, <laughs> they were, honestly, play. they would have been a dollar fifteen head to head or something. So biggest upset yeah. of the season so far, I'd say. Um, Tom Mitchell, that the he did play very well, and the big rumors coming out are that it, the Richmond, the Richmond, him to Richmond, the drums are banging much Ooh. louder. So <laughs> whether what that means for Shea, Shea Bolton at Richmond as well. So well, there, there's been a chat during the week mm. that um, he might be moving on. So yeah, uh, maybe that's so the, I don't know if it's one in and Richmond in, are now in that Geelong phase where okay, the draft doesn't help us because we're picking 20 every week, yes. every year that is. Um, so let's start bringing in some, some of that talent around. So if you can, and Trent Cotchin, yeah. does he retire? There's money there. So those drums are banging quite loudly. Hawthorne would gladly take some draft picks at the moment because they just need them. They need to rebuild. Um, this win is great for the young list they have now, but they need more young talent. Yeah. Is Tom Mitchell going to be in their next premiership team? Well, speaking of young talent, no. we should probably talk about Jai. Let's talk about Jai Newcomb, who came in through – he was playing in the VFL through the box with the Box Hill Hawks. Um, mm-hmm. They picked him up. They had a spot on their list because of Jonathan Patton for um, his early retirement mm-hmm. um, through – we won't get into that. But uh, <laughs> John O'Patton, uh, he freed up a list yes. spot. They brought in Jai Newcomb, uh, played his first game, laid a lazy 14 tackles, which I mm-hmm. think was three more than anyone ever had yeah, on their debut. The so, so he's a big body lad yeah. and, and he was good chat on the on the um, uh, post-game interview. Just, mm-hmm. you know, one of those young blokes get a chance to play league footy and he was loving it, you know, and just what do you do when you're playing footy? You chase the ball and you grab the bloke with the ball. Yeah, and it's just literally and what he did. It. So, um, yeah, they go up against Essendon who, uh, who did have the week off as well. So mm-hmm. they'll be fresh. They're big news. Again, it seems like when you have the week off, you can go sign your stars. Yeah, right. Your front office gets done. Zach Merritt re-signs. He's, he, uh, he had a five-year deal, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So he re-signs to the end of 2027, which is massive news for the Bombers. He's, he's, like, he's been in amazing form. Everyone's been talking about Dar- Darcy Parrish, but Zach Merritt's been their best player for the last couple of years. They're, yep. they're really building something there at Essendon. Yes. It feels yes. like... I don't know them and Carlton. That they're just doing it two different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Carlton are bringing in recruits every year, whereas Essendon said, "No, nah, we're going to draft the shit out of uh, out of this." And um, sorry, keep going. And see, no, you go. Uh, <laughs> no, no. And, and, and top up with our very very elite talent. So Zach Merritt re-signing is a massive massive deal. Um, Port Adelaide would be on him. I know Carlton had a little sniff around, but they've you know they've got a, now Mackay signed. They've got to worry about Crips and the like as well. Mm, so, mm. Um, what do we think here, boys? Anyone brave in tipping Hawthorne? Uh, no, I've gone. I've gone the Bombers here. Yeah, same Bombers for me. I but, like what they've been doing lately. Well, from what you saw last weekend, fucking mm. Hawthorne might be a shout. Mm. Max, you sticking strong? Have you gone? Oh, I went Bombers. Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. Damn it! I've gone yeah. with Heart and Head, and I've gone the Bombers as well. Uh, hang Huge. on, this could be curse game. Huge curse game. Yeah, this is ridiculous Odds. in the league. We'll, we'll, we'll come down in a minute. <laughs> so wrap this up. So Essendon are favourites, a dollar fifty-six. Hawthorne are out at two dollars forty-five. Um, the line is eleven and a half. It's a bit close. So yeah, couple of goals in it, but yeah, we'll have to wait and see. In that, I'll probably wrap up AFL chat for this week. There uh, is buy, buys for the week. eight teams yep. on the bye. Um, I don't need to read them all out. Uh, but we yes. said the five games, yeah. Then next yes, week we'll get back into the full slate. And then yes. it's they, you always say the post-buy is the lead into the that's final. It, business yeah. Yeah. COVID's wrecking this because of teams still doing hubs. Is when we can get teams training throughout the week in their normal clubs, mm. that's, that's my mark when we can start leading into finals. There's going to be a lot of gross things in the next two weeks, but... Mm-hmm. It's better than last year when we had no footy. Mm. Or we had it mm. in a, yeah, on the Goldie. Before we get stuck on the cricket, Marks, can you 
get some stats on this rugby league game. So South Zero just gone up 44 nothing uh, with 10 to go against Brisbane uh, with a kick to come. Latrell's already on the bench, so they're already re- resting Latrell after really share. with another, you know, I think he came off with about 15 to go. Um, has Johnston got a Hattie? I know he's got two. Um, who are our try scorers so far? I think there's at least a couple of blokes with a double. What do we got? Latrell's got one. Gagai's got one. Johnson's got Graham's two. Graham's got two. Johnson's got two. Yeah, they're just, and some of them are real soft as well. Like yeah. two guys tackling a bloke and he just keeps muscling them through and mm. puts a ball down over the line. That's they've been terrible. Eighteen and eighteen nil at half time. Now really put the points on second half. Yeah, now going to be <laughs> Wayne probably told them at half time these blokes are shit house. Go out there and, mm. and put them put them to the sword. <laughs> And Adam Reynolds had an absolute meal of a conversion in the last one, hit it off the post and still went over, so that he could score points at will. He's such a good goal kicker, and he's just kicked that one. Yeah. So I don't think he's missed a goal. Missed one. Missed one. So it's forty-six nothing now. Sixty percent possession to forty. What was the run meters missed there? Missed two. Missed two. I think um, missed one. Uh, what was oh, it? Sorry, yeah. So all run meters, they're over two thousand, and Brisbane haven't even hit a thousand. That is that looks ridiculous on the screen. That, that looks crazy that. on the screen right now. Twenty one hundred to nine fifty nine. So they've the doubled moment. the runs. Ten line breaks to one. Mm. Um, killing kick meters. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. The, every stat there almost doubles the other ones. So. It is a real issue in the league at the moment. Like we talked about Storm's well, we just run, talk- they went on in the thirteen plus. Well, we just talked about. Um, what was it Storm? We're going to put fifty on our blokes. Para, we're going to do forty. Um, there was another game I think we said was going to be I think Manly, Manly with the turbos. Yeah, mo- I, yeah. could get it out of hand. Um, I don't know, there might have even been another one like there's the turbos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the turbos. Triple turbos. Triple turbos. <laughs> and um, but then we talk about the AFL and we go. Oh, Melbourne's getting knocked off by Adelaide mm. and Collingwood. Like you don't know every mm. week. Yeah. And well, we think North should probably lose the Lions, and but there's at least some quality games happening throughout this round mm. of five games. But, but like, yeah, what's what's the equivalent to a forty-six to nil drubbing? Is that is that a hundred thirty point, point victory? Loss. Like, yeah, it's hundred point loss. Yeah, and it is very like we are crossing codes. But like, like Just South it, Sydney are inside the their twenty now from the like it's from the kickoff here. This is the first set. Well, like, it, let's, for example, if we double this, it'd be like a ninety point to zero scoreline. In the AFL, like that's, that's yeah, fucked. It is, um, <laughs> you can't compare it like that. Oh, just like, just, a quick, just for a no, yeah, for I know a quick Sean's comparison, doing, yeah. yeah. So it's it's, it's I a, think it's a genuine issue in the league because it and and Brisbane are on Friday night every week mm-hmm. purely because for money and eyes, but you're not showcasing the rest of the game here. No. Well, and that and that's a big mm-hmm. like well, you've got Penrith, well, you got you got Penrith versus Sydney. Wouldn't that be a great Friday night game? I know it's it's probably Saturday, Saturday night, but. Fox has paid good money for that. And they're, they're playing Brisbane on Thursday because they can't play them on Friday anymore. Sorry, we're on Thursday night here. Yeah, exactly. Right. But so again, they're always, they've moved they always have a primetime game. Like Yeah, they've moved Brisbane to predominantly playing Thursday games because they're shithouse. But if you're going to have this floating fixture, yeah. like like even the NFL, they don't have Dallas on every week. They know it would get more viewers, but mm. you want the, you would actually... Well, yeah, the teams you're better are off having yeah. a good brand of football on the yeah. telly, as well, far as I'm concerned. We, we've talked about there's two teams in Tier 1. There's probably then another two teams in tier two. Who's it, that? So I've got Melbourne, Penrith was one, and then I've yep. got Souths and Paras two, yep. and then everything else. I'd put so. the Roosters in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Top five probably. If well, they're, if they're, they're fully healthy, they're in that first tier. Exactly. Yeah. Healthy, healthy, manly would be at least in that tier two. 
Yeah, so I yeah. like that. Yeah. Manly probably getting up to their, their their record doesn't show that at currently, but they're getting to that point. Yeah, I don't think you can put yeah. them in there without. So I, I think yeah. we're stretching to get six teams. Is what? Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's right, there's well, four teams. One for you. Does any team out of that six win the comp? No chance. No. Is it outside of that team? Uh, no Absolutely sh- not. Well, no. I'd say outside of Penrith and Storm, uh, I'd say Manly probably, if fully healthy, will beat Souths and Para, mm. and they're the only dark horse that probably maybe could knock those two off, just though they can't form. Uh, but so, I, it's Souths and Penrith by leaps and bounds. So that speaks yeah. volumes of the state that the league is at. Well, it, but you at know the start what, of the year we talked what? about four, so they've you know we've narrowed it down to two. By two by exactly his, by, in, yeah. by this point. So. That's what I mean. Like we had this conversation at the start of the year, yeah. and it was the exact same and we teams. Had the, we had the Roosters. It was the exact same. The I think we had Raiders really in that Raiders four. High yeah. But the Raiders, yeah, are, yeah. so they're falling off. So well, all that's happened <coughs> is a team has dropped off. So well, so I don't know. I think without a draft, you're never going to get proper parity. No, like teams yeah. just have to naturally fall off a cliff. I don't and know. We just like, talked about the Roosters having yeah. all the cash in the world with all the retirements that they can go buy good players. So. Which actually really interesting. I saw this stat from the Storm. Uh, Xavier Coates is probably their one big name signing that they've made in like 10 years, I think it's it was. Michael Crocker. Oh, that's all right. You saw yeah, that too. Right. Yeah, Roosters from the Roosters. Mm. Uh, yep. So you can see they their – Mick Crocker, yeah. yeah, their, yeah. Their development is really, really key to how – They've sustained their. Um, it probably helps having uh, you know, the one of the greatest players of all time playing hooker for two decades almost. But that's how you get the best of young players. You're surrounded by good young players. Then those old players get older, and the young players become the old players, and they bring up like it's it's a circle. Yeah. That's and again without a draft, that's how, just how you get to keep. Yeah, it and successful. coaching probably yeah. helps a little bit. And again, and like, that's why. Um, Bellamy's assistants get hired. Mm. You know, you, you sit next <laughs> to the bloke every single day. Surely something Something's rubs off on you. So <laughs> Stephen Kearney didn't work. Um, and like Brian, I don't think any work. of them worked yet. So I don't know. So what? And, and Belichick's, like Belichick's the same in yeah. the NFL. Like it, it's wild that it's. You'd think surely yeah. this. You know the system. Systems can't be replicated. You know in these individuals that do are at the top. Correct. Yeah. And often it's gone the other way for for the Storm. They've developed these really good players. Is Ralph Lau, Greg Inglis, Cooper Cronk later yeah. in his career yeah. and lost them to, to other clubs. Yeah. Well, yeah. You've, you've probably named the two guys that have left Melbourne and actually done really, really well. Mm. A lot of the guys that leave Melbourne kind of don't recapture their form that they had at Melbourne. Fizzle. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Proctor, Adam Blair. Mm-hmm. McLean, keep going. Tolman. Tolman. Yeah. It's, it was, very, you know, Israel and Inglis really were the only two. Mm. Um Israel, no, didn't, Israel didn't do it. Generational huge. talents as exactly, well. Like, like, exactly. Real, and so. Israel didn't, you know, do his whole career in NRL. He played, I think, what, two seasons for Brisbane and then went yeah, to so play rugby league, like uh, to play rugby. But he was the high scoring player in rugby when he was booted out. So He was probably the best player in Australian Rugby Union when he was playing fullback for the Tars. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think he was going to score the most tries. He was on pace to set the history, the, like to break the record essentially for most tries. Um, by Wallaby, I think it was. Mm-hmm. That was that was part of his court case. That was one of the stats that you know lost sponsorship because he couldn't hit that number. Anyways. Anyway, <laughs> enough about Israel. We don't need to talk about Israel at the moment. Two hours or, or Ben Barber and his stuff like that. Let's <laughs> let's finish that. Let's let's, let's what? Move. you don't want to we don't want to talk about Ben Barber. Let's keep no. going. <laughs> he's, a, he's actually a gun Aussie rules footy player. Did you yes, know that? But he's still a dickhead. So let's keep footy. going. <laughs> 
Anyways, I don't know how we got there because we want to talk about the Black Caps. Yes, let's talk some cricket. Shout out to the our little brothers to the East. Gee whiz, nearly quick geography. Some quick geography. Yeah. Um, although the we right probably side, need to man. stop calling them the little brothers the way they are playing at well, the moment. Well, they're ranked number one. Yes, and we're, we're ranked four. number four. But we're bigger, yeah. older, and stronger. So mm. boo. That's what I keep saying to my little brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, the we last time we spoke to you guys, it was uh, we were talking during the first test of. Oh no, they just started the second test. Um, New Zealand in Dang. England. Two uh, yeah. It was day two. England sort of a cruising. Rory Burns had a really gritty mm-hmm. eighty. Um, Dan Lawrence. They both scored eighty one, but they both went out um, completely different ways. Um, uh, really gritty sort of um, knock from perfect openers knock from Rory Burns, whereas mm-hmm. Lawrence just came out playing those delicious strokes. Um, but but to sort of go back, we were talking mm-hmm. about the changes mm-hmm. that New Zealand had for this game. Mm-hmm. Obviously. With the World Test Championship in mind, it was a pretty quick turnaround between that second test and the World cha- Test Championship, which yep. is um, tomorrow. tomorrow yep. the, the big yep. ones being Tim Southey comes off seven wickets in a match um, mm-hmm. in that drawn, um, and Kane Williamson, you know, top five batsman in the world yep. going around. Yeah, you yeah, captain. Right. Mm-hmm. They, they get rested. Um, England ended up getting bowled out for 303. As I said, Burns and Lawrence with 81. Um, a piece, not a bad score, but it's not 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 great. No one really went on for England, other than those two. Absolutely, no one with the bat. That, like I said, they went out different ways. You know, they kind of looked like was the pitch. You know, it's a bowler's paradise. Mm. Mark Wood came out. It wasn't a a tailender's slap around. For, he mm. made forty one with some good cricket shots, and he yeah, let it, right. he let some go. He actually looked quite good out mm-hmm. there, and and. He's a very good cricket player. He bowls yeah. very quick, and actually he bowls wheels. He can um he can hold a bat. Don't worry about him. Um. Bolton, Matt Henry, can you ask for two, you know, we talk about conditions in New Zealand. Mm. That, that's, there's a reason they're part of the Commonwealth. They do just as well in England. <laughs> yes. um, Bolt, Bolt got four wickets, but I thought Matt Henry was a much better bowler. He just mm. was landing them in spots. And him and Saudi are very similar in that they, they're a little bit fuller, so they're going to get hit for some cover drives for mm. four. Mm-hmm. But you can't help but play the ball. Even you look at some balls and you say, how the hell, why, why isn't the batsman just leaving that? Mm. It's, you know, it's a bat outside of off, but it's that... Awkward swinging, you know, leaning in, swinging away, seeing positions. They're just absolute maestros with the ball. Um, in return, New Zealand made 388. Uh, again, everyone loves being in the 80s in this test match. Mm-hmm. Devin Conway again made up with, you know, he had 200 in the first test. Yep. He had a lovely looking eight. He's just a good looking bat. I love his yeah, technique. He's got like yeah. a Mike Hussey left hander. Yeah. You love to watch him bat. The found something in Conway, um, it looks like. Oh, absolutely. Um, Will Young, again, who came in for Williamson, uh, chipped in with 80 of his own. And Ross Taylor found a bit of form um, at the right time. He made 80. Uh, he He's... Yeah, he he's definitely on the back end of his career, but he still showed that he's he's an old man. He's got a lot there. Yeah, he's still got a. Oh yeah, he yeah absolutely he's old, but he's not the number four, and he's one of the better number fours going mm-hmm. around. Stuart Broad was sort of the only consistent bowler, and he was, and we said it off air. Him and Jimmy Anderson are probably the two oldest bowlers mm. in the world right now, and mm. they are two of the best bowlers right now for what the luck they've had with their bodies. Mm. They're just. Like like Stuart Broad was in prime Stuart Broad mode. I was watching a fair yeah. bit of this, and he was he was quick. He was moving it left and right. Um, the and ball was going all over. Was yeah, all over yeah, yeah, classic England England deck. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. New Zealand did very well to get close to four hundred there. Um, and then I've got like a, both teams made over three hundred. England just got there. Mm-hmm. And England's second dig, they only uh, they made a measly one hundred and thirty. I think it was just yeah, absolutely collapse. insipid. And and, yeah, and no and. And we'd hit Australia just as hard. Like, no heart 
in their batting. Mm-hmm. And and you know, you look to Joe Root first. You are the you're in the heart of the order. You are the captain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously you've got some moving parts. Um, Wood top scored again with twenty nine, and I think there was four batsmen in double digits, and and it may have yeah. been three. Like yeah. so had Crawley Root had eleven, Pope twenty three. Ollie Stone was 15 and yeah, Wood yeah was 29. So, so it was four but yeah. there's nothing there I just and, and we talked about Dan Lawrence in India he looked really good in different conditions and he's come back home and, and scored some runs mm. um, but just 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 real crap back Neil Wagner found some form with the ball there but again mm-hmm. all of the New Zealand bowlers bowled really well they bowled as a team mm. they backed up that was the difference I think Stuart Broad bowled really well but didn't sort of have that consistent back up from his um, partners, whereas Whit Wagner was sort of the strike bowler there and, yeah. and Bolt and Henry and, and, and uh, Patel backed him up. Um, absolutely. And, and then, yeah, New Zealand, I think they had 41 to chase. Tom Latham, who stepped in as captain, which yep. sort of so, shows you where New Zealand are looking. Kane Williamson isn't an old man, but Latham has captained them in ODIs, mm-hmm. T20s. So mm-hmm. he's, he's definitely that, you know, two I see. And he's very much up and down with his form. But if they're willing to give him captaincy... There's no issue there. So it leaves New Zealand with a great spot with Conway. Their top sure. six is a lock, which is something we haven't seen in Australia for a very, very, very long time. Well, I think so. that's a good point. You'd rather have lots of really good options to pick from than none. So. Yeah, 100%. And, and this, this is what this this showcased. Um, I, just, I just think it was two very different game styles from New Zealand. Like, obviously, mm. in the first drawn test match, Conway opens the batting, hits 200. You're always going to be in a good spot. Your opening bowler takes six wickets mm. in an innings in Saudi. Mm. The game misses a day with rain. They have the yeah. early declaration. They take a couple of early wickets at the England bat out the draw. You know, they had to be sort of aggressive there. Whereas this game, they, they had to – they bat second. They mm. had to fight off Broad, who was in form. Mm-hmm. No one really went on with scores. Guys had to be gritty. Taylor took a bit to get into his innings. The bowlers all chipped in. Completely yeah. different to the other game where they leaned on two players, really. So yeah. not only do they have lots of players, and we talk, you know, 17 blokes played in the two-test series. Mm-hmm. That's that's insane just to mm-hmm. say that. 17 guys got exposure to international test cricket, but they had to play a different style in two games. Mm-hmm. So can you think of a better lead-up to a world test championship coming? Well, I was going to ask you, is the Kiwi on the table? Um, do you think they can beat <laughs> India? Oh, not only and, – and, and oh, we will we'll, – I, I just – we will wrap up this series before we jump into it. And I am the resident Kiwi. I bloody, I want to try and get, I want to, my uncles are all, sh- and my granddad was a big He's sheep farmer. So we got the chili bun back I'm t- on the, on the chili bun. On the chili bun. I did want to just wrap up and I was sort of hanging on it. Like, mm. like England were crap. Yes. England were really crap. Yeah, they had bad. fans back yep. at the cricket for the first time in a long time. And they sucked. That top order, Zach Cra- Crawley, he'll be a trivia note. <laughs> Sibley, no good. Rory Burns, real scrappy opener, but you know, Burns is give me home about give it. me Rory Burns on a, on a, on a you know a quick speedy deck with Pat Cummins and Stark Bowling. That's what I want to see. Quick like speedy, he was, he was crap when he deck. played here. Give me Rory Burns with a short deck. Um, my my question for you, Jim, is um, is their top six a cause for concern? England's like that sort of Joe Root. Massive. Who can bat? Massive. And Dan Lawrence has shown a bit. We said in India, like, he didn't make any big scores, by the way. He was hitting good 40s and scrappy 60s, -hmm. which was a pass for them in India, past that first test. Mm -hmm. They missed Ben Stokes. Yeah, I was going to say, how desperate. Obviously, like, like, as all-around cricketers, he's one of the best three, probably, in the world. Well, he's the second best player, you'd say, for England. 
100. I'd say he's the best player. I, I say uh, the way Root sort of is a bit streaky True. these days. I don't True. see him as a strong leader either. Um, what by playing Ben Stokes at five or six, having to do him, you have a solid quick. They didn't pick a spinner in the squad the whole yeah. time, and Ajis Patel, although he's not a great, you know, left arm orthodox for no. New Zealand, took some wickets and he and he landed in the right spot. Mm. To not have a spin option, to have Joe Root as your spin option, and took a wicket in this game, like you know. Mm. He, he's taken some wickets in his time. He should not be bowling. Joe Root should not be bowling. You should always have a spinner handy mm. based on conditions. You know, five, pitch crumbles in five yep. days. You, yep. you need a spinner there. Yeah. Yeah. So by playing Ben Stokes, you don't even have to think about it. You know you can play a spinner because Stokes can bowl. Apologies. And, you know, you're throwing that he's an elite bat mm. as well. He averages yeah. 45, I think, with mm. the stick. So he, he should be back before the India series when India play in England. Um, mm. yeah. But if I'm an England fan looking at that, I know – Take I'll this world test championship aside. I'd be worried. I'd be yeah. panicked. I'd be, and then mm. from there, they go from hosting India to coming down against their biggest rivals against us. Mm. And again, completely different conditions. Yes. Yep. They haven't shown they can play down here, you know, since Cook and Strauss, you know, bent us over. Well, since we're, t- since we're talking about it, let's uh, have a quick um, conversation about the, that, te- that series, India coming over to play in England. Um, noting, of course, England very much gone with the pace attack and would you say India's strong suit is their pace attack or more their spinning options? And would they bring a bevy of spinners across to England for those conditions? How do you think that series is going to go? I Yeah, I don't think they'll – like we talked about Axar Patel. Um, he's not even going to look in in this mm-hmm. – um, well, he wasn't even named in the squad. Yeah. Um, and, and again, I think they'll bring Ashwan and maybe Patel's his backup. But maybe, maybe. But it's – and we'll get into sort of selection queries – with um, India going into tomorrow's test match, mm. it's do you play Ashwin and Jadeja or one or the other? Let alone, yeah, maybe Jadeja. Let alone the this backup, guy who's taken the most wickets in his first three games ever. True. Obviously, the conditions will play for it, and we have talked about India's depth. They can pick horses for courses right mm. now with with bowling oh, yeah. as well as with their batting. Um, so they're going to come here and Aksha misses out. You absolutely no no no. He's not even in the squad. I yeah. don't think. Yeah, he's in the squad. Oh. He's in the squad. Well, you, yeah. Sorry, well, you uh, can't. For mine, he misses out. Yeah, definitely. No, no, he won't play Friday, and I don't think he'll play against England. No. The the low key Barring thing that's sort of no longer low key is England. Uh, India's fast bowling. Like they have a selection dilemma at mm-hmm. fast bowling, and not because shit, we need to find a third seamer. It's how do we fit all these seamers in here? So They've so got Bumrah, Bumrah, one of the best quicks in the world. Pick and stink. Mohammed Shami in mm-hmm. India is going to have an absolute field day. Yep. Ishan Sharma is back and healthy. Mm-hmm. Siraj showed here in Australia that, you know, if it, if it can swing or seam, he's going to get the best out of it. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, Both things great in England. Umesh Yadav, again, bowls absolute gas. That's five quicks. So they're going to pick three, you'd think. I think, and I'll sort. Of, we'll, we'll jump. In. Well, I'll finish off by saying England are in big, big, big trouble. If they they got New Zealand, host New Zealand, India, go to Australia. They're looking at three series losses in a row. Yeah, and yeah. India, New Zealand clearly went into this game not thinking, look, a win. A, if we can get a win, that'd be great. But whatever, we, we've they got bigger a fish. Tiered squad in this. Flight. Absolutely. Yeah. Going like- in, it we'll jump straight into this game. So to that point, I think. They're in a great position. I saw Agarwal um, recently. He's not going to get picked. So it mm-hmm. looks like Rohit Sharma and um, Shubman Gill, who mm-hmm. showed a bit here in Australia, mm-hmm. they'll open. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, you know, they've got a guy named Pujara who can 
that yeah, that all day. Coley, I think. Uh, Coley may yeah. sneak into the four. <laughs> he's, he's not too uh, bad. Ajinka Rahane, who again is one of the most underrated batsmen and, and leaders in the mm. in world cricket. Mm. Six and sevens, interesting. They do have. Um, is it Varane? Is that I forgot that right? Yeah, Varane. He's in this team, but I think they'll go Pant at six, mm-hmm. and then then you've got seven, eight. I think they do play Ashwin Jadeja, and Jadeja. Jadeja about seven. Yeah, and then Ashwin eight. Because between yep. them, you've got the spin yep. and enough batting there. to Because to, 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 eight down, you're not expecting runs. So if eight and seven can combine for some runs, mm. you're happy there because they're bottom, they're, they're quicks can't bat for shit. So um, I think it's – I think well, Boomerang and Xiaomi pick themselves. Their biggest question is well, – Sorry, just to interrupt you there. Would they pick a more of a specialist batsman over Jadeja? Or do you think he's, you're happy with him producing? Nah, well, I, th- I don't think sort of Varani. I don't think Varani is that much better. Mm. You know, he's he's sort of a batting all-rounder. I'd rather take Jadeja's extra bowling because he's a he's hit test tons than, Varane, you know, what Varane can sort of offer. Do you offer. think maybe Washington mm. Sunder might get a shout there as a oh, guy that has better with bat than Jadeja? I so don't take a little bit more bat than bowl. It is because it is England, and and you've got a point. If not for his, because he bowls spin, so no, for mine. If he if he was a seamer, like New Zealand, and we'll get into their team. If you have a seamer that can bat seven, and that's why England are so normally so successful in England because they've got Ben Stokes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that flips your whole lineup. You can do whatever you want if you've got a guy who can bowl seam up and mm, bat really and bat. well. Whereas Sunday, yeah, he may be good with the bat. Jadage is just as good. I'd take Jadage's bowling, fielding. Yeah, I'd say yeah, you're bowling veteran over, and over Washington. So I think, yeah, I think it's Jadage, Ashvin. I don't know who you think the third quick is. I th- Siraj would be very hard done by to miss out. Yeah, on I, he I bowled agree. very well, but does this shan't Sharma? He's got a uh, fairly good record in England from what yeah, I he's remember. Got um, and even Umesh Yadav, like, you know, he's sort of the. Uh, I, think, I think Siraj gets the nod as the third quick. Uh, and we'll have a look at the Kiwis where, like I said, their top six is a lock. You know, they've found Devin Conway, who's mm-hmm. just, a, you know, and in absolute great good. form. He's only hit 300 runs in the last two weeks mm. in England. Um, he'll open with Latham, who he said is a lock. Kane Williamson, Ross Taylor, Henry Nichols. Yep. that's They're absolutely lock and they're all in great form. BJ Watling, who I like, he's the best keeper in world cricket. At you the reckon? moment, yeah, pa- yeah, pants in the eye, but mm. criminally underrated. Never like never mm. makes mistakes with the gloves. Mm. Scrappy as with the bat, but actually has a bit of flair. There, what they do, it's again, it's a great headache to have when you have bowling. Like we, our bowlers pick themselves. We're sweet. <laughs> That's all we got. It's literally all we've got. So, <laughs> Tim Southey and, and um, Trent Bolt. Obviously, they'll play. Mm-hmm. And what they've done for the last ten years doesn't get talked about enough. Neither of them yeah. bowl. 150 clicks. They both move oh, it left and right. It. Oh, he pushes it. 150 with a tailwind, maybe. But yeah. Oh, maybe yeah. prime Trent Bolt in in with white ball cricket, not in a test match. I'll have a look at Trent Bolt's fastest. Ball I'll ball. have a skull bet. He doesn't bowl anything quicker than 145 in the World Test Championship. Oh, but ever? Is no, of course. Ever. I said. And, and there's got to be ever. a game. Well, with well like when they made World Cup final, Can he would have been pu- over. I'll take 152. I think he's both. You're taking over? Yeah. I'll, I'll take under every day of the week with that. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely right. Fastest ball ever. No way. No way he's bowled 150 clicks. But we're taking away. Again, this is what happens with these two. They've opened the, opened the bowling for New Zealand for the last eight to ten years. 
So that's insane. If you can have an opening bowling partnership for that long, we talk about Broad, we talk about Anderson, we talk about Cummins, we talk about Stark and Hazelwood. We should have these two in the same conversation. So shout out to them. This is a massive moment for them. Who the third quick is? Do they go with Wagner? Henry is bowling out of his skin. You kind of can't pick Henry. I think they'll go the spinner in Patel because at seven they can either go Jamison or um, Colin de Gronholm. Uh, both, you know, Jamison's bowling probably puts him over the line, but de Gronholm yeah. bowls heap of swing, can can bat and has a mullet. So I think de Gronholm's <laughs> mullet and his big hitting get him over the line at seven. Um, and then you go sort of Saudi, Bolt. Henry or Wagner is going to be interesting. Mm. It's going to be very interesting what they do there. Speed of Bolt, I think I'm in trouble here. I think you're in massive trouble, man. <laughs> I think you're in massive trouble. 147 is the quickest we can find. Ever record, yeah. yeah. Well, that that's recorded in the IPL. That's the Any fastest beers? ball. If he's not bowling quick in the IPL, he's never bowled quicker than that. He's like... Um, <laughs> can, can we go to the Nets? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's obviously a massive game. Both teams coming at this at different ways. You know, India have dominated this sport the last two years. They've, I mean, they dominate it every year, but they are the global superpower. They've got the best depth. They've won everywhere. Now we've got this new format that's a test, closest thing to a test World Cup, I guess. Mm. Let's Which be the first one. Three is in the making? Yeah, exactly. And I think it's a great, we've talked about it. It's a great concept. Mm. So, Let's confirm that we're the dominant ones. Whereas the Black Caps look at this and say, bugger being the younger brother, bugger being... They're the underdogs. They're the underdogs. Who's the number one team going into this? Kiwis. Kiwis, exactly. Who's the team that, you know, can play on these conditions? Kiwis. Who's won a game this week in England? Kiwis. So, actually, can you get the odds for us, Marks? I wouldn't shock me if (laughs) New Zealand were favourites here. The fact they can't bat for a draw and get the win is... Is just absolute ludicrous for me. Watch England have three days of rain now. It's absolute crap. But <laughs> the, the way these both these teams are looking at it, and we all say we love the way that, you know, early declarations, attacking, batting at moments, you know, strategic. Mm. Playing for wins. They're playing for wins. So, I, like, I would really love to see the Black Caps win this. I, I, I reckon it's going to be a great matchup. And India have everything to prove here. They've won everything under the sun mm-hmm. the last two years. Mm-hmm. This is it. So Kiwi Mac has had his say. I think I'll back him as well and go with the Kiwis in this one. What do you bet you two boys on the end of the day? Yeah, I, I reckon the Black Caps from on. Yeah. From what oh, I saw. Don't oh, do it, Monks. Don't do it, Monks. <laughs> go for India, would you? You want to give him a little kiss of death? Uh, you got some odds there for us, James? Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so the New Zealand are favourites. They're mm. uh, $2.80 at the moment. Yeah. Jeez, that's good. So what's the so draw? What happens, what happens in the result of a draw? They're both winners. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just disgusting. Isn't it? That's just disgusting for mm. me. Mm. So what, we're going to get Williamson and Coley. But the way the way these England pitchers have been playing, there'll be a result if we get five yeah. days of cricket. Yeah. Because if, the yeah, ball as long is, as it doesn't rain. What all Mate, 10 I, bowlers can do here is we'll, we'll get 20, 40 wickets. the way the conditions have been, you need three and a half days. Yeah. Three and yeah. a half days, yeah. you'll get a result. Yeah. yeah. And well, the way news, like... India if, love if it if you're gonna, much. Like you can just tell William, Williamson to look at this. And whatever, Coley may as well. If draw, we both get it. We may as well go for the win and get it. Yeah. Like I, I, I can just imagine they'd rather do that and that attacking mentality. Mm. Yeah. It's really it. It's I think it's a, and we all do. We think it's a brilliant concept. I want to sort it. of. Yeah. I think it's one of those yeah. things. Maybe more test cricket. You know, let less. You put more money into it. Yeah. And get more incentive yeah. behind well, it. Can we agree <laughs> on something? Test cricket is a pinnacle of cricket. No, oh, no, it's cricket. 
That's what cricket is. That's what cricket. The and rest you, is, and you've got a T Twenty. The other stuff's entertainment. You got a T Twenty World Cup. You have got an ODI World Cup. Make make a pinnacle of Test mm. cricket. Yeah, the other but stuff. Yeah, there's no yeah. way you can have oh. a month long tournament Test cricket. You know, mathematically. But that's why they do it over yeah. two years, yeah. and they, and have yeah. come up with this strange mm. concept. Mm. But and then you know, it's the first time they've done it. It's never going to be perfect the first way. So make the changes. You know, mm. go as you're long. Mm. And the fact it's New Zealand and India, like you couldn't have a scrappier underdog and a bigger, you know. The powerhouse. E- evil yeah. oligarch, you know, <laughs> roll, ruling over world cricket. So, the, of cricket. And the fact it's in England, like it's just a per- – like cricket is such a weird sport. Mm. The fact we've got India versus New Zealand in London is just awesome. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I do too. And I hope I it gets packed out. And they, they will at yeah. Lords. They love their cricket and it should be great. Pappy, do you want to talk about some of the Australian squad going into the West Indies? I can take it. I was going to scale for being wrong on the uh, Trent Bolt fast. Well, why don't you, why don't you do that? I think, what was it, seven kilometres per hour on that one too? Yeah, I don't know, five, I, so. I missed out. I, it seems like it's 148 is the best that we could come up with. I had 152. Swing bowler bowling 150 clicks. I mean, if he, if he could bowl 150, he'd be like a video game well, character. Well, that's all we've found. Uh, so Trent Bolt's only bowling about three clicks per Quicker than I can bowl. That's, hey. that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the yams. It's been a while since we had a yam shout out yeah. on the Esky. So. Has anyone seen our uh, scorebook from uh, the 2020 21 season? It's lost. It's lost. You lost the book. I didn't lose it. it <laughs> it's it, probably a ginseng. It's in, it's in a Chinese restaurant. Uh, they in, would have burnt that. Yeah. I've got photo <laughs> evidence of us being there. Yep. Couldn't yep. tell you if we were there. Mate, I think it's been made into a few dim sums. <laughs> <but. laughs> that, that secret sauce yeah, is. Uh, that's right. The time that the I got. Stats. That's that good. Burnsy, I this year. The time that me and Burnsy uh, put on 200 run opening partnership oh. has been rolled up and scuffled down the throats wow. of the patrons. Wow. If you weren't there, if you weren't there, you won't know about it. That's oh, you'll know about it. Peps will tell you about it. You let us know about this. Well, uh, West Indies a tour, if you wouldn't mind. We also play Bangladesh in that. I'm going to scull a beer. You're going to scull that beer. I'm going to tell us through uh, talk us about this West Indies tour. They named a squad, and then they had to make a couple changes to the squad because a couple guys you guys may have heard of aren't playing. They've said they're not going to play. Pat yeah. Cummins, Dave Warner, heard Glenn of. Maxwell, Kane Richardson, Daniel Sams, and the big Stoin have all said we're not playing. We've done enough bubble bullshit. We've travelled around. We've isolated. Well, all of them, they all played in India, didn't they? They're all in the IPL, so they're all involved. And mm-hmm. poor, yeah. I think Kane Richardson pulled out just before it was yep. uh, ended. Yep. Daniel Sams actually caught the cocoa, the poor bugger. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've all said, nope, we're not doing this for a, you know, it must be shit being in isolation. If you're turning down a tour of the West Indies to play T20 cricket, yeah. it must be yeah. it must be grim. And then what these guys have gone through, like, cabin fever. Come back, spend time with your families. Um, Smudge also not playing. He's yep. got a nagging elbow that he picked up in the IPL. I th- it just was re-aggravated in the IPL. So for our sake as Australian cricket fans, the IPL finishing yeah, may not have been the worst thing because I think it might be a bit yeah. more serious than where being led to believe and uh, um, as an australian cricket fan i couldn't give two fucks about this tour i would really <laughs> like absolutely Seven smith to get right for the ashes absolutely 100 uh, percent. or to, you know it, yeah, to be honest t20 world t20, Cup. Yeah. if you can't if you can't play that but he can't play ashes i'd rather that yeah but um, I'd, I'd also say us here on the on the esky resurrecting west indies cricket we want to see the west indies do well on this tour <laughs> the world cricket needs a strong West Indies. It needs a strong West Indies. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's a good thing yeah. we're not playing these guys. Maybe West Indies can win. West Indies actually have named a pretty strong 
Squat they're like Kyron Pollard. Short, short form, format, they're always yeah. good. They have, they have, so there's a bunch of these little tournaments sort of going around on tournaments, like series going around in that lead up to the T20 World Cup. Well, the um, Caribbean tournament, I think, is in September as a comparison. Yeah, uh, July, I think. Finishes, yes. So there are one days in there as well. So it's, yeah. so it's quite a lot. I think it's about a month long. You, you are right. So I think the IPL was September and they wanted the Caribbean to start earlier mm. so that they could hopefully get their full in and get the guys yeah. to come back across from both series. But yeah, it's getting quite awkward because everything was jammed in pre T20 World Cup. IPL being put like now is just more jammed in. It's sort of jumbled up at the moment. So there is still some, you know, Aaron Finch is captaining the squad. Um, the Agar brothers are there. I think Wes is the big one. Mm. Shout out Simo, who wanted mm. to talk about his drive on the second. Today? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Uh, shout out to Simo Van Buers, if you're with us. Um, best drive I've ever seen on the second hole of Fair Green? Ben. Oh, it's probably 20 out. Okay. You know how um, the, f- the fairway runs out and yeah. then there's that upslope and then that downslope? Mm. He, cl- he cleared that. Shit, you yeah. driver doing it plenty for him. Yeah, I was there for two. Um, mm. So pretty much the same. So exactly, may as well be the same. <laughs> Probably chunk the chip anyway. So. Yeah, uh, interesting because he played at the end of the time. I was going, mate, that's the best drive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. typical yeah. Simo right? Uh, mm. Enough of that. Anyway, yeah. Jason Baradorf is in the squad. Um, look, it, it, it is that T20 mix. I know Trevor, sorry, boy, went completely like, off track. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor Hones, the head of the selection um Committee that we have, I don't know. Yes. I, which again, we could do a separate um, mm. esky just on selection committees. Yeah, yeah the wankers could. that pick the team. Yep, he's on. he's come out and said, "Look, we had our team picked for the World Cup. We knew exactly where we we're going mm-hmm. with these guys ruling it." And it's a bit of you know bravado and, and just chat. Obviously, all those guys are playing. <laughs> um, now he said, "All right, you guys have your opportunity here in the West Indies, and hopefully in Bangladesh, there's mm. big chat that that's just not going to happen. Um, yeah. There's spots up for grabs." Which will be interesting. I, I can't imagine there. Uh, I think it just may be a bit of smoke to try and you know keep interest in the series to to keep some guys interested. Um, maybe Moises can 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 hold his spot down. Mate, it's, it's a tree Mitch outs. Marsh is Mitch Marsh in or out? Like treeouts. It is. Yeah, show up to the treeouts, you big dumb bitch. So shout <laughs> <laughs> um, to the longest yard. Elite movie. As soon as I sent you that quote, I was like, I want to watch that movie. Mm. It is the the newer model, the older one. I've I've tried to cough and it's no bueno. Mm. Not Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds, good on you. I nearly said Burt Newton. (laughs) 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 Burt Newton, jeez. Not doing too well at the moment. Uh, Big big moon face Newton. So... (laughs) Uh, um, <laughs> Let's roll on. We're gonna we're gonna wrap up the cricket there. So th- the big one is this World Test series. Look, we we know we got a lot of uh, Indian yep. fans out there. So mm. get talk, at us, get at us in the comments. Talk us in they the comments. Will. I think we all back the Kiwis. We all back the Kiwis. <laughs> so you I got, think I think New Zealand win this. Yeah, yeah. I think from what I've seen, and and if conditions if, favor them, and if Williamson comes back and they got to grind home, yeah, f- for mine, Southie comes back. Perhaps, yeah, yeah. Yep. I, I, they're they're the, I think they're the better side. Like you can't have a better warm up. Like your warm up matches were international games against England in England, and you yep. win that series one nil. So time will tell. Twenty four hours from now. This time next week, we'll know. And England, India probably won on the second day. Um, <laughs> but look, let us know in the comments uh, if you're confident. If you're not confident, uh, yeah. As the resident black cap here, uh, go Kiwis. Kane Williamson to turn up in this game. Oh, he's going to be your man of match. I got Williamson, real real captain's performance. I'm going Conway. Conway? Yeah. Ride the hot hand. I don't hate that. 
Oh man, sneakier than there. I'm gonna go my man Trent. Trent Bolt the ball 160 <laughs> clicks. <laughs> just just get over 148. That was the over. <laughs> Have you scored that bitch yet? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, he put it away. Oh, yeah. Very good. Oh, I empty the tank. Uh, I'll go Coley. Ooh. His favorite man of the match. You're losing, losing game. Side. Yeah, Mark saw over <laughs> shot there. That right. is cricket, but it is yeah, it is great. We're, I can't wait to see what happens. Just no draw for the love of God, no draw. No. Let it t- one team or the other win. Well, the draw is the favourite, uh, two dollars thirty six. No, it don't happen. Please. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I don't think it will. I don't think teams will play for the draw. I mean, obviously, if it's day five and and you've got to scrap a draw out. Yeah, I don't think we've got to worry about yeah. rain. That's it. It's England yeah. too. It's England. So yes. Stem, let us know about the water is wet and very so much so in England. We must move forward. Let's talk about the NBA. Yes. Mugs, can you bring us up the playoff bracket just so uh, we know where we currently are? Let's start with the Nets and the Bucks. Yeah, let's start in the East. The, uh, the Nets led this series 3-2. Mm-hmm. Obviously went out uh, there in Brooklyn, uh, got the first two games. Bucks came back to a piece. And uh, mm-hmm. game five, the, the Nets gave up a big lead in this one. Uh, it was 17 points at one stage. Uh, KD, uh, alien, yeah, let, got a bit, got a bit warm. Let's put it that way. Let's put it this way: one of the best uh, NBA playoff games in history ever. Yeah, yeah all big time. Yeah, he played forty-eight minutes, forty-eight points, seventeen boards, ten. He played assists. all the forty-nine. He played the entire game. He played. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't miss a second. Did not miss a second. Uh, Harden got rushed back into the side. He'd look fucking useless, <laughs> to, let's be honest. He had six points. Which was the worry at the start. I thought, oh, they've rushed him in. They're desperate here. Yeah, and then you Forgetting can, they had the alien that is Kevin yes. Durant. Indeed. Indeed. Um, how do you how do you guard that, this man, KD? Like, how do you guard this team? Well, I'll, I'll give a shout-out to uh, to Langdon, our good mate Langdon. Um, With he, elbows up. That's how you do it. He's, got a, he's made a great <laughs> point about the Bucks. And we'll get into the injuries across every single team yeah. in the playoffs. Left, they're the only healthy team. They've got a guy who's all NBA. He's one Defensive Player of the Year, who plays the exact same position of Kevin Durant in mm-hmm. in Giannis Antetokounmpo. So, jeez, mm-hmm. that was smooth. That was um, nice, thank you. Well, yeah, I had to say well, quick because if I stuffed up, I was just going to keep going. I think um, confidence is key there. You know, it doesn't help talking about it for fifteen seconds afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just repeat you've that? Got, you've, you've, got, <laughs> you've got the Greek freak. We'll go with that. Matched up literally in the same position of KD. How is KD yeah. allowed to go for a, for a 50 piece? Well, I think KD's had the better of him through the series. Absolutely. But, but, but so Giannis never guards him defensively. He, he avoids him. Exactly. Yeah, they, they you can't. PJ Tucker or that. Well, that's who. who the, the KD stopper. Yeah. Uh, Elbows up. I think Durant had 49. PJ had a big donut. So, mm. which, you know, his game isn't about scoring. But, gee whiz. Mm. You you can't have Giannis on that team, and I completely agree with the sentiment. If you are the defensive player of the year, if you are the best player on your team, and someone's running off like that, you, you say, "I'm going to him." All right, whatever. Mm. He wants to clear out. I'm going up at him. You're that long. You're that tall. Mm. Like that's why that's why Rudy Gobert. That's why Giannis get defensive player of the year. That's mm. why you're all NBA defense because you're that long. He can't. Yep. That's why KD's so good offensively. He's seven foot tall. He can just get above just, everyone. Yeah. Mm. So stick mm. your arm in the air, put your head in his face. He's a freak. And and pick him up. Yeah, exactly. Like he's a freak. But yeah, you, you, you have one. You have one because the big story was you know you have Giannis versus KD. You've got yeah, Drew Middleton out. on Harden or Kyrie. Mm. Then you've got Middleton versus Harden. You're not going to find a better matchup, Milwaukee. Like yeah. you know, you're the only team that can go head to head with a fully healthy Nets. Mm. They are not even close to fully healthy. They're up to one. 
good player. Yeah. And he, he wins it single-handedly. So I don't know if it's the coach. I don't know if it's Giannis's mindset, but it, it falls on Giannis for mine. And it's mm. it's a good point from Langdon. So shout out to you. Can, and, can and the coach do anything at this stage of the season in basketball, do you think? Oh, he can jam up for a game. Like, he can get him motivated. Do you think that change? Like, I don't think it's a motivation thing. I think it's I think it's just it's timing timeouts. It's 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 all right. Calm it down. Strategic game, game When someone's running that plan. hot, like you don't like you have Giannis on your team. Mm. Use him as the as the defensive freak that he is. He's not mm. just gonna he's mm. gonna get his thirty points and, and fifteen rebounds. Whatever that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. That's not what you needed in the moment. Well, they, they obviously planned in the last game that they were gonna use PJ to take KD out of the game, and and, and did, it worked and but, did and, a good job of it. But then, then of course they've learned from that and like, well, how do we? You know, well, I'm just like, oh, I can take. I've, I know that that's going to match up. That's the one-on-one. Mm. And then KD's probably gone back and gone, well, I can win 80% of these, so I'm going to do that anyway. Yeah. You're, you're you're paying this man $50 million a year. He's one of the best five players in the universe. He's in your top five? And PJ Tucker is yep. manning up Definitely. on him. Yeah. Mm. Yep. And you've got yeah. one of the other top five players there. Yeah, exactly. If they're going to clear like out and give you one-on-one looks, you're like, Mm, I might try like you, you, if you need to bring in PJ Tucker to stop KD, that 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 tells me Giannis's mindset that he can't yeah. go one, that yeah. he can't go one on one with and he, KD, and he couldn't in the early games. Like yep. you'd say, KD was just walking all around him. So it's yeah. So so this defensive team of the year, this this defensive player of the year, is just fake noise. It it, it proves that that they are not properly adjudicated. Those defensive teams of the year, mm-hmm. it's just it is what look God. Maybe matchups make it as well. Like again, Durant's an alien. So it's he, a, he's an Giannis is just as big an alien. I'm sorry. True. You, true. You we're, we're, talking, well, we're talking the freak versus 50, alien. So yeah. I think can't. KD looks more alien-like to for mine. They're, they're <laughs> like one's a Greek goddess. So. As as our resident <laughs> long and wrong on the table, you you are the closest. <laughs> yeah. Are oh, we talking about rigs? No, yeah. I was talking about Cox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's very sorry, much shorter sorry, than everyone. Long, so that can't be right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Steve Nash has ended the chat. <laughs> Well, speaking of, Steve speaking of coach doing nothing and Steve Nash, did you see him at the end of the game? Yeah, give him just going out. up straight to him, just like yeah. nestling in his arms. Like, yeah. thank you, thank you. This is the easiest job in the world. <laughs> yes. Milwaukee uh, tomorrow. Don't think they get done. You don't reckon? No. You think the Nets will do it? Oh, is it back in Milwaukee? It's in. It's in Milwaukee. I think this goes game seven. You think it's a seven? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, I think Milwaukee win the series. I think they have. Oh, yeah. that's a big shout. Yeah. I, I think looking at Harden, I don't think he's ready. I don't think Kyrie can come back, and I don't think like Durant. That's an all-time performance. Yeah, in your home crowd, I think he can do it again though. That in my, he's, think, he's got two games to so. may, be able to. He pull can't off do that again. No one can do that. No. Again. That's that's that's, that's ridiculous. Well, that's he's it, so. he's already done it twice. So he, he, he did, didn't do. Hasn't done that twice. He did it for um, for Golden State. He had forty five in a playoff game. So, but but, but to get him but over the look, line, you're looking that, at the you look at the numbers. Lot. You're looking at the numbers I'm on the numbers. screen. I'm looking at that yes. performance, how he would just get the ball, and you were just looking like he's putting True. that ball in the net and then just going up the other end. Yeah. He was scoring from everywhere. He was just so hot. Like I absolutely agree. He can he could score his forty, but the way he was just keeping that team in the game, like. Holiday needs to step up a little bit offensively. Middleton needs to just step up all around. He's got a bit of playoff pee around him. You know, Paul George clips a lot of flack for being shit in the playoffs. We'll Middleton's, we'll Middleton's got some good stats, but he needs to step up in big moments, and it's Giannis for me. He needs to just step up on the defensive mm-hmm. side of the floor. If he can, t- if Durant can get half of that, they win that so easily. 
Yeah. That's how good Durant was. Mm. So my thoughts, mm. I think, as you said, Harden was probably undercooked. Maybe he's less undercooked for the next one. They probably still lose, but I think they win Game Seven. Harden coming. I back think it's to definitely form. a Game Seven, but and and I would say, like stupidly, I'm going with Milwaukee because that was yeah. one guy winning that game. I'm going with Milwaukee win this in seven. I'm back in the Nets. Great series. It's a lot of great Isn't series. We need we need the villain. Yeah, it? It's yeah. a good, or I think, well, besides the Suns. Um, Clearly blowing out the Nuggets. Uh, the rest of the series has all been excellent. Mm, mm, Indeed. Mm. Speaking of which, into the other Eastern Conference semifinals, uh, the 76ers. Those 70s. Jeez, you'd hate to be a Philly fan. They have blown two of the biggest leads you'll ever see in NBA playoffs. Uh, game four was like, okay, like maybe Atlanta played really well for this to happen. Mm. Game four. Happened today. They uh, went down by three. Embiid was really good in the first half, not much in the second. Seth Curry was really good. Uh, well, Embiid and Curry were the only two that scored in the second half. So take that into account. <laughs> <laughs> so to keep going, yes. <laughs> and Ben Simmons. Look, I don't want to shit on an Aussie bloke. I, I really don't. He had four or 14 from uh, from the free throw line, yeah. 34% in, in the playoffs. Mm. The, Haw- it, the Hawks know the game plan. Mm. They were deliberate. They were yeah. giving him clear path fouls. Like that's one like where you just – like Hoyer yeah. was doing it, pulling the jersey and you go, yeah, mate, go to the line, shoot mm. two, have the ball back and then we'll talk to you. Yeah. He did have the most assists to the 76 or so. He's involved in scoring opportunities. Mate, his game, but, his game outside of his shooting is unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Now um, he's a defense. Now he's someone who could stop Kevin Durant. He'd get up there, but you're going to pay forty million dollars. You're going to pay forty million dollars a year for to a shoot thirty-four yeah. percent from the free throw line. Yeah. Like it is grim. It's grim watching. Well, when he said he sunk two back to back, the whole crowd just went bananas. <laughs> if he was like, sure like if he was an Australian, we are bagging the shit out of this bloke. But mm. thank God he is. So I want to <laughs> love him. I want to love him so bad. And it's gone from like quirky that he doesn't shoot threes to, oh no, he like is... You lose game. You, you lose are losing games. games do, do you think it's if he played... The three point. It's, it's now you're just... You are good at dunking mm. or you just have to get rid of... You're just passing the ball and setting up players. Well, do you like, think if he played a different position other than guard, like he played as a forward, uh, you'd give him... More leeway, like say, at, at shooting Williams that is. percentage, no, still, ter- still no, terrible. Well, when when Joel and and uh, Jokic are going out there and shooting like eighty eight percent from the line, mm. no, it's you, definitely not a size. Like it's it's just a. St- well, Capella, I think in this, um, didn't Capella does nothing. He, he did it, nothing it, as it, a comparison it, to Abid. So yeah, he gets boards. I I get that, but I don't know. It just. From me, as like Hors- a horses for courses, maybe. Oh, not even that. Like, I, I guess if well, I think Max's point, if you're paying him forty, fifty million dollars a you year, expect, like, like you, you want like sixty five percent from the Shaq line. Shaq was like, a career fifty percent free throw. Yeah, like if he made eighty percent, I think he had the scoring record. Like yeah, that, that's yeah. how bad he was. Like that's where Hacker mm. Shaq and Hacker Simmons sort yeah, of yeah. like that's where his birth. Like you would, yeah. you'd take. You know, he's 50% chance. Like, Simmons is 30% chance of hitting one of his free throws. Absolutely, you fell. It's just good. It's just smart play. Smart That's how you claw yeah. back at 26 points. They literally won the game by doing that. So, mm. like, there's got to be a fair bit of head noise in that as well. Yeah. Like, you, you, what is it, 10 feet away? Yeah. You're 10 feet away with no one in your face. Like, you just put it, you just put the in the hole. Well, Abid missed two 
uh, late as well to they tie the game them. up, yeah, which really cost them big too. So maybe it's a little bit of – he's usually pretty good, but, you know. Two games in a row, mate. If I'm a Philly fan, you'd fucking – you'd be watching this game six uh, behind the pillow, one eye, just – just yeah. scared of them. Yeah. Well, to finish this off, they did have a 26-point lead uh, going into the third quarter. I think they had some percentages, like their win percentage chance was 97 to 99%. Like, it's a game you don't lose. Uh, you could not bet on them. Yeah. They were a dollar <laughs> and zero. Yeah. Like, if I wanted to call sports bet and say, oh, uh, Philly's up 26 points, can I chuck a tenner on it and get a dollar back? No, no. you can't. <laughs> like, that, that, that's... Like, yeah. you shouldn't lose from there. Yeah, you, and then you math like that, that's ne- what ne- the book is saying. You mathematically out. can't lose that. That's why they offer that. Yeah, yeah. and but they somehow beat. They lost to math. Yeah. Well, Trey Young. Let's Trey let's, 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 let's give Trey some props. Today. Today. Um, but mate, I don't. I don't think Trey won that game. There's no I think way he lost it. There's yes, no way Philly win this series. After that, there is no Ow. way their psyche is in the shape. Well, next game's in. Back yeah, in Atlanta, in the isn't a. it? It'll be an ATL. Yeah. Back in the A. So. Which is a loud crowd. And I, think Trey, I don't know if you saw Trey icing his shoulder. It's it's so comical. He's got like a literal like king-size mattress oh, yeah. over his arm. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he just goes out. I think he had 18 assists in the first game. Went off a, yeah. was it 36, 37? Like, like he, he's a gun. He is absolute. There's no way Philly's psyche is in any shape mm. to win one of the next – or two. they have to win – the they next two games. Two. Yeah, they're yeah. going to win two. Yeah, they got to win two. ATL the hot hand. If they do win, I don't think they're beating any the other two teams that are in their div- well, conference well, as well. Well, that was so. my question. That was my question for you. Can I, I'd rather watch uh, Atlanta go through at this point because I think they can compete with the other two teams, whereas I don't think these guys – well, the way they're playing it, at the moment. It is sad yeah. because you know where the Eastern Conference champion's coming out of. It's coming out of Milwaukee or Brooklyn, whatever that whatever that may think, be. Oh, maybe Atlanta can shock them. That's why I kind of like. I'd, oh, I'd shock play, them for a game. Yeah, Even if you gave me Durant, oh, look, if Harden and Kyrie weren't playing, then yeah, then we've then we've got a real series, and I'd probably even tip Atlanta. But can their bigs at, at Atlanta match up with the Bucks and the Nets? I think no. you're harsh and Capella as well. You think he just gets rebounds? He's very good defensively. He's um, a good talent. And, he's not a scorer, and, and he's quite good so in the pick and roll. Man. What about the forwards? Oh, Huerta's got to hit some shots. Uh, Bogdanovic has to hit some shots. Uh, he hit some shots in this game. John Collins, like no, guy, Bogdanovic yeah, today was stinky. He had the wrong Bogdanovic. There's two, yeah. There's two. <laughs> the one from Utah. I think he hit nine threes. That's a, yeah. that's a Charles Barkley question, yeah. mate. They asked, uh, I don't know, oh, I can't remember his name, but he's uh, he, exactly he's the same. Instagram fellow, and he, and he does the um, impersonations. And he's doing yeah. Charles Barkley, and he's asking Charles ooh, Barkley ooh. about which Bogdanovich he likes, and the That's real so Charles good. Barkley has got no idea. That's yeah. very funny. <laughs> yeah, all right. Such I good crew. Um, Anyways, so that yeah, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, by the next time we talk, Atlanta will be. I shot my Bogdan versus Bogdan. It's very <laughs> difficult. I'll give you a spell of that one, Sean. Don't stress. <laughs> uh, but yeah, by the next time you hear our voices, Atlanta will be in the Eastern Conference Gym, which wow. is no one, no one. Would have picked that at the start of the mm. year, so great. Mm. And I'm being quite facetious with Philly, mm. but yep. there's no way they can handle it. Over to the West, yeah. Um, the Clippers, the Clippers uh, go up three games to two, and they've done very well. The cow, the LA cowards, as I call them. Well, that, um, as you call the big, the big story. Yeah, there's a lot of people calling them that. <laughs> the big story. So for today's game to go up three two um, was uh, Leonard is out with his. Uh, knee injury, and they're thinking possible ACL, which yeah. is huge out for them. But then 
playoff Paul G, um, Paul George, come out. I think he had 30-plus points today. 36 or 37, I think it was. But that was – yeah, he was very good. Like, I don't admit it. Like, I, I, I hate Paul George with every – Yeah, without, without Lennon and the yes. team, you'd think, oh, they're done. Jazz are going to do this mm. easy. But then Mitchell was pretty quiet today. Um, very quiet, yeah. But then, and, and they got the win, so they're up three-two. Like they just need to sneak one game, and they just need a hard. They get a game in LA for. Um, I don't the, think that. I don't think they beat Suns though. Unfortunately, no. I don't. Th- I don't think they beat the Jazz either. I think Kawhi's injury is just going to shake them. The fact it was kind of a weird one. He did his knee, and everyone just thought, "Oh, a bit of a knee tweak." Yeah. Now all the He'd news right. is now all the news is an ACL. So <laughs> he's not going to be right. He's not going to be right now. Now it's not about you know game seven. It's about oh my god, like. Kawhi is this alien. We talk about him being the machine, right? You know, have a laugh about it. And if it is an ACL, that's just absolutely, you know, shattering because he is one of the best yeah. players to watch when he's up and going. ACL's he, huge. ACL's just massive for a basketball player. You actually don't hear a lot of it in the NBA. Like an, like an ACL to an NBA player is crippling. Like that is the explosion they have from their lower body, from their knees. That's... You know, you don't want to say it's career-ending for a bloke who's got chronic injuries, but he won't be the same quiet coming back from this, which which is just so shit. I think that's what, that's the worry you have, that when he come, a guy coming back from ACL, that is an explosive athlete. He's like, does he still have it? Exactly. Yeah. So, that like, yeah. You'd, you'd take a 90% Kawhi anyway, mm-hmm. but it's a, you, you always know that like, if there was 10% more, he was always better than Yeah, that. exactly right. And, and and the man's done everything. He's won two chips, you know. He yeah. like he was never going to be an MVP. Like, he, he just – that's not the way he does his thing. It's like we're talking about him retiring. Like, his <laughs> fingers crossed it's not an ACL. We just hope he can get back to Kawhi. But, um, look, Clippers actually won the game. Like, yeah, shout out to Paul George. Went off. Couldn't hear you. Reggie Jackson chipped in. Can Paul George do it again? No, I don't think he can. I think, you really? know, Donovan was really down this game. He was. Um, he was very quiet. It, it, it was sneaky close, and then and then sort of got away. Clippers played excellent. They played the best that they mm. physically could. I just don't. Similar to the Durant thing, I don't think they can do that again against the Jazz. I think the Jazz just are a better all round team. Um, again, Rudy Go Rudy Go Bear. You got the defensive three time defensive player of the year in the middle, and they score 120 points. Like mm. again, sh- shows what the award is, what it is. But I think Jazz I, as a team get together, win a game in LA, then go back to Utah. Yeah. And win that. What I think is really interesting with this and what we're just talking about before with the 76ers, we've got the two number one seeds uh, with a game down. And we last week, I think we we're talking about how underrated they've been. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to lose both uh, would be quite interesting and in how it just, say, blows up the playoffs from what everyone. Well, everyone was kind of saying that, hey, these guys are good. You know, they made the one and they're underrated. Everyone's writing them off. Writing them off. Maybe it was fair in that assumption, but uh, hopefully they – hopefully – I think both the series might end up going to seven games. It, would, it wouldn't surprise mm. me if the three remaining se- se- series all go to seven games. How good is the NBA right now? Yeah, right Well, now. How, how good do you feel being the Suns? That's why – and that's why the Chris Paul – like, that's just – if they, if Chris Paul was fully healthy and with that team right now, you would have to say the Suns win the, win the ship right now. I'm back Literally I'm every back team has a major injury to one of their one of their best players, mm-hmm. mm. except for Milwaukee. And I'll yeah. I'll count the Coco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, full mm. bill of health at, at Milwaukee. Full bill of health, and you throw that out. Like again, Durant yeah. went Durant, so that's that, that's why I res, I'll reserve full judgment 
Mm. If Milwaukee lose this series, I will give a three-minute rant on Milwaukee <laughs> next week on the SQ. <laughs> okay, we're down to three minutes. But to finish finish off on the Suns, they did sweep the Nuggets um, for nothing. So they're currently sitting at home waiting to see who they will play. So for um, Chris Paul's COVID test, it was probably the perfect timing to, have, to do that. You saw the if, best story out of this, didn't you? No, go. The fight. Suns in four. Ah. Suns in four. Yes, yes. And and on the SQ, we Supposedly that bloke is two two and one and fights in the crowd, so... Really? Yes. Well, in this one, he was two and oh, because he was getting he was getting bad mouth. And if anyone hasn't seen it, just uh, YouTube. Just Suns, 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 Suns in four. Suns in four guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, flogged the fuck out of two yeah. Nuggets fans. So he... So I actually... He's been interviewed. It, it's, it's quite a good yarn. Like, he's... A bloke, a lifetime Phoenix fan living in Denver. So the game was in Denver. <laughs> yes. Apparently he's being a smart ass in the crowd, like yamming it up. Yeah, he's giving him shit. And then those two flogs were walking away, like flashing that they had like they had like several watches on their arms. Oh, cool. And he said something like, ah, oh, they're all fake anyway. <laughs> uh, and they've come at him and he's pulled out like a wad of cash from his pocket, you know, in case he wasn't a complete fuckwit. <laughs> um, and he said, hey, look at all the money you got. And the guy's like, whatever, okay. And... He sort of turns around. He's watching the game, and then cops punch to the back of the head. So, turn, and this guy's, you know, a bit of a bit of a hero, and then turns around, just decks the <laughs> shit out of him. Mate, he, he, he grabs one blow. He was landing, absolutely shit. landing, and then the guy gets in his face, and he pushes him away. He's like, "Get out of here!" He's like, "Sons in four, sons in four. <laughs> Absolute shout out to you, good sir. And now he's uh, a worldwide yeah. man. And that was in game three as well. So he knew yeah. he, he knew yeah. what was happening after he flogged that bloke. He knew what the Phoenix. They they were a lot better than. Um, the Nuggets were through that series. But back to my Chris Paul point, it's a good time. It's not a great time to get COVID at any time, but it's from a day standpoint to get now That's where right. the other yeah. series all probably going to go to seven games. He'll get enough days, hopefully, for rests. Hopefully he can then have yeah. some negative COVID tests and it won't impact the Suns. That's probably the main thing we're trying to get out I of think, this. I think he'll have – I think because it's a 10-day thing, I think he definitely misses game one. <laughs> yeah. And maybe game two as well, but he he'll, he'll they won't be able to as long as everything gets cleared double negative, then he'll be back before the game. You know they they can't lose without Paul essentially is what I'm saying. So he'll be back for sort of game three. So so a question for you because a lot of the guys coming back from um, COVID haven't been the same. Mm. Do you think they win with an eighty percent Chris Paul? Well, well that I don't know. I, I don't know who they're playing. I don't know the result. Is it? Well, I think it's Jazz. Jazz, jazz, jazz or Clippers. So. I don't know. Ask me that next week oh. when it's one or Will do. with the Jazz. The internet's a funny thing, isn't it? <laughs> what are you two doing over there? You're what on the you internet, so it's close enough. We're just watching, Typing, yeah, watching, we're watching the fight. Watching Suns in four guy. I was this close. If Chris Paul hadn't got the COVID, I had Suns in four guy for a beard. Well, this guy, the Nuggets guy, he throws the first punch and then he just goes limp and is just eating <laughs> <laughs> well, he probably wasn't expecting anything back. Good. <laughs> the other bikes just grabbed yeah. him. No, pulled. he's trying to protect <laughs> himself. The other bike pulls like him down. Like, it's, like, it's like a yeah, it's like so an older fun. brother flogging the. the so just, hey, get out yeah. of here, yeah. you bum! And then apparently, like beers from the top row were just getting thrown on him, and he was Ooh. like, "Yeah, bring it on." <laughs> Sons in four guy. Yeah. One of those little fucking losers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get through. What are we up? What's next? Uh, NBA all, all pro, pro teams. teams. First team, no arguments. Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Kawhi Leonard, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Nikola Jokic. No dramas there. 
Second no dance. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Paul, Dame Lillard, mm-hmm. LeBron James, Julius Randle, Joel Embiid. No dramas there. Yeah, pretty fair. Third team, Kyrie, mm-hmm. Bradley Beal, mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler, mm-hmm. Paul and Josh, mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert. No, ja- no dramas there. Uh, I suppose... The big question mark is around uh, a few of the Brooklyn Nets players. James Harden, Kevin Durant. Obviously, only played half a season, but yes. the thing that I wanted to uh, bring to light was uh, James Harden, 44 games versus Jimmy Butler, 52 games. Eight games difference. Mm-hmm. Harden has him in every category uh, except... Field goal percentage, 46 versus 49. Close. It's still, well, it's all close. It's all. Not, not huge differences. Well, yeah, no. no, they're not. But James Harden was probably going close to being the MVP before he got hurt. Yes. Is it a snub or is it play on? Jim, your thoughts? Yeah, I've chimed in at the right time, I think. And I, I've actually mulled over this last couple of days. You're looking purely at the numbers offensively, mm. and then although you should never make an all NBA team shooting 24 percent from three as a guard or forward, it's disgusting. Yep. But he's one of the best on ball defenders. We talk about who's going to go to Durant. Mm-hmm. He's one of the best on ball defenders. Yes, you don't have his mm. defensive in there. in the league, and there's no arguing that. Whereas mm. James Harden is a literal turnstile. So, if your argument is they're pretty close with those stats, that's the difference. Then you throw the defense on there. Plus know, if there was a foot, like, so. and again, like it's, like I said off air, there's 15 blokes there. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the people are going to be stiff. The fact that there's no Durant, there's no Harden, you know, w- would they rather be on there than, you know, well, up like, three games to two right now in the co- in the conference semis? Like there's, for example, there's no Young, there's no Mitchell, there's no Booker. For guys that are playing guards, playoffs. All guards. For guys that are playing in the playoffs. That's what I'm getting. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. So the people will always miss. It's just it's the yep. conversation's sake. The issue is blokes have incentives in their contracts to make it. Yeah. You know, so you think, oh, God. They get paid. They could have got paid an extra couple million on top are of the incentives. Is that big? Like, I'm not that good on the business side of sports. Uh, probably not ginormous. So, like. So these are fairly big. These yeah. ones are quite big. Yeah. But uh, I mean, so if twice. you make the third team all pro, but it's essentially you got to make an all pro team. I think it's all pro. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's all in one. It's all in one. Yeah. Basket. So like, but if you're a guy making fifty mil, mm. and then it's like your all pro is like, if you make the all pro team, you get an extra two. Yeah. Like realistically, that's a small percentage. Quick yeah, two million. Still million dollars. Exactly it's still right. two million dollars. Yeah. But so for, for that for those guys that are say on five mil a year, yeah, big, yeah. then that then it's huge. Like we're yeah, I'm with that. So, mm. um, so yeah. anyways, you'd hope guys wouldn't get stiff, but mm. like Macca said, you can only pick fifteen. Correct. Uh, something that is unanimous: Lamelo Ball wins Rookie of the Year. He beats out uh, Tyrese. Mm. Uh, Halliburton from uh, the Sacramento Kings. And we were and worried about Anthony it. Edwards from Minnesota. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, we were worried about that a couple of months ago as well with his wrist injury. that Because mm, yeah. he was clearly dominating. He was on track to to win the Rookie of the Year. And then his wrist injury goes and you go, oh, fuck, can he, could he, is he still going to win it based on his current work? Yeah, 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 exactly. Can what he's done win him? And then 
came then, back. Yeah. And <laughs> and then, killed it, he so. did came back and he killed it for the, the, the end of the season. So it, Fair, fair award. I'd say. Yeah, I'd, I'd tend to agree. Every award we did was very short. Like Joker, easy. Yep. Randall, yep. most improved. Yep. Easy. easy. Gobert, yeah. for whatever reason, easy. easy. <laughs> Rookie, quite easy. So, I don't know. And, and they were all favourites. Or Joker was close to that at the start of the year. So, if you are a future better in the NBA, get in that first two or three. They know what they're doing. Yeah, I think a B might have been slightly ahead of him. But, yeah, mm. like, yeah we're, we're, we're talking one, two, three. So, yeah. 100%. You see how they presented him with the award? Yeah, it was pretty mm-hmm. cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I thought yeah. so. Yeah, it's a good way uh, to do it. Like he, like he knew he was getting it at some stage, so may as well make it pretty cool. Yeah. And the rookies are the few, you know. They, they seem to be the funniest, you know, personalities. Is the, is these 19-year-old kids getting all this money and they're throwing so it in the like, yeah, exactly. Anthony is so hilarious. He, like he, they're just mm-hmm. dumb, young, dumb, rich, and, you know, world-class athletes. So, good on them. I'm a massive Same as us, fan, except so. rich. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And funny. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get in a, You want to do your yeah, Hockey, go, hockey yeah, minute with Sean Well we'll give us your two minutes It probably won't even be two minutes at this point uh, So that finishes up NBA And what we're talking about Is we quickly want to cover the NHL playoffs As we have been the last couple of weeks Go uh, Golden Knights The Golden Knights <laughs> uh, took an early lead over the Canadians But they've then The Canadians today tied it back up So they're at one and one uh, same thing on the other side of the draw. The Islanders and uh, from New York uh, took a head lead of Tampa Bay Lightning, but then the Lightning pulled it back yesterday. So both series currently 1-1. Uh, it's been some excellent hockey so far for those that have been watching. But as we say, we'll follow the series. I think well, we'll probably call very close towards the end of the series by the time we record uh, next week. So we might have... Um, a winner, possible. Well, not a winner. We will have uh, the two go- two teams that are, will be playing in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, if not, if they go deep in the series, if they go to six or seven, then uh, we'd probably be, be later than that. And we know heaps about hockey. <laughs> well, yes, it's yes it's played on ice. Yes, it's played on ice. They wear helmets. They hit a puck with a, a, a long stick. Yep. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Moving into <laughs> something we hope we know a little bit more about, yeah. the UFC 263 review. Uh, the undercard, seven-second knockout. Terrence McKinney, uh, he smacked up Matt Frivola straight left. Uh, the fastest knockout in UFC history, five seconds. Uh, if you remember back to Jorge Masvidal versus Ben Askram. Uh, so seven seconds, not far off the mark there. And then getting into the first of three massive fights in this card, Leon mm. Edwards defeated Nate Diaz in a five-round epic uh, in a welterweight. Uh, no belt. Just uh, <laughs> a slugfest. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't it? Mate, Edwards fucking beat the shit. <laughs> he fucking beat the shit out of him for 24 minutes. And then, yeah. well, just when you think it's all over... Nate Diaz, he comes out. He nearly knocked yeah. him out, mate. This He's is one of path. this is one of the most entertaining fights I've ever watched in my life. Like, like Diaz was pissing. He was pissing out blood. He's got so much scar tissue. Anything that just, hits o- him, just opens it up. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah. yeah. See if we can get a photo, Max. Oh, mate, it was. But, but to just talk shit when you cut, you know you come in blood again. You've lost the first four rounds by getting belted. Mm. Yeah, all right, let's go, let's dance. And was put, swinging for the fence as well. Like, 
He's a psycho. The man is a psycho. Yeah, and, and, yeah, you and can't question his heart, that's for sure. Yeah, well, in a street fight, like he's saying, you know, he, he, he we've, we've, we've had a battle, but I've actually wobbled you in the end. Yeah. Um, so there was that moment late in the, was it late in the fifth round? Fifth round. Yeah, yep. He'd got a clean hit on Leon and he pointed out at Leon's like, I've got you there. Whereas if, yeah. If he Instead had a, like, jumping all over him, if he had a jumped on him, like that would have probably ended the fight uh, pretty close too. Well, yeah, you really wouldn't need to push the pace. Left, like he's he's gassed as well. He can, you know, yeah. to jump on someone. When exactly, you're, we're talking. Yeah. Yeah, we're in the fifth round by that point. But what was really interesting from the fight as well, like, as you said, Leon Edwards beat, was beating him pillar to post. But I think it was about the th- towards the end of the third round, Diaz started coming forward more, mm-hmm. getting punished in the process. But he was actually landing more so he was he was actually started getting back into the fight and he did late the third and the fourth round he got better and better and the fifth he then landed the big shot mm. um to actually wobble uh edwards a bit there to the point where, like you know his legs were very wobbled mm. um most fights you see that happen the guy jumped all over the bloke trying to throw hell and leather to hopefully get the finish um edwards and um Nate diaz in this case just pointed and said i got you so what could have been? Yeah. So what's what's next? Um, Leon Edwards, he's 29, 9 and 3. He remains third ranked. Mm-hmm. Do you think he gets next shot at Usman or do you think they put him through Colby Covington or Gilbert Burns first? So Burns just lost to Usman. I think Kobe has the next fight with Usman that's coming up. So Is that penciled in? I don't think it's official. I think they've, of course, been going back and forth about that. Um Edwards is the next one up on the list. Mm-hmm. The Masvidal fight makes sense for him because he, of course, was on the receiving end of the three-piece in a soda mm-hmm. uh, as, a, as a fight maybe to do in the interim if he doesn't want to wait. Um, probably makes sense for him to wait at this point. Like mm-hmm. he's um, – Kobe's been there, lost, of course, but – So is Burns. So, well, that's what I'm saying. Burns, Burns was recent. Kobe lost a little while ago, has had a – Win, I think, since then. Still on the frame. Makes sense for the rematch there. But mm. if I'm Edwards, maybe I'll wait for that title shot. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't probably want to fight Masvidal. That, that, that bloke's got a chin and got, no, can drop would. some bombs. Mm. Diaz, on the other hand, I'd say fun fights. Yep. Price fights. Money. Yep. Yeah. Like, Make some money. Like, I don't think he needs to fight the killers in the top of the welterweight division at this point. Mm-hmm. We know he's good, and we know, and he's a fan favorite. Everyone wants to watch him. He's probably the biggest draw on this card, honestly. That's why people they they turn on, tune in to watch it, mm-hmm. and then hanged around for the title fights. Israel's trying to get to that point, um, but Nate's just a he's next level. Like he's huge. Um, you know, whether say like for example, if Connor beats Dustin, maybe the Connor fight makes sense. Even if it loses, maybe Connor the trilogy against Colin makes sense. <laughs> But I think it's fun finds this fight. Go go find your biggest stars that are interested to fight Nate Diaz, make huge money and do that. That's what I think Nate should do. You'd probably fight a poor brother. Yeah. Yeah. Could, <laughs> could do. That's it. Supposedly Vitor Belfort's gonna fight some um YouTuber, not named Paul. Really? But yeah, that's 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 out there in the ether at the moment. How old is he? Almost forty. Mm. But he has boxing Ackerman compared to say Woodley and Askren, who are both wrestling backgrounds. So just back on Edwards real quick. So mm-hmm. Gilbert Burns, 
is the co-main event for UFC 264. He's up against Stephen Thompson. Yes. And Stephen yep. Thompson... He's had fourth, ranked fourth at the moment. Yeah. Had two title shots against Woodley and lost both. I think one might have been a draw, actually. And one one of them mm. was kind of a non-event, but Woodley ended up winning it. Yep. I don't, th- I don't see Thompson worrying any of these guys at this point. Sean, uh, he was your shout of beer. Mm. Can you run us through <laughs> Brandon Moreno becoming the first Mexican-born champion of the UFC? Well, he, he submits Figueroa in this. He came into a, the fight, of mm. course, the champion. These guys fought, I think, like a month and a half ago. Like, it was really, really close. Absolute war. Five rounds, decision, went to Figueroa to retain. Uh, but in this one, I think I said it to you as well, like Figueroa came into this, he looked flat. It, it was yeah. be, He was being beaten to the punch. Um, for you know, for everything he was trying to do, um, which is really interesting. Moreno had channeled like he's in a rose. He was doing the "I'm the best, I'm the best" before mm-hmm. the start of the fight. He looked ready. He looked hot, um, hot in the sense that he was competitive. What are you telling us, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> hot in the other sense? No, not in the other sense. Um, we should talk about shields at some point as well. Um, uh, but like he, he just looked better. Like he'd he'd gone away from his loss, and we've talked about you learn the most from a loss. Mm-hmm. He'd gone away, figured out all the things he needed to work on, worked on all of them, come back. He was ready. He was prepared, and he really took it to him. Got the finish there, uh, and then as we said, became the first Mexican-born champion uh, in the UFC. So, do they run this mm. back? I think this fight's probably going to – this will be a trilogy at some point. Yeah, surely. Um, yeah. The Henry Cejudo, as we just mentioned, maybe that makes sense. Well, Cejudo has been sitting on the sidelines for a few years. Yeah. Retired. Mm. Uh, but massive props to him. Massive mm. props to getting the win. Um, he was super emotional after the win. Like, it was it was mm. excellent to see. Very, And I tell you what, the sportsmanship between the two blokes, you'd love to see it. Uh, Devson put Brandon on his shoulders, lifting him up. Yeah. You, you don't see that – in uh, too many uh, fights in Not on the often. world stage. Yeah, I think Brandon came through. Um, oh, fuck. What's the fighter series? What's Ultimate Fighter. Ultimate Fighter. I knew it was something for you. Ultimate. He came through one of the Ultimate Fighters, and like on that they they did an interview with him originally. And was like, yeah, I hope to be a UFC champion in the future. Mm. He's finally done that. He's finally achieved it. Like it's it's a great outcome. Like massive props to him. Really happy for him. Moving forward to the big fight of the night, uh, Izzy Adesanya got the uh, win against Marvin Vittori. Tell you what, it went the distance. It went to the decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think pretty clearly Izzy was the winner. He really sat back and got some of those calf kicks, those leg yep. kicks. Really uh, Marvin can hold his head up high after that effort. Mm. He, he was in it, but yeah, Israel dominated. Mm. Yeah, Pillar to post, I think... Did any? I think one judge might have given a round to Vittori, but no, I didn't say it. But yeah, Israel was best by far. As and a casual, that was shockingly boring. Can yeah. you like? Is that just because I'm casual, or do yeah. you guys? Yeah, watch no, I tend to agree. Izzy just sat back and and just he picked him apart. Yeah, and just worked yeah. the leg kicks, and and Israel's starting to get that t- 
tag, I guess, as as a boring fighter. Like it wasn't he, it wasn't boring by any sense, but 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 can you see as a casual fighter? If uh, as a ca- casual, casual fan, I don't need yes. a first round punch straight to the face, Conor McGregor belting you. But you know, like he just sits back. Yeah, yeah. it's like a Matt Mayweather. Just a fa- yeah, it's a Mayweather. He'll leg, he'll leg kick the fuck out of you. Yeah. yeah. So what well, I was saying, thing, like he's okay, he's a champion. Like he doesn't need to mm. win the no. fight. Mm. Yep. Just yeah. has to not lose so, it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, there is a bit of that. I will say though, because um, I think I said it to you, Peps, that if Vittori come out blazing in this, I thought Israel would put him away quickly. Mm. Vittori mm. was more calculated than that, uh, but I also thought Israel was probably a little bit happier to stay on the outside, play the counterfighter role. Yeah, uh, mm. Israel did, of course, call out Robert Whitaker at the end of it, and mm-hmm. Robert's the number one contender. He's been sitting there ready to go, mm. sort out the travel arrangements, and they'll they'll do that fight. Do it here. Well, do I, it in Australia. Well, I think he's in Canberra for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce, Sean's, Bruce, Sean's, Sean's rumpus room. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Sponsored by On the Esky. There's moose heads. Yeah. I think Israel actually wants to do it in New Zealand. So, you know, Auckland, Wellington, wherever you want to do it. Like, that's that'd be huge. Probably Southern Hemisphere. Let's go with that. It'll be one of the two. But I think if Israel fights that same fight that he had against Vittoria against Whitaker, I think Whitaker can push that pace and will enjoy that fight. Do you think? More than because what happened in the, the first one, Whitaker, of course, really, really went after him, mm-hmm. um, really trying to put him away early. And then Israel, you know, that was a puncher's chance fight. Israel, of course, has a great mm-hmm. history of um, kickboxing and uh, and can and striking. So he can put all guys away and he won that fight and put Whitaker out. Mm. But it's not to say that Whitaker can't compete in that that method, and I think a more methodical fight like this was with Vintori. I think Whitaker can win that. Really? Man. So, if, if that's the type of fight it's going to be, I'd back Whitaker in that one. If it's going to be a, a you know gunfight where they come in blazing and just shooting bombs at each other, then Israel I think is more technical in that kind of situation. Mm. So, yeah. I, I, if I'm Robert, I would have watched that fight and gone, I can probably win this. Win. I would have won that fight if I. Fought, was instead of a Vittori in there. Mm-hmm. If Israel was going to take that more relaxed position to sit on the outside and uh, take the counterfighter and avoid the takedowns. Mm-hmm. So mm. um, I think that's the big question is Israel a little bit too comfortable at the moment? I don't think so. Can, can he be shocked? Well, he went up and fought Yarn at bloody light heavyweight. Like, mm. you've got to give the yeah. pro, pro, pro He's not sitting around. He's not idle either. Like he he's a great champ. Like he's a great champ, and he's he's one of the faces of the. Of I think the he's. Brand. Like I think he's fought five times in the last two years. Like yeah, this. like that's what you yeah. want. You want a fighting champ, like. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah, no, definitely. But you're. I think you're right. You know, and it is that division. You know, he can only beat what's in front yeah. of him. Yeah. Like what? Is, what else is he going to do to beat? The, he just all he has to do is beat him. True. He did, and he. Yeah. Like, well, he was only beat playing him, like, with Vittori. You saw yeah. what he was doing, like. Yeah, and, and, and a few fights ago, that's what we loved. We love that those antics in the fight, but now it's like, ah, okay. Too, well, he didn't finish the block. Too so. complacent. I don't know, and that's well, it, it's all part of the fight game. Fight like you want yeah. you, you it, yeah. it is entertaining as well as yeah. um. Oh, I yeah, agree. It definitely brings the entertainment. <laughs> Anyways, moving forward, Paul Gallen, Justice Horny, uh, Gal for the first time in his career got touched up last night. He did last ten rounds against uh, the heavyweight champion of of Australia. Um, I think he was very lucky the last 10 rounds as well. Mm. And the ref probably could have stopped this earlier at some points, but 
I agree with you, but I don't think he embarrasses himself. No, I don't agree with that. I think Gal quickly worked out there's levels to this shit. Let's put it, let's put it that way. Because um, no matter what round it was, no matter what highlight you watched, Hooney was touching him everywhere. Like Gal yep. might throw one body shot and then Hooney would throw back two body shots and an uppercut and shut the fuck my carpet up, bro. <laughs> Get it over the table. I can clean that at least. Um, so, and like his hand speed was so quick. Let's and, put then, it, and then. You, you just see... There's different levels on it. Like um, we can talk all about Hooney being he's not not a fighter he can promote at the moment. He didn't really doesn't have a huge following. He still Why needs not? to learn. Mm. Well, he, he, he's he's young. He hasn't you he know had four professional fights or something like that. Exactly. And Gallon was kind of put him in the mainstream. That's yeah. why they took this fight. That's why they <laughs> yeah. they shelled out yeah. shelled right. out the big difference in the purses as well. But then also, you know, he didn't show up on an NRL 360 to, to promote the fight. Mm-hmm. He didn't really get stuck into any of the trash talk. He's stayed in within his, um, you know, barrier, whatever you want to call it, his box. Uh, didn't really kind of come out there. Um, Gal, of course, carried the promotion of this fight. But from a pure athletic and fighting potential, he was clearly way Dominant. Better. Yeah. Yeah. So... As part of that dominance, uh, Gal came after the fight. It looked like he broke a rib in the second round. So that yep. really, every time Hooney went wow. to the body, it really, really hurt him. Yep. Yeah. Fight eight rounds with uh, the heavyweight champion of Australia is pretty good. Tough. Yeah. Tough. Um, there's a bit of criticism in Hooney that he stuck behind his jab too much and didn't throw the right hand. And he only really threw the right hand towards the end of the fight, which is what ended up stopping it. Um, that, you know, he, he could hit Gal at will. Why didn't he put him away? Um, maybe wanted to get some rounds in. There was some chat about that in his last fight. Like, we'll happily take the rounds yeah. inspiring you winning this easy. That's it. Practice for Olympics. That too, because he goes away in a month. Um, but yeah, I think that the, the it wasn't a highlight. What would you call it? Um, it ended up one of the best images and photos that came from this was Gal shooting the double leg, trying to get the tackle, <laughs> taking him down. To he was spent by that point, and forgot what sport he's playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he, He's exhausted Broken rib Yep um, He's not winning this fight uh, He's trying to slow it down Essentially And he's like We'll take a breather of this Tell you what They, they stand They stand him back up And Justin Gives him two piece And um, His legs go wobbly And the ref's like I've finally seen enough I've seen you mm-hmm. been beaten up For the last Three or four rounds Doing absolutely nothing um, Yeah You say what you like About Paul Gallum He's a Sportsmanship personified. He's got a chin. Like you can see where he's got the professional athlete out, from and like the outside grind. Of the, outside of the chin. Took a photo with the bloke, got on his Instagram today, said, you know, shout out, Justice, you're, you're the better fighter. Mm. Mate, for mine, earned every $1.5 million That's it. dollars that he earned. Uh, well, I think he also came out saying he wants a rematch with Hooney, but after that rematch he wants to like help, I guess, Lack of a better word, mentor him and get that sort of s- sports persona and start promotion up fights. Yeah. And yep. yeah, promotion. So, yeah, definitely hats off to him to be able to um, turn turn around quickly and yeah, give props to Hooney and yeah, because they, they want to beat him up. Be that mentor. Like, yeah, he, he, need, he needs to beat you know the Kiwi Parker. He needs to then go up into the level. So then, you know, if he wants to yep. compete against the the top heavyweight dudes, get in that conversation with. Let's call it the big three. Well, it's a yeah. big two with the, the third one who's been third wheel at the moment. 
Mm. Um, and we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if he wants well, to get to that kind of level, he needs to promote yeah. himself so people want eyeballs. It's all about eyeballs. Yep. And I mean, it even just comes back to the sport in Australia. Like you've got Tim Sue starting to pick up. Yep. And so, yeah, it's just good to see that sort of commitment within the sport from Gal to mm-hmm. want to promote the sport and at all levels, really, at yeah. all weight classes. So, yeah. yeah, for sure. To finish this off, uh, some other interesting news. Barry Hall has two official fights booked, mm. one in August and one in October. They haven't announced the opponent yet. There's also always been talked about the rematch with Gal, Sonny, Sonny Bill Williams for either one of these two as well, but... There's something happening in the prize fighting mm. former football player world. Let's put it that way. It's okay. our equivalent yeah. of of poor of poor YouTube stars and yes. circus, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> footy players, boxing, hundred yeah. percent. Yes, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. If a, if an Aussie <laughs> if an Aussie TikTok bloke went in the ring, the people who would have bought tickets to it would have just done that to throw beers on his face. Like, no one's going to pay <laughs> to watch that. No one cares. But footy players, God, they're in our Periphery every day of the week. Yes. Well, I guess we'll find out when Peps goes up against Barry Hall. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Peps has a mean reach. I got you in there. Pep. We're, gonna, we're gonna have a good camp. We're gonna have a good camp. I shook his hand once, and it's much bigger than mine. <laughs> uh, you do mention that Macca, and I'll cover it really quickly. There was that bloody YouTubers versus TikTokers um, boxing card. I think the YouTubers won it five one in total. So they had of the six fights on the card, they won five of them. Um, that's enough of that. Let's keep moving on. Yeah, that yeah. sounds very boring. <laughs> I've got as much air as that. Move on to, to <laughs> back to real fighters. <laughs> Tyson Fury and Dante Wilder. Yeah, so they had their first official press conference, the fights in July the 24th. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was interesting about this was Wilder didn't take any questions. He sat there with headphones on the entire time. His trainer answered all the questions. Uh then they had a five-minute face-off. It was five minutes, 33 seconds or something like that. Ridiculous. Uh, Tyson's there with his, you know, his gut hanging out, his, his uh, jacket off. He's actually trying to put on weight. He's trying to get to 300 pounds, oh, yeah. so 130-odd kilos. So I think they're talking about um, – well, he's talking about I want to put on the weight. I want to finish Wilder early. He's he's no good. Like he um, he he hasn't learned anything from the last fight. I've improved so much. I'm going to go out there and staunch him. But the the face off man, it's, it's probably one of the weirdest prep conferences of all time. It's strange, hey? I, yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. It. It was uh, just I'm pretty sure it was a Guinness World Record for face offs. Probably more of a staring contest than anything. They literally stood here for five minutes and, and looked at each other. Yeah, it, it fits in with the whole. Like their storyline, like no one really, no one wants this fight. <laughs> you want Fury Joshua? We like, you know, this is just weird. It's, it's, just it's odd. Like, this okay. is a speed bump. It's a thing. Like, uh, it's just is in the way. Yeah. you know, it's Maybe. in the way of what we really want. Do you know what's so dumb about this is though? If Wilder wins, they then have to do the rematch. Yeah, that's the awkward and thing. The rematch of this, and then so the just, rematch. And then, so if you're a if you're a fan, you you just uh, everyone's backing. Everyone's backing Fury for you this. You want Fury to win so you so, can yeah. get the Joshua fight. If Wilder, the if Wilder wins this, then it's an it's an endless loop. It's a big L. And that, look, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Like they're, they're very close. It's just Fury's mm. at his peak right now. So you want him against Joshua, you know, when they're both fit and firing. It would just be so cool for the sport. But I love how they stand here for about three minutes. Yeah, it's a long time. It's a long time. But after about three minutes, then both teams come out. So... Then there's like 30 blokes on the stage just around <laughs> each other. 
And then they sit there, stand there for another, say, two or so minutes. And then Wilder's like, yeah, I'm done. And then he finally walks off. And the fairy's just like, yeah, we're, we're good. Well, it gets to a point. After probably so a minute. Stupid. After about a minute, you go, what the fuck? Well, now it's on? actually a mental, yeah. now it's a mental thing. Mm. Yeah. He's going to back down. So first. I actually get it. Like, if you do walk away, like, I've got that on you. And you will think about that. Yeah. So I actually kind of appreciate the pettiness of it. Well, I think Wilder's got massive music playing, so he can't hear anything. Tyson's no. like... Tyson's trying to chat. Trying to a few chat. I think Tyson's Wilder's got permanent like, music playing in his head. He's just got like a nice little jig playing in his head the whole time. <laughs> Same as mine. Do you think Tyson looks a bit fat there? Or? Well, as I just said, he's actually trying to put on weight to get to 300 pounds, which is 130-something kilos. Mm. Uh, which, which actually is an interesting point because in the first fight, dangerous, yeah, he was heavy. Mm. He lost weight for the second fight, and now he says he's putting on more weight than what he would have fought out in that second fight because mm-hmm. he's trying to get the knockout early. That's essentially what he said. He wants to finish him early. So as in, like, I'm going to have more size and more mass behind my punches. I'm going to put you out early. Yeah, I've got that. Interesting, but. Oh my god! That can only play in a Wilder's favor, though. Do you reckon, mate? If you get him in the deeper rounds, um, um, yeah. Unless he does get that knockout in the first couple of rounds, this is weird. It, it goes for a long time. <laughs> no, I actually appreciate it going longer because now it's at the point where, well, now I can't be the first to look away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They've, they've, yeah. For us, it's weird as hell, but they're in an actual board because it's a mind game. So if you actually think about a boxing board. match, like twelve rounds. You, you actually have to stare at each other for half an hour. Like yeah. That's all you're yeah. doing. So that's what they're thinking about now. Like, I, I love how the camera dude's trying to make this interesting and pants. Well, that's the other thing now. It's, just, it's us watching blokes watching shoes. each other. So Pepsi's got better calves than Wilder. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Bro>. Poor Wilder. <laughs> I think Wilder's got better punching power. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Max, can you skip ahead on this shit? Keep going. Yeah, let's, then, then, uh, keep going. Go, go to the bit where they're, then the teams appear. As I said, and then the teams are all here just in case something pops off. Nothing's popping off. It's never going to happen. But then, then now there's shitloads of black on this stage just watching these guys just staring at each other. How good's the uh, <laughs> mask on the chin? Yeah. And Fury starts rocking them down. And then Wilder finally puts on the glasses and then walks see, away. Yeah, that's massive. That's so big. Like like Fury. Yeah, I reckon that's huge, man. He stays there. Like he's trying to prove the point. Now, now like, this is good. This is the easiest thing he's done for the last three minutes. Is stand. He's like, oh, how yeah. good. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm still I'm good. I'm still here. You've come to me. Yeah, I'm just taking it easy. That's What's massive. going on, Danny? No, nah, once you pass about a minute, I reckon you've got to just stay there until the other blokes move. Yeah. He looks like a fat dad. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's his beauty, Pepsi. He's just a mm. fat dad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and guess who's stronger always? Dad's. Dad strength. Dad strength is mm. wild. We <laughs> still have a month as well. Anyway, we got, we got six weeks. Exactly. How, how tall is Fury? He's over. He's, he's six, six, seven. Six, eight. It might he's even be six, nine. He's like, he's tall. He's very big. Six, nine. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and that was our fighting segment on the ESCY yes. here. We've just looked at we're over from nearly fighting th- to it's football. Fun, from fighting to football, football. The, the football it's has the same, isn't it? Yeah, is isn't it really? Well, it depends <laughs> where you're playing, isn't it? Really, if you want, if you want to be one of those subbers, yeah, you play nice, pretty ball. But if you want to come up north here, we'll play a proper fight and stuff. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's good quality good here gear. on the. Uh, that's good gear. Uh, soccer's Mark. actually leap the golf, so yeah. uh-huh. but, look, we'll get to your. Yeah. Monks, do you have a height on? Uh, 200. No. 2.6 meters. Meters. Yep. What's that uh, equate to, Peps? 
2.6 metres. 2.06. She's nine feet tall. <laughs> the tallest man that I've ever lived. <laughs> 2.06. Which equates to one two, feet. 206 centimetres. What does that equate yeah, to in stupid measurements? One. That's why place, place value is key, kids. Suck six foot nine. Six foot nine. That's what I thought he was. Two six. That's good. Mm. That's that's good gear, son, isn't it? <sighs> All right. Yeah, All right. Football. Oh, Let's this ready's out. Let's wrap this bitch up. All right. We got play, we got heaps to talk about. So. <laughs> Italy, they go through Group A. What, what you've got your wafer standings there, James? I don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> what? Italy goes through Group A. Can we agree? Uh, Wales probably go through. Well, mathematically, Italy have to go through. They've won both their games convincingly. No one talked about them pre-tournament, but this is one of the best tournament teams in the history of football. No shock. Um, Half of them play together, so that, and it, ha- it has to play into it. Like again, they don't have that stud player like like a Portugal does with Ronaldo, or yeah. but they're just a very very good team. Um, they go through. We've still got Wilder on. Wales um, upsetting Turkey is 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 very cool. Mm-hmm. I thought like I thought they were a bit more evenly matched, but Wales a bit spunky. They might be a bit of a darling of the tournament. Um, shout out Daniel James, Gareth they, Bale, they made and the, the like. semi-finals of the last Euros. Wild Euros always bring something weird. Greece won it not long ago. Actually, it was long ago. Was it two thousand four? Yeah, we were young. Yep, it was a while ago. Yeah. I do 04. remember. It I think well. it was 04. Um, but it's all interest always you, you, um, the Euro is always interesting because there's always that team that kind of just gets red hot. Like that's the th- thing that you come off your different leagues and how you're playing. Mm. Um, you might have guys that may be a bit underdone and other guys that aren't underdone and they just come out and they're red hot. Monkey has finally found the statistics. So I as we said, Turkey haven't won any so games. Italy, uh, Italy goes so through. Switzerland versus what? Switzerland have to win that game. Pretty handsomely against Wales. Go Wales! Oh yeah, hopefully Wales go through Group B. Um, Belgium. Uh, th- this we said Belgium. They're a pre-tournament. They've, mm. they've had a pretty cozy run here. Russia seem to be the best. The you know second best team inverted commas. Finland. We talked about Denmark um, earlier in the uh, in the piece. Yeah. It's not like the yeah. It, that that reeks of emotional victory for Denmark somewhere along the line here in the tournament, and, and they'll have Ericsson shirts on um, throughout. You can just tell that, that that's amazing. Group, Group C, yeah. pretty much poo from mine. Netherlands again, they'll they'll make it far and then gag in the final somewhere. <laughs> Shout out North Macedonia <laughs> for not embarrassing themselves. They actually scored a goal Pandev. against Austria. So Pandev, Pandev, Pandev. <laughs> in the Group D, uh, with the Pommies, they put away Croatia one 0 didn't they? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> wasn't, it, wasn't it all right to see? Football's coming home, isn't it? There's no way, after watching that first game... What there, about when we go north of the border? There is no way... Hey, we'll get to that. That's very good for you. There's no way England win this tournament after that first game. There's no way they win no, it. They're, they're There's no way. That, that, the pre-tournament favourites for... It's an English team in football. But you want to talk about Scotland, didn't you? <laughs> didn't you want to talk about the Scottish? Hey, come and have a look at me, you fucking daft cunt. How did you say... Oh. <laughs> Oh. 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 I'm brutal. It was, oh, this is so you good. Gotta it's take, you got to take that out. Speaking <laughs> of, <laughs> and right, you can't get, say that. Let's get into tennis. Did you see that goal? 
the Czech Republic guy from halfway. Unbelievable. The Scot- I don't know what the Scottish goalkeeper was doing. <laughs> he was halfway on Edinburgh. He was. He was. He was having Argus halfway off the pitch. He's ever looked at a far fairway. He's ever looked for my bars in the first fairway. <laughs> anyway, the Euros are going on. They'll still be going on. Uh, how do we get to golf? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's skip. Eddie. I'll do tennis so quick here for our fans at home. I well, know. Well, I've got breaking news actually on the Eskies. Well, how many groups did we miss? Po- Portugal, <laughs> all of good. them. All of the men. Portugal, good. Spain, good. Right. France, good. All right, we're good. It doesn't matter. They're all good. We'll get all to right. that next week. <laughs> I've got breaking news here on the Eskies as we roll into our tennis. Rafael Nadal has withdrawn from Wimbledon. Ooh, that's big. And he's withdrawn from the Olympics as well. So oh, Rafa yeah. has withdrawn yeah. from sort of the two next big tournaments. His body's just a bit cooked, and it's going to lead into mm. what happens. Does so. that leave in that uh, anti-vaxxing uh, vegan coward? Yes, uh, it will lead us into said coward. Uh, Novak Djokovic <laughs> wins his 19th Grand Slam at Roland Garros. Uh, he, he goes up to one behind Rafa and Roger, who are both tied on 20 with most mm-hmm. all time. Mm-hmm. Um, we love the joker on the SQ, it, don't we? Uh, do, they, do they believe in vaccines? I think they do, but uh, yes. but we won't do that now. But, <laughs> oh, bugger it, we will. Joke? Uh, no, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Djokovic fan, but what he did at no, Roland Garros was, was pretty remarkable. He handed Rafa his third ever loss at the tournament yeah. in the oh, last... Yeah. 12 years and it was a it was a bloody good game I know and he was down two sets I think to Sissipas as well and yeah. he came back and won that in five so that final was just he bad. good at tennis it doesn't mean he's not a good bloke like oh, oh he's a horrible yeah, human yeah, fuck, fuck that guy uh, but he's good at tennis <laughs> I, I, I know no one here is a massive tennis fan I'll watch the match but that match with Rafa was all time like mm. and it was a four set match so you might say oh, I didn't go the distance but every sort of point had a bit in it mm. and, and he was just better um Rafa and you know going to that point, who's going to finish with more? Yeah. I think Federer and and Rafa look to be you know really winding down, whereas Joker is just nearly peak of his powers at the moment. So, like you said, Sean was down two sets to nil to love, as we say, talking tennis. Yeah, sure, <laughs> British again. Um, <laughs> we were in Francaise Tuesday afternoon. Uh, but he grinded. He just—it was a classic Djokovic. Just grind out. Do we have women's cricket on? <laughs> you have reached witching. You have reached witching hour here on the Esky is into the doldrums. Djokovic all-time performance in the semi and the final. Um, I did want to make this point. Federer is you know this golden boy, the cleanest player ever. He actually yeah. caught a bit of flack. He's been injured. And it he seemed, pulled out of this, and he, he didn't win. He what, what, he just lost today. Yeah. yeah. So so it seems like he sort of used the French Open as a bit of a warm up for Wimbledon. He knew he wasn't going to beat Nadal, let alone Djokovic yeah. um, at Wim, at French Open. So everyone's like, "Wow, you can't use a Grand Slam as a warm up tournament." I don't care who you are. Mm. So he's you know the first you know first time I can remember in his career where he's copped a little bit of heat, and it's only minor embers at that. Yes. Um, yeah. Leading into his pet event, which is Wimbledon two weeks away, but. Mm-hmm. But he did go down today. Uh, I think it was at the All England Club. Um, yeah, Le- lead in small tournament. That lead that we talk about these young boys coming up. There is that still that group, but the, these three are still they're still the best. So Rafa being yeah. that that's Brett. That's fresh on the Esky. Shout out to uh, my <laughs> younger. <laughs> shout out my younger brother Damien, who just broke that news about Nadal yeah. um, about fifteen minutes ago. So hot news off the press on the Esky here. No Nadal at the Olympics. No Nadal. Shut up, Pepsi. No Nadal. <laughs> let's, let's, go, let's go to golf. At Wimbledon. US Open this week. Uh, who cares what happens last week? Uh, there's a major coming up. 
Uh, we'll, we'll track that as it comes. Uh, what's going on in the F1 this week, boys? Oh, quick, again, <laughs> another quick note. Uh, there's a race that's happening Sunday in France. Uh, Ocon has re-signed with Alpine for Spent three 15 years. 15 minutes on those notes and you fucking don't <laughs> 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 we, just, we just skipped over the... Oh, well, I can go back to it. You know, the Bryson versus Books. I'm doing an after rescue this week. Who, I'm doing, who won last week? I'm doing, who cares about last week? I yeah, wrote I'm a fucking red hot preview about there's the US. Major, there's a major this it week. would have started as well. Put the golf on, would you? Yeah. That's, they're good notes about the US Open. Whatever. <laughs> F1, apparently. That's what we want to hear more about. I agree with you, Macca. I'm just conscious of the time. What do you, yeah. what, what do you mean? Where we go? Oh, it, it's three and a half hours. What if it's four hours? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was listening anyway. It's not midnight yet. Let me keep going. Talk about F1. Mm-hmm. Monks, lead us into the Monks chat there. Perhaps just wants to talk about the quality athletes on TV. So the F1. Uh, Line and length, baby. You're already on a, already <laughs> on a warning. I don't want you to change the channel. He's going to say something. Uh, so... As I, as I mentioned, there's a race coming up. Uh, a bit of an outcome. Any Beyonce chat? <laughs> no. Oh, fuck. Fuck me. Shush, Maka. Uh, to finish off, um, Pirelli came Don't. out during the week that uh, there was no failure in the tyres from the race. We, we talked about the big two blowouts. Yeah. Of course, Verstappen um, for them happening. Uh, there was rumours that Red Bull had played around with the tyre pressures and that's what Pirelli were blaming on Red Bull. Yeah, so bl- Pirelli blamed Red Bull and then Red Bull came sec- back and said, we followed the guidelines and what they told us. Yep. Uh, so each blaming each other. Water is wet. That's what we expected. Um, anyway, we'll see what, how the race goes in France. Uh, back on a more of an open circuit than a race <laughs> circuit. So <laughs> I think that's all the sporting news we have to talk about. Mm. <laughs> Uh, I think we'll finish up uh, Before we get in trouble And get cancelled Thank you boys Thank you Macca Thank you for listening Thank you for an excellent session On on the Esky Go Uh, Black Kips I apologise for the last hour On the Esky I think that's the best hour (laughs) Yeah (coughs) Witching hour here It's the the hour that we are Most intoxicated Um, We thoroughly enjoyed it uh, if you enjoyed any of the On The Esky to this point, please like and subscribe. Drop us out in the comments if we have been terrible. Uh, thank you, boys, for coming out, as Instagram. always. Get around the Instagram. Instagram. Social. Get us on the socials. Tell us how poor our dribble is. We love dribbling on a Thursday night. I think that will do us. Thank See you. See you next week. Gotcha. Thank you. Bye. Bye.